To the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and David Villaman. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Tidal Wave. Coming at you, Tuesday edition. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams. Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Briggs, KTMPartsExpress.com, and Nitro Circus, NitroCircus.com. Coming to a city near you, folks. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Just got back from France yesterday, the motocross the nation, so we're going to talk a lot about that. Cooper Webb will be on. Cooper Webb will be on the show. Team USA's own. Chad Reed will be on. It's always good to catch up with Chad Reed. Of course, Jason Thomas, if he ever actually gets back to me and f- confirms that he's coming on tonight. In studio with me, if you want to talk about France, the Motocross the Nations, and France winning the Motocross the Nations, there's only one man you can have on this show. There's only one man that knows what it's like to ride for France and win. Ride that track. Anything else? This man is the expert. This man knows it all. We welcome him back on the show after a long time away. Former factory rider, AMA Supercross, motocross winner, a GP winner, the great David Villeman. What's going on? Bonjour. Comment ça va? Ça va très bien et toi? This is going to be great. Before we get too far into this, Stevie, I got something we've got to play for you. All right. It's very important. Let's get right to it. Team France. Les standards sanglants élevés. 2015 Des Nations Champions. Les standards sanglants élevés. Gauthier Paulin, Marvin Mouskin, Roman Fabre. Féroce soldat. Ils viennent jusque dans nos bras. 
이것이 Was that it? Was that the disco one? Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. Oh, okay. I didn't even know. Uh, uh, well, DV, it's great to have you in. Congratulations on your country winning for the uh, second time in a row. First time they've ever done that. Won two years in a row. You, of course, won it. Yeah, they won it. Uh, we won in 01 and then 14, 15. So. Yeah. In 01, you yourself are on that team in the more. Congratulations yeah, on that. Yeah, but there's an asterisk next to our names. Oh, stop it. We'll take it anyway. It is. It is. No, there is. there's yeah. no asterisk. Yeah, there's a big one. What, Canada wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, in, uh, taking your calls, producing the show, holding things down behind the scenes, uh, the recipient of some very angry voicemails this week, the Devin Gibbs. What's up? How are you, bud? I got some angry voicemails. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not playing them all. No. I, after a while, I just got to be a little bit of a pile-on, so I didn't play them all. <laughs> what are they, what's wrong? What you, you'll hear them. You'll all hear them. Right. Right. But, uh, uh, hey, um, uh, thanks for coming on Tuesday. Hey, Appreciate man. it. Special no Tuesday edition I'm show. dedicated. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Chad Reed, Cooper Webb, Jason Thomas, and David Villeman in studio. Don't forget. Get so the that's the Yamaha. Yes. It's Yamaha yeah, show. Yeah, it is. Actually, yeah, I never thought of that. Yamaha Does Nations team, Yamaha show. That's How about it. Chad Reed on they, Yamaha? They're taking over. They are. Um. We're going to have the emails later, uh, race tech suspension emails, your voicemails, btosports.com, Gabba Gibbs, the NFAB question of the day, the X-Brand goggle tear-offs, all coming up later. You can get this show on iTunes. You can get it uh, on the Pulp Mex app. You can stream it live on TuneIn, stream it live on the app if you want. And also, uh, if you're going to Amazon, uh, go to pulpamex.com, uh, buy the, uh, go click on the Amazon um, link and uh, buy something from Amazon, and we get a small chunk of that. So we really appreciate it. Um, and it'll be awesome to uh, to keep this show going and, and allow me to get guys like DV in studio. Uh, first of all, DV, um, you told me I tried to give you a raise to write your awesome uh, weekly column on the races on pulpamex.com. And you said not only did you not want the raise, you were stepping away from Moto. You were bored. Or I don't know why you decided on doing that. But now you're back. And just for people who say that DV is back only because France won. He was coming before he knew the race. He, this was planned last week. He did not know the result of the race. So he was coming in the studio anyway. So, DV, you're back? You love moto again? Or what, what's the story with you? I can't. No, I, I always love moto. I just yeah. I was kind of getting tired of talking about it and then saying pretty much the same thing over and over. Trying like, to think of a new way to say yeah. Ryan Benji and Justin Barsha? <laughs> yeah, and, um, and just not having to do it like every week. I was doing twice, like two a week or whatever. Yeah. For the big USA? Yeah, one on yep. Tuesday, one on Wednesday. So I was like, uh, you know, maybe I need a... And I love moto. I woke up at 3.45 a.m. to watch this nation. <laughs> you you know, like, And then I had a tough day because I had to go to soccer all day after that. So, yeah, you know, obviously I love the race, you know. And you say I'm French and f- proud to be French. Yes, I'm, I'm French. I don't have the American passport, but I've been here for a long time. So... I feel like I'm more American than French now. Yeah, you know, yeah. In my in the culture and everything. I've almost but lived here longer than I lived in Canada. I'm at the, like two years, I think, for now yeah. living here longer. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did 22 and 16. Right, so right. all my adult life, I was here, and um, and I wanted <coughs> the U.S. to win, and I wanted France to win yeah. because. <coughs> I'm a, a, a big supporter of American Supercross, American Motocross. I think it's the toughest series. I think it's it's tougher to win here than in Europe. I would 
think mm -hmm. in a, in a big class. And then, uh, but two of the guys in the French team, they're my buddies, you know, Marvin, right. Marvin and, and, and Gauthier, they're, they're friends, you know, uh, we, you know, I've known Marvin since he raced sixties, mm -hmm. you know, I was teammate with Gauthier I trained him. So either way I would, I would have been yeah. happy if the right. U S won, you know? Uh, let's talk about the race a little bit. Okay, so Erne, France, uh, you've raced there. I talked to the great JMB. He told me he raced GPs there back in the day. Um, I First off the track, I wasn't that pumped on the track. The atmosphere was incredible. The fans on the side of the valley. You can check my Instagram. I, I did some videos. It's phenomenal. If you've ever been to motocross nations in, in America and you're like, yeah, it's pretty good. Go to one in Europe. It blows American ones away. Uh, so I thought the atmosphere was awesome. But the track itself, DV, like... I talked to Dean Baker at JGR. He told me Barsha never got out of third. Uh, the 250 guys were going faster, Marvin, than the 450 guys. There was one spot on the track where the, the 450 could take advantage of it. Small jumps, small track, cool atmosphere. Uh, what do you think of Ernie the track? You, you've raced it. Yeah, it was actually worse before. It was even tighter. It was? Yes, it was. Okay. So, um, let's say... So you have the stall, you go in front of everyone. Yeah. There was like that roller, that, that single thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then you turn that, the big double big, right here. Big double. And then that big uphill turn. Yeah. But it used to be like a really tight one here. Okay. Back in, I raced in the 90s in schoolboy class over there. Yeah. And then it would go 180 up all the way to the top. Like a yeah, Alp, series of 180s, Alp, yeah, yeah. Alp Duez, right, you know, right. kind of like that okay. all the way. So they changed a little bit of the track. And the same for the stall. The stall used to be ridiculous back in the day. They changed it, you know, mm -hmm. 15 years ago or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, if you look at it, the track is kind of small. It's a small area. Yeah. If you want. They, yeah. they have a lot of track in a small in, area. In a small area, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they made it a little more open than it used to be. It was more open than the Disney Nations uh, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, it's not a great. It's gonna. It's not a great track, really. They could do way better. They made a bunch yeah. of changes, but if you look at the race, um, I think they worked a lot, but they didn't change much. Uh huh. And uh, um, pretty yeah. tight. Yeah, tight and hard uh, to pass. Narrow. You, re you really got to rely on a mistake by someone to get by them. Uh, a couple of the journalists told me you can pass at the bottom of the big hill, and you can pass by the mechanics area. And they were right. It wasn't yeah, too could, much other than that. You know, by the mechanic, you could actually, if you're behind, you have to go all the way against the mechanic. Yeah. And, and instead of... Square in. Yeah, yeah. And you have to square that, uh, the stalling line. And then you can, and you're, you're on the inside on first turn. Yeah. You can pass here. There's a few places yep. you could pass, but it, it's not, it's not Red Bud. It's not Bud's Creek yeah. or, you know... Obviously, it's not as big as that, but the atmosphere is... Uh, it was uh, phenomenal. Yeah, it was amazing. I know. I was there 10 years ago. It was the same. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. pretty You much were on the 2005 team. You yeah. guys got second? Third? Second. second. Um, what's... I guess... For, okay, so going in, I mean, I, some people were like, hey, USA is a huge underdog. France is favored. They rode the track a couple weeks ago. DeCoster mentioned that to me in an interview. Uh, USA guys weren't their A team. You know, everyone that could have gone was hurt or declined like Dungey. Yeah, you, you cannot talk about A, okay, B, but, but, C but teams. Just, just, I want to uh, yeah, make yeah, a point yeah, here. Okay. You guys sent Welcome your, back to the show. You guys, <laughs> made, you guys sent the A team. I'm Canadian. That, that we was, didn't send anybody. That was the, the best guys available. That was your yeah. A team. Yeah, yeah. You know, if Dungey doesn't want to go, you know, right. 
do you want uh, Gauthier Poland to go to Minnesota or somewhere and, and take him to to Ernie to race yeah, no, of course, and force yeah. him with a gun on his head? Mm -hmm. No, he, he didn't want to go. Right. So you cannot really say, you know, beat him. He wasn't the best on paper. Yeah. Yes, uh, Vilopolo 100%, uh, Dungy 100%, Stewart 100%. Um, maybe even Kennard, Tomac, Tomac I yeah. forgot. There's a lot of guys that could have, you know, been mm -hmm. better. But at that time, yeah, you know, they okay. actually picked whatever it was the the best team. So, but they actually did great. Well, that's what I was getting at. France won by two points over USA. No one else was even close. Belgium was third with 56 points, which is normally a seventh or eighth spot uh, score. Look, um, look at your, your, your Dungy and your Tomac. Everybody say, oh, what if Dungy was here? What if Tomac was there? Yeah. Last year, these nations, they, they, got, they got third, right? They got third last year. Uh, yep, yep. And uh, this year, they got second with 16 points. Okay, last year, they got third with 33 points. They had Martin. Dungy, Tomac. Yep. With 33. They scored double the points last year. So it means this year the team was actually very good. And, you know, it's not a point of A, a team, B team. Mm -hmm. It's the point of in the last race, when you have two 450 Yamahas, when you have Barsha that all shotted most of the, yep. the U.S. national all summer. 11 whole shots, I think, in a year. 12, yep. All summer I was yeah. in the front. Him, Nicoletti, all the Yamahas yeah. in front. And you go to Erne, even if you're outside, inside. Yeah, starting, you know, starting pick doesn't really matter. Carmichael yeah. started in front 10 years ago. Same start, same first turn, same yeah. everything. He was, he, he entered the gate second. So he was middle. So 22nd pick or whatever, 24th what, pick. Yeah. Yeah, he was all yeah. the way, like he was in the middle or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So at the, the moment M, which is. Third moto, mm -hmm. you gotta have a start. USA France tied going in. Tied if you take yeah, all take, the, take the worst, the worst, worst thing. way. Yep. But that's where you need to show up. You, you, you cannot have uh, Cooper Webb. That's I think maybe was inside. Was he inside or outside? Uh, Webb was on the inside. Yep. Barsha you, took the last. You, took okay. the second gate. You cannot. Pick. You cannot get second in qualifying mm -hmm. on a start like this with a. The, the right hand first turn yeah. the way it was if you like the first five gates you're not allowed to to start outside the, the top 10 yeah you have to get a start you when you're to. a factory guy right, or, right. on a great bike on a bike that starts very right. good yeah and you're 135 pounds yeah do you know the start was everything and and you look at it they finished two points behind yeah like we talked about earlier uh if cooper doesn't stall uh and passes gochet they tied. They mm -hmm. still lose it. They mm -hmm. still lose because... On the tie break with because, Moto wins. Because Roman won two Motos. Right. But then you have Townley that second. And Borsha that had, a, you know, maybe got tired or maybe on pump in the middle Moto. Yeah, something, he, you he, know, go yeah. right. He had a couple bad laps. Yep. He let Webb go. Mm -hmm. And then when Webb had his problem, stole the bike. And then he said, oh, dude, that's me. <laughs> I, I need to do it, you know? Yeah. And um, he came back and... Do you know, pass Townley. You know, if yeah. Webb passed Gauthier and uh, Borsha passed Townley in the last model, the U.S. wins. Yeah. It's, they were two passes away. And mm -hmm. if you look at the race, seriously, they could have easily won. They, they started yeah. 11 and 13, and they came back and did a, and got yeah. third and Finished six. two points short, right, yeah. yeah. Um, so if I, yep. you can say, oh, the French had the, the greatest team in history, 
but it's still they weren't that much yeah. better than what you guys have. Yeah. They, they just kind of blew it on the last model. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those races. Uh, you know what? And I, as I wrote in my column that will come out tomorrow on Racer X, I've been at many of these races where USA has been trailing after two, and they've put in a couple of great rides in the last moto to win the thing. Lakewood, they were trailing Germany going into the third moto. St. Jean Angeli, they were trailing France going into the yeah, third moto. Yeah, they went one two, right? And, and, in the yeah, last moto. Yeah. Villapoto Denji won yep, two. And then in Lakewood, it was uh, Shorty and uh, Villapoto. They did that also maybe in England too. Yeah. Many times they've done that, and they've come through. This time, France came through. Like, those, uh, Faber started, like, second or third. Uh, the Rush, the Swedish guy got the whole shot. And uh, Paul Lynn was probably fifth or sixth, maybe maybe a little further back. So, uh, when the starts came, and, the, you know, France got it. USA didn't. And that was all she wrote. That was really it. On a track that wasn't the greatest. You know, I guess that's kind of the story. That's the storyline. But my question to you is, was... France's performance greater than you thought going into the race, or did USA do better than you thought? Like, what? who I, stepped up ob- more? Obviously, I, th- I think the U.S. did better than I thought. Than you thought, okay. Because you have to, they don't know the track. N- none of them rode the track before. Well, you bastard French guys were there two weeks before Moto. I wasn't there. I was in Menifee uh, by the pool. <laughs> right. You know, I wasn't there. Sweats, 60 degrees <laughs> on the couch, right? So... And all the guys, they rode there before. Yeah. You know, practice or French championship yeah, whatever, right, or whatever. Right. So they know the track. They mm-hmm. actually went and actually rode the track a few weeks ago. Marvin went last week. Yeah. When I, Marvin uh, rode the track uh, before the GP. Before the US GP. Before the US He GP. went to France and back and came back yeah. to America? He went to see his brother. Oh, yeah. And then came back for the GP. But before the GP, he rode the track. And is that so, is that anything for USA guys to complain about? Yeah, you have an edge. You know why? Okay. Because on Saturday, at, in GPs, you have two free practice. Yeah. You have a free practice, a time practice, and, and a qualifying a race. race. Yep. In this nation, you have you have a one practice, one practice, forty minutes. Yep. And a qualifying race of twenty plus two. Yep. So you don't really have much time to to figure out the track where. All the lines and, or, and everything. Or bike changes or anything. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can't change anything. Right. Or you have to change and go racing. And most of the riders, they don't want to change before yeah. going to a race. And it was, hey, it was pretty muddy in those practices. In the practices. The first Saturday practices. Yeah. Pretty muddy. So, yeah, they had some rain or something. Yeah. But, and uh, so, seriously, I think they did great. I think they did, they did pretty good. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Uh, 702-586-PULP. KTMPartsExpress.com, the number one source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. A ton of you people out there have KTMs, and uh, these guys' warehouses stocked and waiting with a huge selection of genuine KTM parts as well as power parts and power wear accessories. 35 years in experience. PulpMX15 saves you 15% at uh, KTMPartsExpress.com. Thanks to those guys for uh, for coming on. We appreciate it. And Nitro Circus, uh, after an after our enormous sellout tour in 2014, the world's greatest action sports show is back. It's coming in uh, starting next month, uh, well, two days from now. Pastrana, Sheehan, Adam Jones, Bilko, Cam Sinclair, and more. Uh, double back for 25 cities across the continent in the fall. Head to nitrocircus.com for details on ticket info. We've given away some tickets to that. We'll, do, we'll continue to do so. The great David Villeman in studio here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. And uh, Chad Reed coming on. 
We will not talk about the track watering story, I promise. And uh, Cooper Webb coming on. So nice of those guys. Nice of Webb to, to uh, come on hey, uh, when you asked them. Yep. Uh, speaking of a bunch of Nitro Circus, did you hear about Eric Groner? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah that's sad. sad news. Skydiving. Yeah, yeah. Um, Crazy. And uh, we've got uh, we've got more some more talk coming up as far as um, uh, what's coming up. Uh, Eli Tomac announcement should be out any day as far as uh, hey he's going to ride for Kawasaki next year. So we're looking forward to that and seeing what that happened. And then I don't know what Chad's going to tell us, DV, but I, I I heard from really good sources, and I broke this last week on our show that he's going to ride Factory Yamaha with Justin Bogle. Uh, Supercross only deal um, with your buddy Keith McCarty and Jimmy Perry and all those guys coming back. Monster title sponsor. So we'll see. Lars is going to be his mechanic. So that'll well, be, be interesting to see. And uh, so lots more to talk about. So, DV, I want to – okay, so you got – you won for France in Namur, which I imagine there's still a shit ton of French people there. Uh, you rode at, at uh, Erne in 05, got second. Just – I kept thinking, like, when Marvin was catching Barsha and, – and we'll go moto by moto here. I want to talk – get your thoughts on what you thought per moto, but – Marvin catching Barsha and passing him, and Faber winning both motos, passing Cooper Webb. I was just thinking to myself, I was almost getting goosebumps, not to be like super corny or nothing, but I was almost getting goosebumps. What that must be like for those guys. Seriously, to, when... It, it's got to be fucking when Marvin, amazing. When Marvin is catching Barsha, yes. like with the crowd yes. and everything, yes. he's feeling like he's walking on water. Right, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's well, like you've it's, been there. You've been there. Yeah, you know. But it happened to me like maybe Bursty Supercross, and you yeah. know when yeah. you, you know. I never you, even thought of that. You're right. Yeah, you, you have 95, 98 percent of the people that wants <laughs> yeah. you to win. Yeah, you know, and pretty much the same there. And when you ride and and you you get in that uh, state, yeah. it's like seriously walking on water. Yeah, and. It can bite you. It, you can't it, even hear your bike. You can't, it it yeah. can bite you because yeah, yeah. it actually uh, bit Marvin a little bit. He crashed pretty hard. Yeah. And now uh, in that model. But um, yeah, I think, you know what? Did you see Marvin ride like this all year long in Nationals? No. 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 He's always. I've, ne- I've he, said he, it. He, I've said it in the, in, he, the, in the column. I've said it uh, many times. He said. Um, I'm like, if he rides yeah. like this. Yeah. Even if he breaks uh, his bike broke in um, the last race, Indiana, yeah. he wins the championship. He said that he was a little out of control, which you know, for Marvin, that's uh, he doesn't like to do that, right? But he yeah. has to. Yeah, in that class, you have to. His his best lap time almost two seconds faster than Barsha's, who was second in that in that first moto. Two seconds. Justin Barsha on a four fifty. That's crazy, <laughs> right? But what's that? I mean. God, like Webb's leading Fabra, and he's coming into the into the first turn, and it's kind of quiet, and then because Fabra's rounding the mechanics turn, and then he's coming in the first turn and just like that must be just amazing. Just that amazing. was seriously. That was one of the, you know, with one of the Brussies and stuff yeah, that well, I raced. You know, and but early '05 yeah. was maybe one of the best races. We did not win. Yeah. I went two seven, I think. Okay. Uh, but it was one of the best races I actually been to. That was the energy was amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, and I've been to Bercy when you've been the man. Uh, oh two. Um, oh one. Oh one. Yeah. Two thousand. Two thousand one. Yeah. yeah two thousand one. The end of oh one. Mm-hmm. Um, you won everything. I think you won every main. Yeah. So, and those people are on top of you at Bercy. People, if you haven't been there, they are on top of you. Yeah, that must be just. 
like I said, goosebumps. Like legitimately, I got was getting goosebumps. I'm just like, wow. But you actually get them when you're right. Yeah, yeah. And you have that feeling where yeah. you're almost like unstoppable. Yeah. Because you have an army behind you, and, and you kind of maybe have to tell yourself, calm down, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, because it's easy to actually make a mistake and. Yeah. Uh, you're not invincible on the double, so you need <laughs> yeah, to be careful. Yeah. Um, Roman Fabra. Um, well, okay, no. Romain. Romain. Uh, what, what? Romain. 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 Fevre. Fabra. No, there's no B. Fevre. There's a B, but don't fucking say it. Like Favre. Favre, but Fevre. Fevre. What? Romain Fevre. <laughs> say Favre, but Fe with an A. <laughs> Hey, Pookie, did you see the wine I bought you? Thank you. Yeah. Oh. See? Trying to get some busy hands later. Um, Roman, Fevre. Fevre. No, no, Fevre. Fuck. All right, okay. listen. Yeah, right. kind of like that. Don't, don't, don't. Let's just move on. Uh, won both Fuck motos. It. Won both motos. Yeah, see, that's what Kenny Watson would say. <laughs> uh, won both motos and, uh, uh, you know, capped a storybook year when the World Championship really dominated. Uh, Roger DeCoster mentioned to me after the race, he's like, how many times have you seen anybody pass Roman in the last uh, half of the series world championships? Not really anybody. Cooper Webb did, you know, briefly. Uh, Cooper Webb ran with him a little bit. This that was, guy. That, that was his, uh, <laughs> his answer? Well, mm-hmm. I don't, don't ask me, bro. Um, this guy, Fever. Fever. Um, What's his deal? Okay, coming in, he won one MX2 GP. French guy. We saw him win the US GP. Did, did he? He won an MX2? On. Yeah, one, one moto. Or one, one overall. I, I never knew, yeah, knew that's that. That's what I've been told. I don't remember. Yeah. At the opening round in Qatar, when he caught and passed RV, I told someone, it's not good when that guy catches and passes you. Because, I, you know, I knew who he was. But, you know, whatever. What has what this guy got on? What, what is up with this guy? Like, what's happened to him since he got bumped out of MX2 because he got too old? He got a ride. Now, obviously, look, DeSalle got hurt. Uh, Caroli got hurt. Doesn't he, matter. He was running with those Doesn't guys. Doesn't matter. He was there when no, no, uh, he was up there. But he, beat, he beat uh, Caroli straight up in uh, Spain, one of those. That's, that's, that's in Spain where it started. What is up with this guy? Do you know him at all? What's he like? Nah, what's his, uh, he, what's came, he, he rode the uh, Supermoto as a kid. More like yeah. when he was younger, and then he came to Moto, and he was in that team with uh, Jackie Martens. I think he was a European MX2 champion or something. Okay. And then um, went to GP. Obviously, GPs when there was Erlings a couple of years ago. That's you know you can't really right. you only see one guy. Yeah. But very simple guy. No. No, really, like a, a crazy guy yeah. on social media. Right. Doesn't do like crazy, like a very hard working guy, and and he goes with uh, where he's from in France. You know, like um, where is that? It's it's um, east eastern, okay. like close to Germany. Mm-hmm. So people are really like um, uh, countryish. Yeah, no, but oh. serious, okay. hard working, uh, mellow, mm-hmm. uh, no flat, no flashy, no. Yeah, yeah crazy stuff no california and flat top and tattoos and <laughs> right. you know really concentrated on yeah. what he's doing and he's you know he's been by himself you know like working hard uh moved to um belgium mm-hmm. to train with jackie martens like he was in the sand all you know the last three four years or whatever yeah and uh just work his butt off and just and i've said it that's a guy that you know 
eats moto, sleep moto, <laughs> fucks moto. <laughs> you know, it's like he has only moto in his mm-hmm. in his mind, and that's the perf- oh, yeah. that's the, the DV uh, catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, but that's the perfect example. Yeah, that's yep. somebody that you don't see because he doesn't do stupid crap and funny stuff, Instagram and, photos, and GoPro funny videos. <laughs> he doesn't do all this crap. Yeah, yeah. You know what he does is train, uh-huh. bicycle, ride, and you you see it. You see the result. Listen. I'm, and I'm being serious here. I think maybe the USGP was more impressive than Destinations. Yeah, his first moto, yeah, because he, he was kind of fine. He would have won the second moto if Grant hadn't tipped over. He was coming. It was over. Yeah, if he wasn't, yeah. It, it's, it's 100,000 degrees. It's Glen Hell on the track he doesn't know. I thought he'd been there maybe back in the day. He said he'd never been there for with the 11 and 12 races or whatever. I, I mean, as good as he was in uh, Ernay, the Glen Helen thing, was it blew me away. This guy is legit. Like, he's legit. And, and he's fast, and then he he's in shape. Fit. Oh, he's in fit. To ride like this in Glen Helen, the yeah. way he did, with the heat and everything, yeah. the track was pretty rough. Yeah, I was glad. And then, um, yeah, he's, he has it. And, is you this, know, that's, ex- that's a perfect example of, you know, he should be an example, somebody that comes out of nowhere, works hard, priorities, moto, nothing mm-hmm. else. And that's it. Does what he has to do, and um, doesn't get yeah. corners and go for it. The most surprising world champion we've had in a long time. And then again, won one of his nations. And it's, look, Townley can. Townley said, "Hey, I was putting pressure on him." And you know, Roger can say that about Webb. I never felt like one time Fabra was was was, no, was was But you have to put yourself. Sorry, in, Fabra. 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 You I have to felt. put you have to put your, your in in his shoes at that point. He's leading these nations. Townley is behind. He sees us Townley. He, that's not Barcia. That's not yeah. Yeah. you know Tomac Tenji. Yeah. He has to. No, Tomac and Townley rode great. He has to manage. You know, he doesn't yeah. want to no. you know win by thirty seconds and blew it in front of uh, fifty thousand french guys you know yeah so at one point you, you're leading but you have to be cautious no i never it, felt it, like he was ever in, he, in, in danger of yeah, getting passed he, by townley and or the Cooper second moto and his star is weird his star is, is pretty weird he has he if you look at him at glen helen even mm-hmm. first moto at these nations um he's kind of out of control legs kind of like flapping around yeah. he can't go left right and kind of like you can see his riding style um a little bit on the edge, mm-hmm. but that he's comfortable with it. Yeah. And the last moto, he was uh, he was actually looking very comfortable, not really pushing. Yeah. Much. No. He was just yeah. managing his race, you know, the the right way, just to to win the moto and and do the minimum to, you know, stay safe and and win the moto. I think it that's pretty amazing what he's done. You know, I think a lot of people are. Especially on this side of the ocean, wow. try to say, "Oh, yes, but yes, but," but you got to give it to the guy, though. Well, I, you know, anybody who was at the USGP and you were there, and I was there, and that was impressive, man. He had the thing wrapped up, the world title. He had a destinations in a week. Didn't know the track, hot as balls. He wanted to win. Yeah, he could have just been like, "Ah, hey, two, three, one, three, like ah, whatever." You know what I mean? Like I got, like I'm, I'm good. He wanted to win, and he would have won both motos. He won the overall. He would have won the, both motos had he not tipped over in the second moto. Uh, we're going to come up with Chad Reed, but let's get to some phone calls now for you, DV. Uh, Dave, you got a question for uh, David Villeman? Yeah. Um, um, shit. I forgot what 
Uh, yeah, DB, I asked Steve last week, uh, not knowing the results of what happened, do you think it would have been better to switch uh, Barsha and Webb's class, put Barsha against uh, Faber and, uh, and Webb against uh, Pauline? You think it would have came out better? Uh, doesn't really matter, I don't think. It's overall points, it's not pro class. Uh, yeah, they don't score them like per class. Why? Well, because they do score them per class for for scoring purposes. But yeah. you know, if you they they actually race against each other at once, at least once. Yeah. So you see in the last moto, I don't think Bosch had anything for Fev really in second moto, in the last moto of the day. Well, hard, Maybe hard to say, but yeah, they were not there. But yeah, he didn't start with them. So yeah, it doesn't matter because Gucci, I think. Uh, Got B once, and then he beat um, Web once. Um, obviously, Roman went one-one. Uh, and how real do you think Goche is a friend of yours? And I talked to him after I hit the stop button on my record. How real is Goche's knee injury, and how much did it affect? Yeah, him? it's bad. He said it did the ruts and the track. He said uh, it's really hurts. He thinks I've he, seen it. I, w- I was in the yeah. motorhome in the Glen Helen. Yeah, he thinks he needs and, surgery on. And it. then he has a big ball on the outside of his knee. Yeah, like. Um, Kind of like on the top of your fibula. Okay. He has a big ball, and he got it uh, drained before mm-hmm. um, Mexico, before yeah. going to Mexico. Yeah. Obviously, in between Mexico and the U.S., he couldn't do couldn't really anything yeah. on yeah. it. And he was really swollen. He had like a, um, a pretty big uh, okay. ball, yeah. you know. Yeah, and he, then but He was supposed to race the Monster Cup. He says he doesn't think he'll be doing that. No, nah, he's going to get a meniscus uh, surgery. Yeah. and yeah, Because he wasn't the same Paul in we've seen at that race. But he hasn't been, yeah, he's been like him this season. Yeah. The Honda is horrible for him. The bike is looks bad. He didn't tell me that, but he certainly hinted at he, that. He can't. He's making <laughs> yeah, a no, million uh, euros for two years of uh, riding this this bike. He cannot yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He did not tell me. Right. He did not tell me anything yeah, about yeah, the bike. Yeah. You know, you can see it. It's a small bike. It looks like he it's rides. A big a, dude. Yeah. He rides eighty-five or yeah. one fifty, yeah. and then he's sitting like really low. His knees are really bent. Uh, uh, Weird doesn't doesn't look good. Some some tension between and and Honda Roger Harvey at Honda even admitted me admitted this to me. Some tension between some of the changes that he wants to make and Honda being a little rigid and not making the changes he wants just for whatever reason. And I guess our, our guest on the phone here could probably relate to that. The guy coming up. But uh, thanks, David. Thanks, Dan. All right. Appreciate it. All right, let's get to our uh, our first guest. He is uh, a legend in the sport. There's no other way to put it. Brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Uh, the bars and the sprockets, V3 performance kits, uh, chain and sprocket, call them up. Roger, uh, Roger, uh, Jake at, minute at VortexRacing.com. He's mentioned the promo code PulpMX15. Get 40% off. And uh, they've got everything you need at Vortex Racing. And they're welcome, our first guest of the night. Always good to catch up with him. The great Chad Reed. Reedy, what's up, man? What's up, boys? How are you? I'm well. Thanks for coming Doing on. Good. Yeah, thanks. Hey, no worries. Uh, 702-586-PULP, you got a question for uh, Chad Reed. Uh, right off the bat, um, did you did you hear what I was saying about Paul in and maybe having an HRC being a little rigid on making some changes? <laughs> yeah, I had a laugh to myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you've been there a little bit. Um, just and, and you know what, Honda even admitted to me that that it, it, there's been some differences of you know of opinion between Goche and the guys back in Japan. So you know, so that thing that happens. Um, first off, the motocross nation. Did you watch much of it? Uh, what did you see? What did you think? Uh, what did you think of the deal and all that? 
Uh, I didn't watch any of it. Okay. I I, uh, I followed it. I was driving on Sunday, but uh, I followed it on on just on Twitter. Yeah. Honestly, that was it. Um, so I'm hoping that your your insight was accurate. So. Right. Well, I don't know about that. I think maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should just follow somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I followed Verb. Right. But, um, uh, <laughs> uh, well, DV. No, I, I mean, it it seemed. Uh, yeah, I mean, typical donations, to be honest. I didn't know that you need to see it. I think you just, uh, if you know enough about it and being there, experienced it, you can, mm-hmm. you can, uh, you get it, you know. I will say that, uh, and I tweeted this out, like, no Antonio Caroli, no Clement Sal, no Kenny Roxon, no Ryan Dungey, no Chad Reed. Um, I think I missed, I'm missing a couple guys in there. It, it, the lack of depth was obvious, and you know that just happens. Whatever I've been to these things ten years now, or whatever, and you notice it a little bit. Belgium with fifty six points, you know, kind of third place. Yeah, I thought the event needed some stars. It needed some stars. Yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, it, it happens. Like it. And I just think that that's the. I hope not, because I'm a big supporter of the event. You know, like I like it. Um, I kind of you got that love hate relationship with it, but. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's at the worst time of the year, you know. It's just, yeah. I think that it's just, it's one of those events that you put a lot on the line. And I think the younger generation are losing the value, you know, like the what it once was. Right. Um, you know, and I just, and it's hard. I mean, I can sit here and tell you as much as I love it and as much as you want to represent your country, at the end of the day, it really doesn't mean anything, you know. Like you lay it all on the line for <laughs> yeah. nothing. There's no just, money. There's no purse money. No bonuses. It's a, yeah, it's a dangerous. It's not even about the money. It's yeah, just yeah. A, it's a really dangerous event. It's at the end of the year. You know, you've kind of somewhat. Some people let their guards down. Some people try to act like heroes at that event. You know, it's just mm-hmm. always different. It's just I don't know. It's just a sketchy event, and it's I. I've done well. I've won motos there. I, you know, we got on the podium that one year, but mm-hmm. just. Man, I mean, like, it's that one race that, like, I wish I was there and I miss it. And then I'm, like, so happy that I wasn't there when I see the result because it just it doesn't change. Just, right. It's, it, you know, you're relying on two other people. You know, motocross is not a team sport, and it's the once a year that we get to be a team sport. And it's hard. Right. <laughs> it's really, really hard, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. What, uh, I do you love agree- it, like I said, but yeah. it's hard. Do you agree with that, DV, a little bit? Like as you as a racer? Yes, I agree. Especially when you're from a country that you can find really top <laughs> three guys that can win. You <laughs> right. know, like if you're the guy that can win motos and the other guys are going to go 27, 23, and then, yep. you know, you're going to prep the... If you don't if race there, if, if you race in the U.S., you have to prep a bike. The gas is different. Uh, the sound is different. Yeah. And then you have to shift stuff. Dude, it's expensive, it's, too, for people. Like, yes, people don't understand. Ex- it's really expensive. It's super expensive. And yeah, like Australia, you know, like Australia probably just for Australia to show up. I mean, they're spending easily a hundred grand, you know. Yeah. And yeah. that's for one race. That means yeah. nothing. It's not like it's televised. It's not like sponsors or you know, I mean, yeah. it's, go- it's government funded, you know, but it's just at the end of the day, it's like it's a lot of money for yeah. that. And, you know, you look at the look at the sponsors on the U.S. team. I mean, Feld's paying for some stuff, which, hey, I mean, first time they pay for anything, but that's cool. Um, <laughs> Take that. You know, a- 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 AMA and all those kinds of people. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are supporting that event. I When we went in 03 with Red Dog, I think Yamaha, I think Keith told me that they laid out seven or eight grand. Um, and um, and AMA paid for like fifteen hundred dollars or something, 
Like it was a joke. Yeah. Like you know, I believe it, that. It's it was. Yeah. You know, and again, like you said, it's for nothing. I mean, we just went on and on about the atmosphere and, and being in France and winning, and now we're shit talking a little bit. But you know, I can't. I yeah, get it. And, and like I said, like and like I really do love the event. Like, yeah. Don't take it wrong way, but just it is. It really at the at the end of the day. I mean, you know, like I hear these names get rattled off, and I've never heard any name, whether it be Ricky or Evitz, you know, anybody talk about how many times they won donations yeah. or won, you yeah. know, like a moto or anything like that. So it's not something that we carry other than personal experience. Well, and then what, is it, what does it mean when Ryan Dungey is skipping it? Because one of the things he wants to get ready for is a made-for-TV 20-second straight-line jump competition. He's, yeah, he legitimately you know, said, hey, I got at, straight rhythm and everything. Almost yeah. as, look at the sponsor. Look oh. who runs that. Event. Almost as they, no, no, they no. pay him. No, I get that. But what does that say for that for the designations? Like yeah, when guys sure. are like, mm, yeah, I don't care. Racing for my country? No, thanks. Plus, it's a month after and, the last national. Yeah. You know, the guys That's are. Think, yeah. I mean, everybody's on a supercross program already, testing supercross, running the new bikes. And then a month later, oh, yeah, let's go do like a <laughs> motocross race in Europe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah the, the, it's got nothing to do with money, honestly. I mean, like, you know, at this level when you're, you know, when Ryan, I mean, look at the money that Ryan's made this year. I mean, he won both titles. I mean, it's yeah. not money. It's not like he's hard up right now. Um, it's just a matter of like the guy wanted a break and he didn't want to train for a month longer than everybody else. Yep. You know? And you got, you got, you know, you got James coming back, myself that's been sitting out, Eli's, you know, out hurt. And they might be hurt. They may not be racing, but they're resting. Like they're yeah. getting ready. You yeah. know? And he didn't want to give that up. And he just, guy deserved a break. And it's just, it's not easy to train week in and week out and, and do it for a month longer yeah. Yeah. <laughs> than anybody else. It's just, you know, we're only human. You can only go so long and, you know, Ryan's starting to get up there. What I think he went six years straight. This would have been his seventh yep. year, and mm-hmm. you know, and just tap, tapping out. It's just I. How many times it. did you ride it, DV? I think I rode uh, five times. Five times, and Chad, how many times have you ridden it? Uh, I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't even know. Was, <laughs> yeah, my first time was in 2000 um, at San John de Lee, and then uh, I mean, I've been. Yeah. A bunch of times. yeah, you've probably been yeah. 10 years, I bet you. I can only remember a couple times where you haven't made it. Um, yeah. Well, one of my questions for Cooper Webb coming up is like, hey, Cooper, after Indiana, you jumped on a 450, you raced the USGP, you raced the designations, you, you know, you've been training and riding, you're going to be needing a break. That's one of my things to him. Talk to him. Because I'm sure if you're Cooper Webb, you're just like, oh, man. Like this yeah, but been... I think the event for Cooper is awesome, you know? I mean, yeah. he only races half Supercross. It's, it's not, uh, you know, and, and it's good experience for him right now on a 450 and I think that talk about a guy you know stepping up I think he did a great job I mean you know mm-hmm. white sky stepping up it's always a little bit scary you never know what you're going to get and I think you know from what I've seen and what I heard Cooper was, was right. solid yeah know, I know he really was stepped up to the plate I mean it's Talk about an event that has pressure, um, especially when you got you know when you're when you're on the American team. It's just full. You know, you got a whole nation that wants to hate you, tell you you know that you're the third-rate team, the second-rate team, whatever yeah. it is. But then when you win, they want to high-five you and say that you're the best <laughs> in the world and all this kind of shit. So it's like you're yeah. you're kind of in a lose-lose until you actually pull it off. You know, so yeah, it's you, massive. You can't uh, for somebody like that. 
you have to win one in USA. Second is no good. Second is garbage. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you know, we didn't send the right team. We didn't have the right people. We tracked into the all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Online, there is like uh, 50,000 uh, Roger the Costers, you know? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all tell you a story why they should pick this and that. 50,000 Michael Burns. <laughs> uh, he was the co-manager of the Australian team this year. Yeah, he has been for the last couple of years. Oh, he has? Oh, especially what I know. All I ever saw him was in an Alpine yeah. Star thing, eating and drinking, to be honest. I'm going to give a yeah. shit about that. But, um, hey, let's get to you a little bit. Uh, obviously, anybody who follows you on social media, you've been riding Yamaha. So, um, how is that? What are, you, what are you liking about it? And what's, how's that going? Yeah, it seems good. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying it, actually. Just being, like, you know, kind of got healed up from my shoulder surgery. And mm-hmm. um, Keith was kind enough to send me a bike and um yeah just been riding it and checking it out ride it on supercross yeah maybe twice and mm-hmm. um so yeah we'll um, see, see what happens did you ever ride i know you're under contract with another team but did you ever ride the first generation of uh, backward motorbikes because this one's supposed to be a whole lot yeah. better you know the only time i uh yeah the last yamaha i rode other than than this one i rode uh at the end of 2010 when i was riding all the bikes yeah, that's um, right, with the Valley or I, whatever, yeah. I, yeah, I, I tested a Valley bike. Um, so that was obviously, I think, what, the first year that that generation mm-hmm. came out. Yep. Um, and it wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't awesome, that's for sure. Um, it's come, <laughs> a long, come, come a long way. Yeah, really. Um, since, since then. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for, for riding it and seeing, the, seeing where it takes us. DV, chat on a Yamaha again, that's got to get you excited. That'd be good. We Let's know go. you're blue. We know. That, can you stop with this? We know. Every time. You love like Yamaha. It's okay. Doesn't it's matter. I love my my uh, MGK Honda in, in 2007. <laughs> I thought it was a great bike. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter. It's just, you know, I like the people there. I think they're cool. They've always been nice right. to me. And there's other people that I've been with. They don't even say hi to me. So Okay. So... You know, when, um, I, when I see Keith at the USGP, he asks about my mom, he asks about my kids, uh, you know, right. cool guy. Okay. You know, I had good experience there. Um, did, uh, and and Keith, and Keith, Keith changed a lot, too, I honestly think. You know, like mm-hmm. just hanging out. I got to hang out at MotoGP with him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. He, uh, yeah, I think he's changed a lot. I think, uh, and I think that, obviously, I've changed a lot. I'm 33 years old. I'm not 21. Right. Know? Um, I'm sure that, you know, I mean, I wish that the conversations that I have and the relationship that I have with Keith, um, I had that when I was young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, but you I couldn't have Keith. those. I, wh- how you were, you couldn't. You were like, yeah. if something you didn't like says, oh, fuck it. Fuck that. I'm out. I'm out. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Fuck it. You know? Now maybe you don't say that anymore. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but I, I, I do believe that he's changed too. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, see yeah. what happens. I, I, I haven't signed a contract yet. Um, so you know, it's still a working part. You know, mm-hmm. but we'll see. So, the uh, still looking good. Yeah, the um, um, the rumors are uh, factory Yamaha team with Monster. Justin Bogle is your teammate. I guess you obviously don't want to confirm any of that, or like you said, you haven't signed anything, but that's that's what I've heard from a few people around. So we'll see what happens there. That should be exciting if it happens. Yeah, I mean, you know more than me. I just I care about myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, 
uh, uh, DV, I want to. I wish I would have been there when when Chad calls uh, JP Jimmy Perry for some parts or something. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> <laughs> JP.com, <laughs> and him going, "What do you want, Chad?" <laughs> um, that would have been that would have been classic. How, um, shoulders good? All that? You feel feel good? Yeah. You feel like rested? Yeah, yeah. Body, uh, body feels good. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I only rode Supercross. I think maybe twice. Um, and that that seemed good. Like uh, the first day I rode, it was uh, you know I just kind of was cruising, and then uh, yeah, and then we got a bunch of rain since then, so I haven't yeah. haven't been able to ride. Um, but yeah, I fly to uh, fly to California this weekend and start. Uh, oh, okay. Start working on some things, so we'll see. It's um, coming up. I would like to do Monster Cup. That's what I'm hoping. That's my next question. Right? Yeah. So you maybe still a chance. Yeah, I would like to like to do that. I mean, you know. I'm going to use my best efforts to try, that's for sure. Uh, can I uh, say something? Yeah, go ahead, D.B. Are you changing anything about, uh, I don't know, training, riding, the way you approach things uh, compared to lot, the... actually, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I've changed my whole everything from from Florida. Um, you know, like a lot of people that I've had around me for 10 or so years are, are no longer around. Um, you know, I, I don't... Uh, my bus driver is gone, Joel, um, sold the bus, um, wow. yeah, just gonna go to the races and do, yeah, I tried to change it up a little bit, I mean, uh, obviously, we're in a, I'm in a different place, in a different, you know, stage of my career, and just want to change up things, I think I learned a lot, um, this year, like, I think, uh, like, I changed my program for this year, uh, mm-hmm. a little bit, and, and I don't feel that it was, you know, the, the right, right things that I changed. So, right. um, I would like to back up a little bit on, on some of that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I still feel that I can be competitive. I still feel like I can have a shot at it. And that's, uh, you know, that's what I'm doing now is trying to implement all those things that I feel are going to, going to make a difference. Well, look, I mean, obviously we're friends and stuff and I don't want to like kiss your ass on the radio show, but last year you won a race you threw away probably three or four podiums, like literally, in, in ways that you've never seen Chad Reed. Like, you're not a guy to do that, which was weird. But anyways, you had podi- three or four podiums wrapped up. Like, there's no way you should retire. You know, I mean, God, I think a few people win races. You know what I mean? And uh, Yeah, and, it, so. and I'm not ready for that. Like, I really am not. Like, I mean, other than my age, it's just, it's not an option, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I really, I don't feel that I'm ready for that i'm just not you know like i feel like and i don't know that you know that you're ready you know like i don't know that <laughs> some people yeah. i talk to and say that oh yeah it just happens and you know and some people are just good with it and they have an age that they're willing to go to and mm-hmm. and they walk away um db could probably comment on it better than me yeah db when when but was it for me it's like yeah. i i still love it i really do you know like i yeah. I, I you know like i I lay awake at night still and think of ways that I can be better and things that I can do better. And I mean, I made, like I've made the biggest changes in my career uh, right now. I really have like in the last 10 years, I've made the biggest changes that I've ever done, you know, and I shut the race team down and really focused on things and put things in place to, to try to give myself the best chance of winning again. Um, I mean, obviously I know that it's coming to an end when I don't know, but mm-hmm obviously going to so i want to go out you know the best that i possibly can 
uh, Vortex Racing. You're bringing you Chad Reed on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, used by Yoshimura Suzuki and uh, Babbitt's Kawasaki team. Um, yeah, I was talking about, uh, I'd like to talk about um, your last Supercross season, uh, the one that just finished uh, six months ago, whatever. Um, it seems like you, you know, there's some races you were great and everything, and then even when I see you ride, I think you can still do like so much better, you know, like it seems like you're not going down, you know, like the level, like the technique and everything is there, you know, it's just like in a way to put everything together and because the potential is still there. Me, when I was like in my last season, the potential wasn't there. I wasn't good. You, <laughs> you know, just like, knew, you just knew it was. It yeah, was I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't good enough right. you know i was you know in supercross i was good enough for like you know top maybe five to eight you know yeah. i was there well were you not but working hard because you didn't want to work hard anymore like what was eh, it? it's just i wasn't into it anymore yeah. you know like i wasn't you know trying to win or trying to get ready i didn't want to take chances i didn't want to jump quads that i had to do to <laughs> yeah, yeah. gain a second or whatever but chad in other way it's a different way because he has more technique and then um and some races were, you know, pretty damn good last year, you yeah. know, but still on the best we've seen this year, it, it can still be even better because his technique is so good, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. when you have the technique and everything, then the rest goes pretty much by itself. Just mm-hmm. need, you know, obviously the fitness and then corner speed and that's it. But the technique is really the base of the thing. All right. Yeah, Chad, what about just locking yourself away in, in uh, up in Castillo again? Is that, a mo- is that the move? Ah, it's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just, he's on a budget yeah, now. Yeah. You know, he's he's no bus. Yeah. Sold the bus. That's a and huge dr- bomb. You know what? Wow. And I love he- hearing that. I love hearing like he's gonna take a, yeah, a gear bag, right. go to the races, ra- uh, race, fly by, go home, and that's right. it. Not having like yeah, so you I'm know. Gonna, uh, that was good. I yeah, like that. As much as I, as much as I don't love California, but I'm gonna come. You know, I'm going to spend the the California races out out west. Um, you know, you have felt to. like last year. I, you know, it's like my heart, my tracks are hard and stuff like that. But I just think that the biggest thing that you learn from out there is, I think the intensity is really high at that time of year. And mm-hmm. you know, one thing that I miss is like I miss going to a test track and having like equal guys. And 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 you're being, you can comment on this, DV, but it's like. How many times do you show up at a test track and Joe Blow, that's your teammate, can throw down laps and sometimes be way better than you, but then you show up on the weekend and you're better than him. But yet at the track, he's yeah. like gnarly, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that intensity and it just keeps you like in race mode. And and I think that you get to test a little bit more and, you know, use the people um, rather than kind of just taking yourself out of it and going, you know, they're, definitely something to be said for going to Florida and not having to deal with the bullshit. But Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, like I do need to ride with some of the younger guys and just get that intensity because sometimes I feel like that was the only thing that I lacked was just, you know, that part of it, the technique, like DB talked about, it's, you know, it's fine. And, um, the fitness and all that, I'm not worried about that at all. It's just, it just, I just need to be, better you know just be a little bit faster and right. and be be a little bit sharper and i think that uh, some of the things that i'm training you know starting to do with my training program and riding with some of the younger kids and 
you know, Cooper and, and all those guys. I think I'm just I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, some Cooper Webb pulling in behind you at the test track, and then you're like, ah, shit, and you're like, all right, okay, here we go, kid, right? Like, that's that's the good. Yeah, and yeah. I, and it was like that. I mean, I remember, you know, in '09 when when uh, when Dunge was my teammate, he was on the lights bike. I mean, you know, he was a committed kid, and you know, had a good work ethic, and it was fun. I mean, you got mm-hmm. to go to the test track, and he was winning races on the, you know, on on East Coast, and. It was just you got to go do work with somebody that was equally as committed to going racing, you know. And right. I just think that, you know, I think there's some people, you know, that I have the chance to ride with like that. So um, I'd like to, yeah, do that. And, and I think that, you know, like I absorb a lot of stuff. I'm a big sponge and, you know, like I follow other sports and I see what Rossi's doing. And I feel like a lot of things that he's implemented into his life and program is, is really what's allowing him to be, you know, uh, winning races at 36 years old in MotoGP, you know, so try yeah. to learn a little bit of that too. Uh, talking about uh, Florida and, and California, I really think Florida is good for outdoors. It goes really close to what you you guys race outdoors, but Supercross, I think, you, you guys in Florida, you ride on chocolate cake and it's perfect and it's groomed and it's the dirt is great and you know if you make a mistake, it's it's you know. You don't you don't really see it when you ride, and then you don't lose the front because the traction is great, and the whoops are always like soft, and yeah. you don't go left to right. And it's not, and then the opposite you, of the six California rounds, yeah, or whatever. You, yeah. And then if you ride there, you know everybody wants to test in Florida, but it sucks. It's like testing on perfect condition. You know, you want to test somewhere in, in like in California. You want to be on a shitty track. You remember on Yamaha days, two stroke days, three o'clock tra- in the afternoon. <laughs> they, nobody was grooming the tracks that, like they do now. And we rode on blue grooved, and we we test our bikes on on the shitty wolves, going right and left, right and left. And we made the the bike work on the really really odd condition. And when we were in Anaheim, even if everybody hated Anaheim, our bikes were great. Because mm-hmm. you know it's you cannot really go to to Florida and ride and charge in the ruts and in in those bold turns like almost both feet on the pegs and then show up in Anaheim and be ready. It's not possible. I think it's great to be in California. I know it sucks. I hated it, <laughs> but looking back ten years after, it's great. You know you have young kids back in the day. You know there's some days. Rookie Josh Henson were going through the, was going through the roof faster than us. He was right. like pinning in, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. And then that would say, "Dude, this kid, you know, he's an idiot. He's going faster than us or whatever. Yeah. We're gonna pick it up and go for it, right. you know." Yeah. And it was yeah, the same way with. And 2004 was Yogi. Yogi was insane during yeah, the week. I remember how. You, yeah, he, yeah. Was, so he was good. I, we had I had. That's what's funny is like leading into A1, like like DV said, you know, like that year when. Uh, what was it, Mac One Yamaha? I think. Yeah, it was. yeah. But he had he had our bike like it was a full on factory you know bike. He had our forks and mm-hmm. engine and everything like that. It was like the full legit deal. And geez, I remember like he would always be there super early and riding and like riding when the track's like still wet and gnarly and he's just like all swapping and you'd go out there and like he'd just be yarding you. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you couldn't even stay with him. And then yet on the weekends, right? He wasn't really a threat to us yeah, yeah he, but, he but the guy like this like, he was great the guy like this helps you during the week yeah you know the guy that yeah. trains you know helps right. you it shows you stuff you know like it pushes yeah. you to be better during during the week and that's where you you win races you know you don't win races in anaheim right you know you win it 
you know on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Monday through well, Thursday. Also too, also too for a guy like you, Chad, being out there early testing is is you you got like some exchanges, and uh, so testing will be invaluable out there. You know what I mean? Like just because you'll have yeah. access to parts all the time, twenty four seven testing every day if you want to. You know what I mean? So that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to comment because I mean, I, I like I said, I don't have a sign. Yeah, here, right. I good mean, point. It's all looking good, but I mean. Right. There is no team yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no, you know, there, we got a lot of work to do. You know? <laughs> if, if they, you know, and if they pull this thing off and it all goes forward, then it's a lot of work. Right. You know? So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. All right, let's get to some phone calls for you here. Uh, Jay, you got a question for uh, Chad Reed? Yeah, yeah. First things first, though, Steve, let's get something straight. These podcasts you've been putting out over the past couple of weeks have been outstanding. Thank so you. Thank you for that. Yeah, I appreciate it. What's your question so, uh, for Chad? Question for Chad. Um, I was just wondering, um, you know, he's he's one of the most uh, headstrong guys out there. There's no question about that. But did Chad, the business owner, experience the uh, the ups and downs and the and the roller coaster of entrepreneurship, being a business owner? And uh, also, did uh, what 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 was a bad day like for Chad Reed? And was uh, Chad Reed the racer coaching Chad Reed the businessman? What was the stress of that of the owning the team and all that, Chad? At times, it affected you. You know, I think uh, the the running of the team never was that like it was never a stress to be honest. Um, just the financial burden of it, and when I say that, it's just trying to you know trying to find the budget to do it right. You know, like I I'm never someone that wanted to just half-ass it. You know, like I always wanted growth. I always wanted the best of the best. Um, and that all takes money and, and, and effort, you know. And um, for me, the biggest thing was is just like the realization of where the sport's at and where it's going. It just didn't meet up with the, you know, what I was spending and, and what the budget was. And I just that's where I that's when I tapped out. It's just, you know, like a good a good business guy doesn't want to keep just going down the same road. You know, you want it to be uh, you know profitable all right thanks for the call jay appreciate it thank you thank you uh thanks for listening to the uh, podcast and stuff too jay uh sean what's going on what's your question for chad reed hey uh first off i can't i gotta i gotta uh copy that guy's sentiments great job on all the shows steve huge fan and you do a good job so thank anyway. you thank you very much uh, <laughs> sorry guys i'm not listening live tonight driving home from work uh just curious i know there's been talk the last couple of weeks i know it's all rumors about this monster yamaha team and i was just curious how that works out with the monster kawasaki team i apologize if there's something i don't know that's uh that the details are already out there or how that would work but i'm just curious how that would well out. yeah chad said he hasn't signed a contract at all you might have missed that part he hasn't signed anything yet but that's the word on the street um uh, but as far as i know monster Kawasaki's going on it's nothing nothing new there um looks like it'll be eli okay. tomek and, and will wilbur hahn for uh 2016. They're so. printing money, so they, they, they yeah. can have they can have two teams. Yeah, why not, why not right? Yeah. Um, thanks, Sean. Yep, no problem. Thanks. Uh, I heard another team is going to get Monsters a title too. I heard it from one of the guys at Monster, so I'll tell you that later. DV. Um, I told I told, I told Chad already. So um, I asked to be offline. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't have confirmed. I still codes. question. I still question that. Okay. Well, yeah, that's why I'm not really putting it out there, but. I don't know. My source is oh. pretty good. I heard PC no more Thor. No yeah, more? no more Thor for that'll, PC. Well, I heard that. Yeah, I don't follow, but I heard that'll that. surprise me. Yeah, uh, yeah. PC will be uh, by all by all accounts. PC will be Fox or Fly next year. That's the word on the street. 
So, and yeah. JT Money, baby. <laughs> and Thor is going to star. Thor is going to star next year. Yeah. What so. about Enzo? Yeah, yeah. Done? Answer. I have to probably pick up somebody. I don't know how that works. <laughs> Wilbur. Well, they got well, they got Wilbur and uh, no, and they Wilson. Got Wilbur and Dino. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, some gear, some gear controversy. But you're still wearing shift, right? You had nothing new there, right? You're all yeah. Dialed hey, right. Can you give me some free uh, stuff? Uh, Chad or what? <laughs> my, yeah, I got you. Okay. I'll see how I want to buy a new bike. Oh, I'm losing it. weight. I lost 15 pounds in three weeks. Um, train. I, I followed that. I train. I eat right. <laughs> You know, if I get to a certain weight, I think I'm going to buy a bike and go ride again. <laughs> DV. What are you going to buy, DV? You know. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm going to buy. I'm going to call Keith. There I'm going to no say, how much for, for no, uh, 450 There's no chance you buy one. You will just call Keith and get one. No. I bought my, my last one. I bought it. I thought you bought it used, though. You're 250. Yeah, but I, yeah. I bought a brand new 2010 YZ450. Oh, you did? Yeah, no, I and I paid for it. Oh, okay. I paid... Uh, Cheap you for sh- compared sh- to sticker price. You should just but, call Keith. But I wrote a check. I don't mind. I have money. I don't care. I appreciate okay, it. Okay. All right. Come on. Um, Chad. Uh, Are you going to get it to 450 or 250? <laughs> no. Nah, two stroke. Uh, no, no. I had the two stroke. I was like, dude, this thing is sucks. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I say, I want to. Sh- uh, yeah. And I did the. I got one coming. You do? I did the. You have a, a two stroke coming? Yeah. 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 I did the dirt ride or shoot out last year for all the 450s. Yeah. And after riding a few times with my 250, I was like, dude, I need, at my age, I need a 450. Just shift to third and yeah. just ride <laughs> hey, around. There, you know? there was a guy at the Dis Nations from some third world country <laughs> on, an RM, <laughs> on an RM250. This guy, no I mean, like he was. Was he from Thailand? Dude. I don't know. He wasn't a very good rider because you guys know how that goes. On Saturday, there are some horrendous guys there. You, you guys yeah. know that. Yeah. This guy was horrendous, and then he was on a 250 that sounded like a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and you're just like, bro, what are you doing out there? Like, That's cool. Uh, yeah, sometimes some of those guys. question. Yeah. What? Is, what? is BT that gnarly, or is it just? Well. He you wrote, know what? He wrote good against Helen, bud. He wrote good for a no, little bit. That's what I'm saying. I, no, I'm just saying. Well, he raced with the same group of people, but I'm just saying. Like, is he that gnarly and that he, good, or is it? Well, he's a great rider. He he, uh, he looked a bit tired um, on the first moto after he fell. He got sixth or whatever. So. I mean, he's but a yeah. part-time racer. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, and, yeah, second moto, he rode great. He got second, you know, by far. But, but he's pretty active, right? He's a great rider. One of the best yeah. outdoor rider I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. he's still young. He's only 30 years old. I, you know, remember the 05, he challenged Ricky at that track, right? He won a moto. Yeah. Okay. The moto I got second, uh, he, he won. He won, okay. Yeah. So I said to him after the race, I'm like, so, hey, man, you just re- must really love this track. Like, in 05, you, you won a moto and you, you raced Carmichael, like, pretty straight up. This today. That was so different, though. Yeah, yeah I go, today, you, you know, you got second in a moto. And he just said, no, there's nothing special about this track. I'm like, okay, all right, fine. I'll just move on. So. <laughs> Um, no, it is. It's, I mean, I know that he does HRC testing and races down in Oz, and, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. Well, but Chad, I, I mean, no. Nope. special, it, like he's a gnarly individual in the fact that, like, he goes to Oz, and it's not like he goes to Oz and kills it. I mean, like, right. he, you know, he wins, obviously, but then, like, other times, like, he doesn't win. Well, and yeah, I mean, then I, suddenly you put him in the world stage, and the dude just rises to the occasion. I just think that that's, that's, cool. what, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I mean, definitely there was a lack of depth a little bit. But, yeah, give it to full props to him, right? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, the, the same people that he raced, you know, like the guy who won the Australian Championship was at Glen Helen, and he didn't finish where BT finished, you know? Right. Um, hey, uh, this Australian Supercross coming up, I think it's yeah. James Stewart's racing, you're racing, and I don't know who else, but I love how these promoters are pitting it versus Chad versus James, you know, maybe for the last time or whatever. These two, you two and James. It's, uh, you, Jacksonville number two. Yeah, I mean, well, look, well never mind Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Atlanta, uh, Mill, Millville, Unadilla, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but Jacksonville was right. maybe the... But I love, like, the rivalry you have with James is pretty pretty cool for all of us. And uh, and I, I think this is a good idea. This is going to be really cool. I think it's going to be a fun event. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I mean, at... at one point there, it was looking like it was going to be the world tour with me and Stu. I mean, I was going to go to Lille and, you know, do that and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But then uh, with my deal not coming together as quite as quick as what I thought it was going to, um, you know, I kind of pulled the plug on that. But the Australian one I'm committed to. And, yep. yeah, I mean, it's going to be fun. You know, like he's, you know, he's Stu. coming obviously down to, yeah. you know, down into my territory. But, I mean, in all honesty, I'm just as, unfamiliar with the event as he is so mm-hmm. it's not like you know it's not like i live down there anymore but i mean yeah of course having my family and friends and you know fans and stuff like that all there will be will be fun and um yeah i think it's interesting i mean i don't know what his motivation is behind it but i would assume that it's connected to his seven brand and trying to you know mm-hmm. put it out there and go on go on that especially you know some of the things that I've heard from from that, but yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think it's great. It's a great thing. I think uh, uh, we have a, we have a fun rivalry. It's, it's kept the you know it's kept it's, the juices flowing for many years, and it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's coming a, back so since one since two thousand two. Come on, dude, right? You yeah. did it two thousand two, right? Yeah, it's a tight track well, too. I mean, so you guys are gonna yeah, you guys are gonna come right. together at some point. Yeah, you would think so, right? <laughs> <laughs> you would stew, I mean, man. <laughs> It's gonna happen. And, you know, the thing is, is that I heard that they're gonna put up a bunch of money for the local guys if they beat us. So then you never know what they're gonna do. Oh, Come geez. out swinging, <laughs> yeah. try to kill us. Okay, I'm, I'm flying to Australia. <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah. see that. Right, right. I've never <laughs> been there. That might be the good, uh, good gonna, reason to go. They're gonna have a cage yeah. with, with like a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> in it in the middle of the arena. And if you beat Stuart <laughs> Chad, this hundred thousand will rain down on you. <laughs> Yeah, oh, me and James might be just like, oh, geez, have it, boys. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, that should be good. I'm in, looking forward to that. I, I, uh, I know Eric's got something behind it, and uh, um, it'd be great to go down there and see that. Because, like I said, you two guys, I, you know, I mean, look, I think you're both race. I think you both have multiple years left in you, and you have certainly the entire 2016 Supercross series where you will probably see each other at some point. But it's just neat to see you guys on a tight track, you two, the superstars that have so much gone on between you two. I mean, good God, you could write a book about it, but I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it should be fun. And like I said, I'm looking forward to it being, you know, down there. It'd be Obviously, I think it's going to be different than what it normally is here. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, super, t- you know, really tight track. And, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Well, hey, uh, thank you for coming on tonight. Appreciate it. I knew, you know, like I said, it's always good to catch up with you and find out what's going on and, and you know, talk about your, your Yamaha and how you like that and um, all that. So it should be fun and looking forward to seeing you get th- something done. And, uh, and yeah, like I said, I think you got multiple years in you and, and more wins. It's always good. That's the plan. That's the plan. Thanks, guys. All right. Good time coming on. All right. Good. Thank you, man. See you. Uh, Vortex Racing, you're bringing you Chad Reed. Always a good interview. Hey, 
David, you there? I'm here. No, not you. This Dave. Dave, you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. You got. You've been on hold a long time. You have a motocross the nation's question for David Villeman. Yeah, I don't mind being on hold. It's my data plan. Okay. Hey, uh, uh, you get things straight. You are a great podcaster, but until you get Larry Ward on, you're just mediocre. Dude, I told you. I told you. Larry Ward is never coming on. You got to get him. Um, anyway, this is for uh, Villeman, yep. uh, the best best co-host out there. Oh wow! Hey, uh, wow okay. Hey, I, I, I uh, when you this is, you were on there before saying when you go to Barcy in uh, overseas races to make money, you have to insure your Yamaha contract um, for like forty grand to go to the overseas races. It actually was on like the last show you were on, I, I think. Um, when you go to when these guys go to the designation, do they have to? Ensure their contract in case they do get hurt at a race that doesn't pay any money or it's all about pride. How does that work? Because this is all Yamaha show. Yeah, that's a good question. Actually, for me, I didn't have to take insurance to go to this nation anytime. They never asked me to do it. Yeah. Um, that was almost like. Um, the manufacturer accepted the risks. Yeah, yeah, they accepted that race. They don't make want to make you pay. But if I wanted to do Brosi, Barcelona, Geneva, all the big races yeah. where we used to make good money, uh, uh, and they were scared that we would get hurt, you know, and yeah. they still have to pay your big contract. So we would ensure, you know, take a policy for the amount of the contract for that year. Yeah. And... Uh, so basically, I was kind of riding one race for free, basically. Yeah, you, you would and have then, to do a few of them to make sure yeah, that contract. It wouldn't, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't make sense to do only one. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, it was up to, and not everybody does it. Not everybody take yeah. one, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, around 40000 for What's, three races. What was the largest amount you ever turned down to start a off-season Supercross race to, to, to go there? Uh, what was the race where you just said, nah? When I was, you know, Sometimes 35, yep. you know, 40 grand, yeah, you yeah. know, if it doesn't fit the schedule or if you have to test or you have yeah, to yeah. say, no, there's priorities, you know, priority is still the U.S. championship. It's good to do those races, but it's not really for the money. We didn't really do for the money. I wanted to do them because, you know, Geneva is uh, at the French border. So it's family, yeah. friends, a lot of French people. Bercy is... Uh, the best race for me, like I grew up when I was eight years old, that was the yeah. only race. I did not care about anything else. So that was something I wanted to do. Right. But um, and it was fun. Yeah. You know, you race all your uh, in, I would say, all style uh, country. You know, yeah, yeah. for us because yeah. we don't re we have fans, but you know, yeah, it's not like that. It's a minority in the stands. You know, and then when you go and race against French. Uh, in front of French fans, it's it's actually that's what we live for. Mm -hmm. You know, we need we need to win, but we need to have the the crowd with it too. Yeah. you know, to make it yeah. good. All right, thanks, David. Well, thank you guys. Have a good show. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, first commercial break of the night. Paul Pemex show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. The amazing and great and future and former uh, MXDN winner. David Villeman in studio with us all night. Cooper Webb still coming up. Jason Thomas coming up. And uh, much more. Thanks for listening and uh, stick around. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, 
And flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing. You'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. Next show is brought to you by btosports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX when playing. Placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane 
insane stunts and the craziest contraptions ever, plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun. In all, there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the USA. Combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked up bigger than ever Nitro Giganoramp, this is truly a visual experience never seen before. Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shearmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pike's mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brayton. I work for Justin Marshall. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. That's the best thing. Yeah, it's like you've got to run Galfer. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Anderson? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. attention let's talk about wheels wusa based in orange county california the nation's leading supplier of high quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport they carry the top brands like talon kite did excel as well as galfer and brembo brakes all the w wheels are built by the same guys that build chad reed's wheels whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels w can get what you need Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels just because you paid. $500 per set of wheels. You're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. 
Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is... Factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's a win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys.
13th or 14th time seeing them. So Overkill. <laughs> what about your music next commercial break? You want to talk about Overkill. It's a great. Nobody knows it. Stay tuned, everybody, for DV's no, weird music choice. I always find the good stuff, buddy. I don't need the big blockbuster. I don't need the big bands. BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Welcoming you back to the Pulp Mech Show. David Villeman in studio. Great, David Villeman, former factory rider, former GP winner, former Supercross winner, former Motocross winner, former Stade de France winner, former Bercy winner. Did I miss anything? I won a lot of races. I, I know you I never did. won a championship. I, I know. The, the 125 West Supercross showdown with Dowd, I would have put a lot of money on you beating the 40-year-old John Dowd in Supercross, but the uh, last race... we got to blame uh, Sean Perordio for Didn't have it for you at the last race. Uh, what do you think of Reedy's interview? Good? Good. Yeah. I love how you just like, like, oh, obviously, look, it's Chad Reed. You're, you're bros with him, you know? Um, you know, so that, whatever. But I just like how you're, like, not scared to lay it out with him. It's good. I like right. that. Well, I just, I know, it's good. It's a good interview. It's good stuff to hear you and him talk, you know? You're not really intimidated by Chad or care who the, the you know, you're just going to give your, your opinion. Hey, what's going on? So, yeah, I'll be more intimidated yeah. by Bratshaw than... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I know this, and I'm not saying. No, it, but, but I know, yeah, I know but how you are. Yeah. We 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 spend so much time, you know, like yeah, together, and so I've known him. Obviously, I've been out for a while, but yeah, you know, oh, we've yeah. known him for so long. Yeah, no, it's good to hear from Chad Reed. Looking like he's going to be on Yamaha next year, and of course, he couldn't say much, but uh, that's what we hear. Uh, RoostMX.net. These guys have been in business for uh, for a ton of time. And a great company, of course, the sponsors of the Cycle Trader, Rock River Team, and 48-hour turnaround. They got a Pulp Nation section on their website. Uh, Pulp MX shirts, stickers, bike graphics. Pulp, type in Pulp Nation saves 20% on anything they have, and uh, custom graphics for your bike, uh, for your trailer, for your. Uh, Stands anything you want, they got it. The guys at uh, Roost MX have been a part of the show this year, and we're, we're pumped to have them on. And they welcome our Team USA Motocross the Nation's hero, guy who uh, laid it all out there. Um, rookie on the team, I thought it was a great ride. And uh, David Villam and myself welcome Cooper Webb to the show. What's up, Coop? How are you? Hey guys, how's it going? All good here. How are you? Uh, are you still pissed? Are you okay? How are you, how how are we doing with the loss at the, in France? <laughs> uh, I'm doing good. Okay. Uh, are you sore? How was the race itself after two days of uh, all that? Yeah, it was not too bad. Just I got a couple of bruises from the <laughs> from the rocks for mm -hmm. sure. Those 450 guys, but uh, yeah, 
Nah, not not too bad. It's a long day of flying, but yeah, all good. Yeah, really, right? Um, overall, I thought uh, we talked about the race the whole first hour of the show almost. And, uh, I mean, really, like, I think you guys were underdogs coming in to those guys. And at the end of the day, you lost by two points, a couple more passes, and Team USA would have won. I thought all three of you guys yeah. rode great. I think it was, uh, you know, you just got to tip your visor to France. I, maybe you don't want to, but I thought you guys did great. Yeah, no, I think we did. I mean, it's it's obviously tough to, you know, go all the way there and, and lose by that close, especially uh-huh. when, you know, you're going and leading. But I think, uh, you know, obviously France's team was really strong, and I think everybody knew that coming in with it, you know, being in France, all that, you know, mm-hmm. they definitely had the advantage. So, um, you know, I think obviously we all, you know, fought hard and yeah. did good. I think, uh, you know, we obviously did a lot better than I think a lot of people thought we were going to do. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, I was, I was happy with, with myself. I mean, obviously I can, you know, sit here and look back on what I should have, should have, could have, would have. But uh, right. I think overall, you know, I can't be, too upset about how we did. 702-586-PULP. You got a question for our star Yamaha's Cooper Webb. He's on the Pulp Mech Show. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things. Um, if if One of the ifs that you can think about at night was, you know, Barsha said, hey, man, Coop was riding great. I moved over. I let him by, which is, you know, what we talked about before the race. Yeah. And then you go and stall it. Uh, didn't, didn't hurt you too much, but that's three, four, five seconds that uh, sucked, yeah. sucked for you, just stalling it right there. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. No, when it happened, because Justin had actually just kind of, you know, let me by, and mm-hmm. uh, I felt because we were still, you know, right, right there with. I think Paulin was the one actually right in front of us. So, yeah. You know, when I did start, I lost obviously some time, and I actually lost a couple positions. So, mm-hmm. had to get those back, and yeah, you know, just it was a bummer uh, for sure. But like I said, I think uh, we both rode really good, and I mean, it just so happened that. We didn't get good starts on that last one, which yeah you know, wasn't wasn't ideal. But I felt like we came through good. And, I mean, like I said, we we gave it our all for sure. The uh, the start in the third moto, I talked to Justin about it and Roger. I didn't get a chance to talk to you about it, but Justin said his he just his reactions were off a little bit, and uh, Roger thought that he spun, got some wheels spun uh, spin on uh, um, on the other side of the gate. What do you think? What happened in your end of things as far as both you and Justin? Uh, you know, didn't uh, didn't pull as good a starts as you had been pulling at that in that third moto. Um, for me, I felt like they had. Uh, kind of dropped it a little earlier than they had been. Okay. Uh, I think I, w- I was late for sure and just yeah. got pent. Um, I was I was on. They gave me the inside gate and um, basically everybody except Justin and Roman were were on that inside. So mm-hmm. once I was late, I I just got pinched by all those guys and right. That was about it. So, uh, but the gate was weird, man. They they used. Um, I'd never seen anything like it. It was like a a pin that came to the side and then it dropped and oh, okay. the gates were like straight up in the air. But uh You know what he's talking know. about? You know what he's talking about, D V? The gates at Erne? Yeah. What's what's yeah. What, what's what's wrong? Uh, the thing is What'd you guys do, you French? No, what'd the, you do, D V No, it's not in France nobody has the same gate. Oh, they're all in different. GPs, yeah, yeah. All the, it's all the, you go to every track, it's a different system. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the U.S., they're all the huh. same yeah, maker, yeah. you know. Right. 
But in Europe, it's every weekend it changes, so you have to figure it out. Some are really low, some are really straight, yeah, which yeah. is weird. So they, when they straight, they go down really slow. Right. So yeah, it's it's challenging. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I guess I'm guessing Cooper that you've seen enough of Roman Fabra, and he's probably seen enough of you. <laughs> you guys, the last <laughs> the last two weeks, you two. I mean, it's been good. It's been great racing to watch. But uh, both of you guys are probably just about sick of each other. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, for sure. He's nice. Nah, he's, he's he's a bad dude. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. a lot of people. I mean, I, I, you know, I try to keep up with the GPs and stuff, and mm-hmm. I knew coming in, you know, he was definitely going to be the fastest guy, and uh, you know, I I knew he was. He typically didn't get, which I typically don't get great starts too. So right. I don't know what happened once I got on the 450, but <laughs> I knew once, you know, I got a good start, he'd be coming, and uh, he was every time. You know, I could I could count on it. Well, dude, how about fifth lap, he was going to be there. So. How about that crowd? You probably knew that was coming, too. Oh, my oh, God. Jesus, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it was insane, especially, I mean, because they would, you know, they would yell no matter what when, when you would come around on that side, like mm-hmm. on that hillside, and earn, and you couldn't tell if he was, you know, on on top of you or if he <laughs> yeah. was five seconds back. You know, yeah. They made it they made it known, you know, that yeah. something was happening. So it was pretty crazy. I mean, and what was cool for at least for a spectator, like you can see the whole the whole track uh, on the other hill, and you know, I thought that was pretty cool. Is to go to a motocross race where you can see everything. It almost yeah. felt like, you know, you're in a stadium just the way they the hills were and stuff mm-hmm. so i thought that was pretty cool but yeah they i mean you could tell the <laughs> when you'd come around nobody was cheering for you it was just well especially because like in your in your moto you had about a three to four second lead so you were kind of by yourself cruising and you know you're probably like where's this guy like what's going i don't see i see my pit board tells me i'm good like and yet here comes this crowd you probably know that's exactly how like, yeah. i came around you know, second, third lap, and I, I could see him. You know, you'd have your spots where you can see how far back they are. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, did this guy just go freaking five seconds lap faster than me, or like, <laughs> are these guys just amped? Or... Yeah. Uh, how? <laughs> but, uh, how was uh yeah he was he's good he's a world class rider DV and I talked about him a little bit he's been impressive this year man and uh, you got to yeah. tip your visor to him and, and and whatever I'm sure you two will be seeing each other a lot over the next say ten years you know <laughs> like bursies and disnations and all that kind of stuff uh, yeah how are the nerves and everything I mean obviously you're a rookie on the team you're riding a 450 like was it you know racing in France with all these crazy dudes there how how was that for you were you able to handle all that. Yeah, it was actually a lot better than I thought it'd be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think doing the GP helped with that quite a bit because I was, I was actually for some reason pretty nervous at the GP and. Uh, mm, okay. Yeah. But I was pretty glad I did that. So once I knew, you know, I got to France, I kind of knew, you know, how these how they raced and you know who. Because right. you you see all their names and stuff. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. You, you don't know who actually is you know going to be able to you know, run the pace and for how long are they going to be able to run it mm-hmm. such and such. So it was good there, but you know, with those fans and the way the track was just being so tight and it was so easy to make a mistake that, you know, I think the, the main thing was if you could ride, you know, not tighten up, that was huge. Right. That's what I had heard, which I felt pretty, 
pretty good all day. But, you know, talking to Justin and, and Jeremy, that was what they kind of struggled with mm-hmm. um, at the beginning of the race is just tightening up really bad just with the crowd. And like I said, with you made, you know, it was easy to make a mistake. So, um, yep. and even talking to some of the other, you know, European riders, they were saying the same thing. Just, you know, they were, everybody was, I guess, kind of tightening up. And it was one of those tracks where, you know, it was just so tricky that one mistake could, could cost you a lot. Um, I, uh, I was talking to Dean Baker from JGR and I, I said, Hey, are these guys getting like? What, what, are these guys getting out of third gear? And he's like, "Nope." And I mean, obviously they have some different gearing, but I thought of the track. I mean, look, the racing was great, and I'm not saying that you know the track was why the France French guys won, but it was tight. The start meant a ton, which I mean, the starts are important anyways. But on yeah. that race, it meant a ton, and like, I don't know, I just wasn't that pumped on the track. Obviously, the atmosphere and the viewing, like you mentioned, were were incredible, but. Gee whiz, like trying to push on that track, trying to stay out of, you're in third gear, and then, you know, trying to, you got to kind of wait for a mistake. Like, that's kind of what has to happen. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it was, um, it was difficult to pass, but um, it, it definitely, you had to be technical on that track, which, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. I mean, yeah. uh, with just the way it was, like I told them, it isn't like here in America where, you can hit the main line and all day and just, you know, hit the bumps. And if you get kicked, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Where if you're hitting the main line there, like you're going way slower. So I thought that <laughs> right. was pretty cool. You know, you had to really find those smooth lines and those edges where yep. nobody else was going, which by the end of the day, they're, they're, it was rough everywhere. So, right. I mean, I would say, yeah, um, it was definitely hard to pass, but um, I thought it was, it definitely showed, you know, some you had to have some technique to to go fast, and uh, yeah. But yeah, like you said, you just had to be smooth. And it was definitely tricky on a 450. I mean, right, especially going from Glen Helen to there. It was <laughs> right, totally good point. Different. Yeah, it's a good point, right? Yeah, Marvin so, and, and Martin had basically the same lap times as you guys. You know, and that, I think yeah. that, I think that's a good indication. Or, or in Marvin's case, he was faster in that first moto. Yeah, when well, I think yeah, exactly. I think a 250 would would almost be you know because it was so tight. Um, I'm sure it had its advantages, and the way you know there was that one hill where horsepower mattered, but other yeah. than that, you know, it was just quick ups and and downs. So hey, that um that th- that downhill triple looked fun, was it or no? <laughs> it was fun, but you would that downhill. But then uh, afterwards, Saturday, it was <laughs> it was pretty pretty. Right, I had bumps everywhere, but it got pretty rutted as well, and. Mm-hmm. You would land off that triple, and you know, if you cased it just a little bit, you were bouncing <laughs> straight into like just a freaking yeah. mess. Right. Hey, so, um, hey, Cooper, this is David. Um, how was it to um, to learn the track with only one practice on Saturday and and going straight to the qualifier race? That was pretty difficult uh, for me. It's I, I feel like I, I, I can learn tracks. Um, fairly, you know, quickly, but my setup was actually, I felt pretty far off. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we were too stiff. Um, so actually practice for me was, was kind of a disaster. We were trying things left and right. And we actually made a lot of changes to the qualifying race. And, um, luckily it was, it was good, but it was definitely tough because I'm, I'm not great 
in practice even here in the states but you mm-hmm. know i was i was pretty far off of those guys so to be able to you know talk to the team and us change really everything forks shots, oh really huh uh, yeah i was a big tires yeah everything <laughs> to you know all right here yeah. we go into the qualifier race to try to you know <laughs> run right, right right here's here's so, that no, yeah. it was good though I yeah mean, Here's uh, 40 minutes to learn a track that the French have been riding on, and uh, this counts for gate pick. Good luck. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. the nice thing about their practices, which I find nice, is they're not timed. I mean, it was at the the GP, but the nation, you know, you get that whole time. To, it's it is a free practice, which, yeah. in my opinion, is is better. You get to you know learn the track, work on lines, and you, right. you have time to make changes. I mean, you can't make. I guess if you wanted to, you could make big changes, but um, to me, it just makes, yeah. you know, I think the track a little better and stuff like that. So I, I was actually a fan of the way it was because the qualifying race was important, but, you know, mm-hmm. in my sense, we were already pretty much locked in the second gate pick anyway. So yeah, yeah. That's even, you know, was kind of our game plan. Just go try to, you know, learn the track some more and get your bike dialed and, you know, be ready for Sunday. So. We uh, we had Chad Reed on earlier, and you know he didn't go, but we talked about those nations, and, and he made a good point where like, man, it's in a bad part of the year for our schedule. We got Red Bull straight rhythm, right? we got Monster Energy coming up, and you guys stopped at Indiana. Now, okay, you you know you you missed some nationals with an injury, and you 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 only yeah. did the half the Supercross series because you're still in two fifties. But the point being that Chad was making, and uh, and I want to ask you about this is like after Indiana. Like, you never really stopped, have you? It's been probably yeah. wide open for you on a 450, racing a Glen Helen at 160 degrees, and then flying to France. Like, this, you're ready for a break, I'm guessing. Yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. I, it is tough. I mean, like, like you said, for me, I had that injury, so I was still, you know, mm-hmm. really motivated, actually. Um, but I can see, you know, especially if you're on a 450 schedule after all the supercrosses, all the outdoors, and then you. Mm-hmm. Basically, have to train another month until donations, and then yeah, you yeah. know you have Monster Cup and straight rhythm right away. And I mean the the thing is, which is, I mean you represent your country, and I thought you know for me that was a huge honor, and yeah. it was awesome. But I, I I can see you know from yeah. Dunge's aspect, and you know even Chad's, you know after doing it for so many years, how how it can get, you know, a bit overwhelming. Right. And, I mean, realistically, too, you're you're not making – not that it's about the money, but you're no. not making yeah, yeah. any money. But yeah, exactly. I mean, let's talk about like, yeah, you're not making a dime. At, at, no, at the, it, at it's the... costing your team a lot, too, right. which, I mean, yeah. you know, is whatever. It's part of it. But... Yeah, USGP and as nations, Cooper Webb, zero money. Zilch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I pulled a whole shot and – they paid for that, and that was about it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, a thousand bucks. Yeah. So, oh. I mean, it is what it is. But like I said, you know, you you take those risks, especially with two days. I mean, if you were, uh, you know, to take a an injury, especially overseas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you don't like to think of stuff like that, but yeah, yeah, you know, it's there. Right. What was the um, the difference in fitness? Uh, you've raced, you know. Um, 250s for a while and then all the um, most of the summer but um, uh, jumping on a 450 what, did you have a hard time with uh, adjusting your 
riding style and your fitness? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I, I mean, basically, for me, I had to just you know sit back and say, All right, you know, this is a four fifty. You can't you can't ride like a two fifty. It's not going to feel like a two fifty. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have to learn how to ride it. So that's what we tried doing. I, I struggled um, actually for the first two weeks. I, I struggled quite a bit with set up and, and just trying to ride it. Just, right. you know, compared to your 250, obviously they're heavier and everything like that. But to me, it just felt so much stiffer. So it was, it was hard, especially for me being a lighter, you know, rider, mm-hmm. uh, at least on the 450 to try to find a setting that is soft. And what made it difficult too is, I mean, right now, California, it's, it's tough to test. So, uh, especially for, you know, as rough as, as that track was, right. Um, but no, we figured it out. Um, I mean, we we did a lot of testing and rode a lot. I mean, we we like you said after Indiana, we yeah, kind of it was just boot camp. That's what it kind of felt like. You know, I was trying to get acclimated to it. So yeah, um, and the you know, U.S. is only one day, so I kind of <laughs> learned that at going hell, and I I learned you know on Saturday you, yeah. you don't really want to yeah, you know, do too much. Because Sunday is all that matters. Do you, do you um, did you feel you you were lacking a little uh, intensity um, as the nations? Seeing like you ride on the 250, like uh, yeah, the good you know Melville and Red Bird or whatever. Uh, it seems like you were kind of like maybe not cautious, but really not really pushing it at uh, yeah. at these nations. I, you know what? I agree. He it, yeah, because Coop, you're you normally. You're, you're pretty exciting to watch. Like your your balls out, and you were a little more reserved. Maybe it was the size of the bike. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was. I felt like um, for me, it was. I tried to smooth it out a lot once I did get on the 450. So mm-hmm. it's hard to, you know, try to be smooth and also have aggression. I mean, that's yeah. what we always look for. But right. it's hard to put it all together and. I think just the way that track was and, and all the pressure of, all right, you, you can't really afford to have a bad moto. Yeah. Um, definitely adds to that. But, yeah, I, I would agree. You know, I, I even told told the guys I felt like if I could have come to – because every time Fevro would get by me, I would loosen up and, and start riding better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what I told him. I was like, man, if I could just ride like that, you know, when I was in the lead – Mm-hmm. Uh, it would make it, you know, not saying I, yeah, yeah, no, I would have won or anything, right, but right. at least, you know, maybe been able to lead more and made it more of a, a challenge for sure. So do you, do you think, uh, you know, for sure. Do you think that's the fitness? You, were you trying to manage your um, your fitness during the motos? Um, maybe you did not know you could ride, you know, balls out two motos on a 450 or yeah, yeah, no. Um, you know, I, I think I always have that in the back of my head. I mean, I feel like I'm in, in good shape, but, you know, you never know. Um, for Like I said, I think for me, just I was I was pretty worried about throwing the way. Yeah, making a mistake, uh, right, yeah. Yeah. It's, so, a lot of, it's a lot of pressure, you know, for, yeah. <laughs> especially like a rookie for Morocco's nation, like yeah. for the the biggest country, you know, 
yeah. in the world for oh. motocross. So yeah. I, it has to be a lot of pressure. Dude, I went as a mechanic and I was shitting my pants. <laughs> I'm like, I'm freaking out because I'm like, what if I don't tighten this bolt? You yeah. know? I mean, I was, yeah. Plus, you're but not American, like, so. I mean, yeah. like, you, like you said, I think, you know, now that I know, you know, I have a year and I learned how it's all about, I mm-hmm. think, you know, if I go back or whatever, I'll, I'll be able to be more relaxed. But right. um, that was definitely definitely a big part of it. I have no doubt you'll be going many more times for uh, for America over the years. Uh, RoostMX.net bringing you Cooper Webb on the show. Use Pulp Nation to save yourself 20%. Uh, hey, was your bike, uh, did JGR help with your 450 at all? Was that more of a factory Yamaha effort with uh, Dino Dan and uh, Bob and the guys? It was uh, all factory yeah. Yamaha. Okay. Um, I mean, JGR was, it was that was the nice thing about, you know, obviously it being an all Yamaha team is Everybody was willing to help, and uh, mm-hmm. especially once we got there, you know, JGR was was keen to help, and you know, obviously the guys on Star Wars too. So. Right. Um, uh, but no, it was factory Yamaha. Okay. What uh, what's going on with you and this Irish guy? Do we want to talk about that? What happened? All the <laughs> all the Irish reporters are telling me, journalists are telling me that you wanted to fight some Irish guy, and he you were pissed at him because he, he he chopped you off. Well, I didn't see any of this. I missed uh, it. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I was I was upset. Uh, okay. It was in the qualifying race. Oh, okay. He was a lap down, and um, he had looked because there was he was battling with the lapper, which right. I, mean, I totally understand. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're they're racing too, and you know they had both, you know, kind of swung to the outside. Fabry got by, and you know I wasn't on his wheel by any means, but I was still right there. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. the guy that. Um, he was battling. Uh, I'm not even sure right. the Irish guy's name, but uh, the guy he was battling that was in front of him looked over, moved out of the way. Mm-hmm. The the Irish guy passed him <laughs> and That's didn't a... get out of the way for you know the next right. straight whatever. Yeah. And then he looks back, sees it's me, and the split right before the finish line. There was that little drop off, and he yeah. looks back at the drop off. Saw I was going to the inside, and just goes to the inside. And from the from the I, out from the outside of the split lane there. Yeah. Well, no, like going oh. down that. Drop oh, going down the yeah. Okay. Was, he, After that, yeah. He was going to go outside, looked back, and went inside. And I was just like, you know, maybe the only thing I can think of, maybe he thought I was the guy he was racing. Yeah. So when we got off the track, I just. You know, I tapped him, like, to get his attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he thought I was trying to fight, like, instantly. Right, right. Irish, and, the Irish, they're always causing troubles. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I was telling I was like, look, man, like, I'm not calling you out or anything. And he was freaking out. Oh, we're in our own race, too. We're trying to make the show, this and that. You're just a, you know, well, I can't really say, but. And right. I was like, look, I, I respect that. But at the same time, like, you could have cost us both to go down. Yeah. And. You know, you it wasn't like you made the pass on your guy. Okay, then get out of the way. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, it happened. Blue flag. Right, it happens all the time. Uh, passing a dude who who does move over and then you sneak him. That was a Kyle Lewis move for about yeah. a dozen years. So I get it. But yeah, once you see that, okay, look, I kind of dirtied my guy by getting him while he moved over for the leader. 
or the one of the leaders. But uh, yeah, then move over, right? Ken Lewis was the yeah. worst guy to laugh. Oh, he, I know he was. In the history of Supercross. <laughs> I know, because he used to <laughs> he used to try to race with you guys. to yeah. get, get Horrible. The, yeah. Every time I saw a comment, I was like, dude, him again? <laughs> yeah. no, I know, I've seen it. That was Kyle Lewis. That was a patented move. They should have called it that. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, and I, I was pretty bummed, because like... Yeah. You know, the lappers were bad anyway, but in the qualifying race, you know, I did get passed with the lapper getting in the way. So yeah, you're, I was, su- you're I super was pissed. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And it's that, it's that guy from Glen Helen again. Yeah, so you're like, I kept kicking <laughs> my ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've got a question for you from uh, from Kyle. Kyle, what's your uh, question for Cooper Webb? Oh, I just, uh, I just wanted to say that Cooper's a, a damn American hero. I mean, that was a awesome ride. It was like just an awesome event to watch as a fan. It's been kind of, uh, I appreciate it. I've been bummed out as a fan for the last four losses or whatever, but, mm-hmm. and you guys went over there and, and just gave them everything to last moto. So, um, you didn't look too thrilled on the podium and I get that, <laughs> but man, it was an awesome ride. You guys should be very proud. Thank you. Uh, hey Kyle, you should have saw him at the press conference. <laughs> it looked like it was the last place he wanted to be was sitting there in the <laughs> press conference. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and I mean that's just like that's unbelievable to put in all that effort after the nationals are over to get yourself yeah. fit for the 450 and everything. So, um, just as an American fan, I want to say thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, but, I, I, you know, I got it was good that you know when like you said when we train that extra month and yeah put all this in you know, into trying to win it. It's obviously a hard pill to swallow. I mean, looking back now, you know, I'm content with the way I rode and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as a racer, you're never happy to lose. Well, Kyle, I got to say, I've been to, I've been to these things the last 10 years and the USA is, has lost four in a row, which is, you know, whatever it happens. But this year, man, I, I can't fault any of these guys. They lost by two points. Um, to a team that was from that country that knows that track and that are all great riders also like you can't you can't crit- like sometimes just teams lose like whatever you, I, I felt in the past I don't know what's been going on with Dunge but he's not been the same guy Justin was was okay at the last couple um, Blake Baggett even when the team won I'm like what's going on is that Blake Baggett out there like there's been these things yeah. where, where I've been like what's going on with, our, with this Team USA guys because I watch these guys all year this year they rolled their balls off. Everybody did. Uh, Jeremy Martin got beat by Marvin in both motos and was right there, though. If Marvin would have made one yeah. mistake, he would have got, got by him. You know, just one of those things, Kyle. So and it came yeah. out to it, it came to the stall really on the last moto. It did. It did. You know, yeah. Cooper and 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 if, Bosha, they were outside the top ten when the older yeah. guys were in front, and then they uh, they caught up. Uh, no, if if Cooper comes out second, like Favre. And uh, Barsha comes out sixth, seventh, like Paulin, and the other the French guys have the USA guys start. It's over. USA wins. Yeah. So it's so as easy as that. Our, if, yeah. Our it, strategy. It, if uh, Cooper would have passed uh, Gauthier in the last moto, so one position, and then uh, Barsha would pass Townley, then USA would have won with one point yeah. ahead of yeah. the France. Right. It's as easy um, as that. And when you have to, what I said it at the beginning of the show is the USA at 33 points last year. Yeah. With yeah. Benji, Tomac, and, and Martin. Yep. And that was the A team, you know. Right. And, you know, everybody says, oh, that was a B team or whatever. We should have sent this and that. But 
they got second with 16 points. They scored yeah. half of the point the other guys did last year on a track yeah. that was similar to a Millville or Redbud. Last Latvia, year. yes, yeah. Latvia last yeah, year right, right. was, and you know, Tomac is great there. Also, Denji, obviously, uh, Martin is great on the tracks like that. So, I think you gotta give props to to this uh, American team. I think they actually did very, very good. I think they they did way better than most people thought. Right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, uh, Coop, what question in the chat room for you? Air Forks or Spring Forks for you at the Disney Nations? Uh, we went back to spring. Went back to spring. Okay. Yeah. God, yeah. I can't. I can't keep track of you, dudes, and um, and, and, you're, <laughs> and you're switching between these forks. Chad hates air forks. He's got air forks on his Yamaha right now. I have no idea why. Yeah, it was funny. I was texting him uh, a little bit, like when I was going to the test and stuff, and just trying to pick his brain. And that's what he was saying. You know, he was like, "Oh, I actually like the. I really like the air forks on the Yamaha." I know. And I was. <laughs> Which I, I like. I love them on my 250. Yep. But uh, with the 450 having limited kind of time, it, it was. Went back. I noticed the spring forks being quite a bit better. Right. Yeah. I, whoever, whoever invented those um, air forks should be fired. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I can't believe that Reedy, uh, God, he. he dropped so He just went on and on about how much he hates air forks, and then he gets a bike and he puts air forks on them. I'm just yeah. like, whatever, dude. So <laughs> I texted him that, too. I sent him a photo and said, whatever, bro, Air Forks. And he's just like, yeah, I love them. So. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, you know. Yeah, you'll get it working. You have is important. But. Yeah. Well, they're the future, I think, down the road. And I think the suspension guys are learning more about them. And they'll figure them out eventually, you know. So. Yeah. Um, just not for now. Right now, there's some, some pluses and minuses to both of them. So. For sure. What, uh, what's your program now? What's what's going on? Fucking heart uh, rest, resting. Hopefully. Yeah. Now just taking some time off. Uh, I've raced. I'm actually racing the Sugo. The you last are? Japanese national again. Oh my um, god, dude! Stop. Yeah. Stop it. Why are you but, doing? I that? think Canard is going too, right? Yeah, Canard and, and yeah, Kanard and uh, Febra. Oh no! No no oh, no no! Yeah. Not again! <laughs> Not again! <laughs> <laughs> but you're yeah, riding to fifties, right? Uh four fifty. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and uh and Geyser's going too. Tim Geyser? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, I, I heard yeah, because Jeremy's also going. Um <laughs> I, I don't know why or let's, whatever, but let's get this I motherfucker. The manufacturer <laughs> gave this one a big push. Let's get this motherfucker fabric. French. Yeah. Let's get this French fuck. <laughs> well, the good news is we're going to Japan. So, so he doesn't know the track there. Yeah. Hey, he doesn't know the track there. Yeah. You know it. You you raced yeah. last year, right? Yeah, I raced it last year. So see, you, it's actually a. I actually really like that track too. It's it's pretty good. Is that the one at the F1 track or MotoGP track or no? No. Okay. All right. Is it sushi better there than here or what? I've never been to Japan. Nah. <laughs> Definitely not. It's, I mean, it's fresh, but it's, mm. they, they had some weird tradition because that's what I told them. I mean, I, I love the sushi like here, and I told them that and everything, so that's the first thing they took me to. And The way they do it there, it's, it's I guess, by tradition. So yeah. the chef will prep, you know, whatever, eight to ten rolls with you don't get to pick what you want. He puts... <laughs> whatever meat he wants and oh, like that's it yeah. it's, it's normal that's, that's, you know mexicans don't like chipotle you know right. yeah exactly right. <laughs> uh, are you doing monster that's cup good. are you gonna do monster cup no no, no monster cup okay uh, i'm gonna take 
take that off. Yeah. Besides Japan, I'm going to do Japan and then uh, Genoa and, and Lille. You're going to do Lille? Right. Oh, yeah. that, that'll be good. Yeah. Favre's there, yeah. too. Favre's doing Lille? Yeah, I think so. Oh, just wait. He's got his coming at Lille. <laughs> if, it, if, it, if it doesn't work out at Sugo, it's going to work out at Lille. I'll, I'll guarantee that. I, I think uh, I think I read his... Um, his thing? I think I think he's doing Lille. No, I think. We, we got him at Lille. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I know I know Paul Lynn was supposed to... Cause was, I was talking to him, and we were actually... He was supposed to do Japan and then Genoa and Lille as well. But I guess he's having. Uh, I talked to him on Sunday. He's having knee surgery. Yeah, yeah. He was going to do monster. He was going to do monster cup too. But yeah, monster cup. DV said he's got uh, he's got some meniscus issues and a big bump on yeah. his knee. So, um, well, hey, thanks for coming on, Coop. I appreciate. it. I know you you're tired. Like I'm tired too. Jet oh, lags. No jet lags kicking in a little bit. So um, I appreciate you coming on the show. I really wanted to. I didn't get a chance to talk to you after the race, so I wanted to get you on here. And like I said, I, yeah, I I'm no, no bullshit. I think you guys rode great, all three of you. Um, you know, just shit happens, and, and like I said, you'll have another yeah. shot, no doubt. So, <laughs> For sure. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Okay. Talking to you guys. Thanks, Coop. See ya. Yeah, have right. a good night. Later. Uh, net bringing you Cooper Webb. I think he sounded a little tired. Love this guy right here. Um, fucking Favre. He's going to see him in Super. I'd be, I'd be tired, too, coming see... from France so yesterday. Well, what about me? Are you going to give me some props for hanging a, in here? Doing a stupid F- radio F- show that he doesn't want to do. And... Are you going to give me some props here for... Fuck you what did you do? You're uh, right. No motos, no testing, no uh, air wh- force. What about the traveling, Brosif? Did you try uh, business class? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're fine. Oh, okay, I'm fine. All right, well, I'm fine too, so here's a commercial break for you. Pulp Metro. There's B- my song coming up. After this commercial, btosports.com and Fly Racing. My song. And uh, we'll be back with Jason Thomas, and uh, we'll play some segments. More Des Nations talk with uh, the great David Villeman. Welcoming back in studio after uh, three weeks of uh, quitting Moto Forever. He's back. Oh, shut and, up. And we appreciate it. All right, stick around, everybody. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at pictures from back then and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM Race Team and the Heart.
part of the BTL Sports Amateur Motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOSports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. everybody thank you for listening to the pulp mx show that's right hey listen i know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work i would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work pookie how's your suspension i definitely need some work and from who Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And uh, I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Racetech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha's own Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Blighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts and the craziest contraptions ever plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun in all there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the usa combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked up bigger than ever nitro gigana ramp this is truly a visual experience never seen before Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each, plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house, as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! 
The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pope listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all new line of atlas braces are 20% lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Anderson? Then listen up. 
You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know know these these bars bars can take the abuse abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. I got... 
Actually, I was watching a, a TV show, maybe Suits or one of the shows uh, in a Shazam. It wasn't this song, it was yeah, another yeah. song from them. Yep. And then I listened of stuff from them, and I really like that one. So I'm like, yeah, that might, that's gonna be my next uh, song choice. It's really hipster, really. It is hipster. I love it. What the hell happened? W Wheels, W Wheels, uh, great company, great guys. Sponsor half the teams in the pits. Uh, Privateer's Choice of Wheels, Talon, Kite. They got Galfer Brakes even over there. W Wheels, uh, WUSA.com. Check them out, D U B Y A. Check out sponsor deals on PopleMexShow.com if you uh, want a discount from uh, any of our guys that are on our show. We'll help you out. Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces. Dean Wilson was Atlas neck braces. Dean Wilson was there for Great Britain this weekend, put in a couple of good rides. Unfortunately, uh, uh, Max Anstey got landed on DV. Did you see that? Yeah, that was oh, crazy. Not good for Max. His bike Anstey. quit or something? Or? Yeah, I never really got that confirmed, but yeah, that was the move. That his bike, uh, his bike quit, and then a guy landed on top of him. So bad, bad deal for him. Max uh, broke his neck and. Um, Something else. So um, he broke his uh, shoulder blade. Shoulder blade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, bummer for uh, for Max, no doubt about it. And um, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. 
We got uh, the NFAB uh, question of the day coming up. We have the uh, X brand tear offs. We have um, BTOSports.com, Gabby Gibbs, and the Race Tech emails. David Villeman on the show brought to you by Hot Cams tonight. Hot Cams Unleash the Power Within. Use the code uh, HOTCAMS2015 at HOTCAMSINC.com. All pulp listeners, 30% discount. Uh, the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. HOTCAMS, proud supporter of the Pulp Mech Show and its listeners. You also use uh, the, their camshaft. Uh, change the power of your bike. Uh, make it work. Make it uh, smoother. Make it harder hitting. Whatever you want. A cam is super easy to do and a uh, super easy mod to make to your motorcycle. And a bunch of teams in the pits rely on HOTCAMS. And David Villeman on the Pulp Mech Show, presented, presented by HOTCAMS. Um, tonight, so we appreciate that. Also on the line, uh, our regular guest, uh, my travel so partner. This what I shouldn't say. Is stock cams better? No, no. Oh, okay. Can you refrain from from saying that? It's 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 not better in certain instances. No, know? I'm joking. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm joking right. because I got in trouble one day. Did you? Yeah. By me? No, for wheels or whatever. I'm oh doing. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JT, what's up, buddy? Ben. Long time no talk. Yeah, it's been, what, at least uh, 24 hours. 24 hours since we spent 96 hours together <laughs> uh, um, going to France. Uh, JT picked me up Thursday morning at Charles de Gaulle. He was there the previous week in Europe uh, doing some fly racing. Uh, glad, glad. That's his, Europe is his, his uh, second home. <laughs> his nose Good God, you're right about that. Jesus, JT, what, uh, how many trips do you think you made to Europe? Uh, I'm in the 90s. Somewhere. Oh, you are. Oh, you actually yeah. know. You actually know that. Like you, maybe more, yeah, than, more than me. Yeah, really, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, how's things at Fly Racing? Uh, were you back at work today? Did you take a I day? Was. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would have took a day off if I was you. Yeah, well, that's why you work for yourself. Day off with no pay. <sighs> no, nah, every day is a day off for you, Steve. Oh, please, please. I'm producing high content today. And I, From I, your couch, petting dogs. Watching hot old hockey games. <laughs> God damn it, you know me too well. Um, I, and this and this guy too, JT. You should have seen his getup DV this weekend. He was well dressed, fly racing, decked out. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just he's got his immaculate haircut. Somebody has tweeted something about his hair. Did he get mad at you? No, about JT's hair. What yeah. happened to his hair? I don't know. Th- that's what people. Somebody are- asked something. On Twitter, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't really—I didn't know what they were talking about, but they said something about it. This is the style now. But Dino claims JT that he had that two years ago, and all Why? you guys are copying him. Why he has the like the German cut, the German Mac- Nazi Macklemore cut, right? Uh, the Nazi cut. Well, I, I can assure you that no one's copying Dean. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think that Dean like innovated this haircut. No, so. but Dean says he's he was the first one to bring it to America. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. He sure. was the first one in America. With that's a great comment. That's a great comment. That's what he said, bro. I'm just well. Saying. I'm I'm sure that maybe somewhere in his psyche he thinks that, but yeah, people think lots of crazy things. Uh, real quickly, uh, Sean, uh, welcome to the show. You want to ask DV what song that was? Sean. Yeah. What's you want to know what song that was? Yeah, I do. DV, what song was it? It just played. Uh, the guy, it's it's only one guy, but the band, um, it's called uh, The Bones of uh, J.R. Uh, Jones. J.R. Jones, The Bones of J.R. Jones, Sean. Oh, right on. Yeah. All right. Thanks, That's a good song. Thank yeah. you. Yep. But I disagree on it being see, a good song. I think I, I'll give more props than I will Van say, Halen. I don't think we've ever had somebody call into the show to find out desperately what song it was, like that see? guy. So. 
It must, uh, it must be high. <laughs> uh, JT, um, uh, before we get to the race, uh, you and I, a little, little road trip up to Normandy on Thursday. Um, yeah, it's a good time. Lame. Pretty, pretty uh, sobering to, uh, to be there, man. You know I've never been to Omaha Beach. You never went there? No. Uh, it's nothing special. Like it's, I, I guess I was a little underwhelmed by what was there, except you know when you get into the into the museum and everything. But I mean, as far as the beach itself, there was like a couple couple things, you know. So um, pretty heavy, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what I didn't like uh, DV was when we got to the beach. It's Omaha and Juno's, and there's another beach there. Juno, the beach that Canadians took, by the way. Uh, the guys, there were guys on the beach. On four wheelers with parasails, you know, going up and down the beach. Yeah, yeah that's fucked up, man. You what? should, cause you, don't don't be like wee when all the all those thousands of people died there. Like there should be no parasailing in your buggy on Normandy, on oh, Omaha okay, Beach. Okay, so in Manhattan, nobody should be there because there was uh, the terrorist attack. No, but come on, this is different. This yeah, is you, you shouldn't party in New York because no, what that, happened? No, that's apples to oranges. No, it no. is. No, you apples know, to oranges. Stay, stay off the freaking thing. I think that's kind of ridiculous, Steve. Stay off the beach where thousands and thousands of people died. Don't they have a memorial go, there though? Go six miles down and go. Did you go, go to uh, Mont Saint Michel? No, what is no, that? No, we didn't. What, I don't we know. Didn't. That's where uh, Cernic and all those guys went there. Oh. Do you know the? It's like an island uh, with, oh, with a castle yeah. on top. Uh, J Bone went and everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tides it's, go in and out. The and, tide, yeah, yeah right. it's not an island, but when the tide is high, yeah. then the, the road is really high, so you know in the water. But sometimes it's like you can't even get in if the tide is too high. Right, right, it's, right. It, you have to take a boat. It's well, pretty cool. Stay off the beach, at Omaha, on your stupid parasail buggy. You know, just honor that beach. I think that's ridiculous. So nobody should be on there. No. Go to another beach if you want to ride your buggy. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I've never been there, so I don't know. Yeah. We went to uh, Point de Hawk, um, and uh, which DVU said it was something else. Somebody got, had a great uh, comment on the on the chat room. What, Steve? Those men lost their lives so that future generation could ride their four widows on those beaches. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, okay, all right. It's not a That's bad a point. point, right? It's, it's a not point. a bad point. It's a good point. I just think, like, hey, it's, it's guest. So where do you stand is. on these buggies, JT, at, <laughs> on, at, on Omaha, Omaha Beach? Fuck it. Uh, I stood above them on the like on the precipice, watching them. What did you but, think of buggying on that beach? Uh, I don't think they meant they mean any disrespect. So, you know, I, I think it's fine. I mean. Okay. You know, there's a lot of French people that have lost their lives. You know. Oh no, no I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah, no, point, no, no I'm saying. I'm not saying anything about, you know, French versus American or anything else. Maybe it's the grand, the great grandfather or that guy that was riding the buggy or whatever. Well, the, at Point de Hoc, some of the German uh, bomb uh, shelters and machine gun turrets and everything are still there in the ground. And then there's huge bomb marks where the bombs are going off. And you can tour these things, go underground and look, and like there's a little like slit where they, you know, sh- put the guns out, and that was where a bunch of the army rangers, U.S. Army rangers, scaled those cliffs to like free that point, you know. And then there's the museum, like which is like they told you a bunch of stories of the soldiers. Like there's one, this one guy, 19 years old, he got shot uh, coming off the boat. He somehow made it to the beach. He got shot again. Like that was his whole D-Day. Didn't make it to the, sh- didn't make it, you know, 50 yards past the shore. It's just crazy to think about all that stuff, man. It, it was uh, it was cool though to go there. It was neat to all the graves to the American Cemetery there. Yeah. Um, thousands and thousands of just white crosses. So, yeah, gnarly to think about it. 
Um, but, uh, yeah. All right, JT. Fuck it. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more across the nations. So, Do it. how are you doing with this loss two days later? Uh, I'm good. I think, uh, I think the best team won. So, yeah. We, um, what else, you know, what else can you want than that? We had, uh, Cooper on the show and DV and I were talking a lot about it. DV, of course, watched it and stuff. And like DV said, they had 16 points. That is an incredible low total. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that usually wins. Right. So, uh, you know, they, they rode, I'll, I'll be honest, they rode better than I thought they would. And they put in a great performance. Uh, unfortunately, they were just going up against one of the best, you know, mm-hmm. French teams that's ever been assembled on, you know, a French track. So uh, to think that they were going to go in there and beat that group on that track was a pretty big ask, I think. Yeah. And they came uh, close. Especially, yeah, yeah and, and I think it could have even been tougher on them because I, I really don't think that Paul N. rode very well. Uh, the other two were fantastic. Uh, Marvin and, and Roman were incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were they were just uh, world class performances by both of them. Uh, I wasn't all that impressed with Paul N. I haven't really been since he got on the Honda, but um, you know he did enough. You know he certainly mm-hmm. um, backed them up and gave them a, a five. You know that they used as their their score. So nothing to sneeze at. I just thought that he was uh, you know he was beatable. The other two were kind of on on a different level. Right, you know, France uh, won last year with seventeen points. Right, and you yeah, and that was a, and they were strong last year. They yeah, were, yeah, po- yeah, they were great. Gauthier won both motor last year. Yeah, yeah. They had they had uh, seventeen points. The yeah. US got sixteen this year for second. So that's uh, that's pretty amazing. And what did you say USA got last year for third? Thirty, 30 thirty-three, thirty-three. So yeah, I did my own work before I came here. Yeah, very good. Thank you, DB. I thought you were over moto, but apparently you're not. Um, well, the last time we won, we won in in uh, Saint John. Well, the last time we won in the USA, we won in Colorado with twenty three. Mm-hmm. So, just to give you an idea of you know the performance our guys put in, it's nothing to yeah. be ashamed about. Um, that was that was two thousand ten, right? And two thousand eleven was in he, France. Yep, correct. Right. And uh, and JT, how are we feeling still about that French journalist that came into the media room clapping and cheering like an idiot? Who was that? Um, who was that? Do you yeah, know who it was? We, I don't know who it was. I don't know. I don't know. Who I, it was. I mean, I like I understand being excited, and I understand that Europeans typically are more, you know, Expressive. more vocal and more yeah. emotional. Like I get it, but whatever. I, and I'm probably taking it a little personal too. But I'm like, dude, you didn't do anything to win. Like you didn't ride. <laughs> you didn't do anything. Right. Yeah, you know, so. what, a, a good start too in, in France. So Viroporo won one three, and then uh, Dungey went. Two, three. Uh, uh-huh. The USA won with 26 points. Yeah. In, a winning total. In France right. in 2011. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, Baggett had a bad day. Um, yeah, it was one of, uh, it was, yeah, what are you going to do? The third Belgium got 56 points. So, you know, USA and France were, were it. The whole thing boiled down to that start of that third moto, JT. That was it. One th- I mean, honestly, I don't know how you felt, but. I, I mean, I know it's easy to say for me to say that now. When I saw that start, I'm like, it's over. Like, I, I just, yeah. yeah, I mean, right away. I just like, okay. I agree. I mean, the only chance they had was uh, to bo- both of them to beat Paul in by a few spots. They were yeah. going to have to both get some guys in because I don't think either one of them had the pace to beat Febra. I don't, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So they would have both had to get up front, go 2-3, 
and then hope that some guys could get in in between them and Paul in, and that would be the difference because mm-hmm. that's really the only chance they had. You know, if if uh, Favreau goes one, and then those two Americans two three, and then uh, one guy and Polen got fifth. Yeah, that's a five and one. That's six and three and two. It's five. Right. So since they were like tied, yeah. They would they would have won by one, but right. the way when who got fourth in that model? Uh, Bobuchev. Ah, yeah. Bobuchev, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the only came out to if you know Cooper doesn't stall past. Marsha. Uh, um, uh, no, past oh, Poland. Poland, yeah. They tied right there, and then if Borussia doesn't have his kind of like mishap in the middle of the race where Cooper passed him mm-hmm. or he let it go and. And if Borussia can pass Townley, yeah. then they yeah. win. So it's, it's it's right there. It's like there's nothing really. It's really they lost by nothing. Right. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a, it was it was uh, it was a close one. How do we? You know what I really I really think it could have been. Honestly, we probably could have lost a lot worse if Marvin doesn't make that big mistake in the first moto. You know, I think. Mm-hmm. His crash in the first moto opened the door. Yeah, otherwise, what did he get? Fifth. Otherwise, fourth, we're out of it. Fourth, fourth, fourth. He would have got a yeah, second. Four, which yeah. he gets second at least. You know, yeah, maybe, but Cooper crashed too. Cooper crashed uh, the yeah. turn before the triple. Yeah, uh, the true. Daniel triple. Yeah. and then he stole too. So, right. Yeah, know, if if some butts, you're gonna yeah, have yeah. Uh, some. Uh, um, what do we? I forgot to ask Cooper about this, but. How'd you feel, DV, about Cooper's move on Favre in that corner before the? Grandstand area where he cut across the inside and he got to try stuff. Okay, you know, Paul did the same thing though. There's uh, there's nothing you know, mm-hmm. nothing wrong about it. Okay, you know, at All that right. point, you know, it's you, you got to race, you got to pass the guy, you got to right. win. And I think it was actually uh, it was a little too early. You know, he did yeah. it too early, so he had time to square him off. I but. I felt like uh, Cooper was. Like maybe realizing, like, hey, this guy's getting away from me. I'm starting to reach my limit where I'm getting a tad tired. I gotta go one more. One, I, gotta, I gotta do one last thing here to try to try to get this guy. But Paulin, Paulin did the same thing to Ben Horbeek. Same exact move. Yeah, I didn't see that. And jumped the jumped the burn right, right in. I mean, right. so yeah, I mean, it, like I, I saw your facial expression when Cooper did it, and then I watched Paulin do it too. So. It wasn't just Cooper being, you know, wild and crazy. Yeah, yeah, Cooper, yeah. So. No, I felt. I, 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 you know, I didn't think it was on. I didn't think it was one of those. I just was like, oh, that's ballsy right there. So, well, um, you were kind of shaking your head, and I could tell. I could see the the disapproval on your in your face about the move. <laughs> Please, come on. I'm being serious. Hey, in in Bus Creek, you hey, just... actually, I, I, you actually said that was stupid. I thought it was too early because they both could have gone down. I thought it okay. was. Well, I thought it was. I'm just, uh, I'm just vocalizing yeah. right. what your opinion was at the time. I didn't think it was needed at that time. But okay. In Bud's Creek, the U.S. won with eight points. Yeah, I know. Huh? They took out uh, Ferries, uh, fourth place. <laughs> that was the worst thing. Well, guess what's going to happen at Glen Helen in 2017? Same thing. I think so. Right. Cool. Well, close, being, yeah. close. Yeah, ten. Let's say. Let's give them ten. <laughs> but. Uh, um. JT, what about I was talking? I was talking, telling DV and Chad about RM250 guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was. Um, was that probably at the wrong event? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
on the wrong motorcycle at the wrong event. Yeah, I think he uh, he should know better. Like, I'm all for these guys. Like, it's it's a big honor to be at that event. But man, you gotta you gotta know your place too, dude. Like, and and on top you of that, you're not on the level to be out there. On top of that, his bike wasn't exactly you know Carmichael's 05 RM250, you know, barky <laughs> and you know what I mean, like all aggressive sounding. Like it sounded dude, literally like hey, a vacuum cleaner. I raised the nations in uh, in Brazil, uh-huh. and I remember I think we had two or three times uh, guys in the qualifying race, twenty minute race, in twenty minute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know the guy coming from wherever or South I America. I or think this guy was from Israel. I'm not exactly sure, but he was. <laughs> the bike was. I'm kidding. I'm not. I don't know what's wrong with the bike. First of all, the bike was just. You think they? You think they? They shipped it or they bought it? Or? I don't know. It had a seat too. His seat was twelve inches thick. It looked like a couch. <laughs> what she said yeah yeah i was oh that guy he was he was funny but um all right let's take let's do uh let's do the nfab question of the day hey, real hey, quick what, what what about the any fun uh after parties at the alpine star Dude, it's a limoncello shots no, you know you don't understand no shots it hasn't been anything for four years now when america loses yeah, sometimes you have to drink to forget it, it works i've i wasn't leaving the press box <laughs> there was the Belgians were hammering, pounding beers and yeah. blasting techno. They do that every year. When you know, after Namuro, after yeah. Namuro, or one when we won, yeah. uh, Belgium got second, and we actually went to dinner in the same restaurant. Oh yeah, and we had to to drink. We had like a beer competition. Oh, Everybody yeah. drank. Yeah, yeah, like pints and pints are like it's, it's so bad. I gotta say, like I said, I've been to a lot of these things, and when USA loses, it's not the same. When they win, Alpine Star is where it's at, and and there's plenty of shots and drinking going on. When they lose, everybody kind of gets out of there. Although last year, in 05, it was the best. Oh five, it was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ricky Windham limoncello shots. Like at Windham the, was at wasted at the A Star thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like Kevin uh, Kato was <laughs> was wasted. You can. He's going to remember that night for the rest of his life. I'm Albertson sure. was so drunk. Team Puerto Rico's Jimmy Albertson was so drunk that everyone lost him, and he was underneath a truck sleeping. Uh, uh, and then Bobrashev was out of hand the, the one year, the last year that there was it was going off. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, Latvia, though, JT, was a pretty good after party. Was it? Yeah, remember France? We drank all their booze in that little dungeon. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of the track. Yeah, oh, downtown. No, down- I didn't actually. Downtown Riga? Yeah. I didn't really drink too much for some oh, reason. That's a fun city. Downtown Riga is nice. I got wasted. Uh, and I that got, city's cool. Yeah, I like that place. And I got wasted You after. shouldn't say that. Pookie is downstairs. Oh, what does she care? It's not like I picked up on... I had an orgy or something. Hot, uh, lav- hot, hot Latvian. I also... Uh, uh, Lakewood, wasted. Bud's Creek, wasted. <laughs> but when America wins DV, it's on. But it hasn't been on for four years now. It's been weird. Oh, yeah. The France guys were going crazy, but I'm not going to go in there. They had a little, they had like an Alpine store thing. I don't know what it was. French Federation. FFM. Uh, FF, yeah, the, yeah. They have a, yeah, yeah. a little hospitality. hospitality area. And they were going nuts in there. So You can say you're French Canadian. You're fine. Say yeah, I guess bonjour. So. Yeah, hey. Bonjour. Comment ça va? Je m'appelle Steve. Comment ça va? All right. Let's do the NFAP question of the day. The bad question of the day. 
N-Fab.com, probably built in Houston, Texas, USA. Jeep, truck, or SUV parts. Did you see the N-Fab branding all over Barsha's bike? Yeah, that was big. Thomas from N-Fab no, stepped up. No Toyota, huh? Uh, I think they were on there, but smaller. It was basically an N-Fab Yamaha this weekend. So I think the graphics were horrible. Really? They don't look good. I, I think the Yamaha is hard to make look good. Honestly, I know you're going to get mad, DV, but... The Yamaha is hard to make look good. The way the body, I think usually it's a, the bikes, the American bikes, the American yeah, uh, t-shirt and yeah, everything is it, it's, it's on a, point. It's a hideous Yamaha. But but the the graphics, I don't. And JGR is at least they get rid of that. They have a new, they have a different shroud than the stock Yamahas, so they look a little better. But the stock Yamaha is a, is, a, is not a good look for graphics. Oh yeah. Okay. And that subframe, the subframe, you know, is only a gap of eight inches between it. You know, the bottom part. I don't know what they got going on. But um, n-fab.com, so great guys. They support our show, and uh, check them out. Of course, they're a big part of the USA, Team USA. Um, Coy Gibbs had a T-shirt booth there. He was uh, not happy with the sales, very mumbly about the sales. <laughs> <laughs> JT, did, what was the funniest thing Coy said? Did, did you remember anything that stood out? Uh, I don't think he really said anything too crazy. Just... Uh... I him him being in France, you could tell he was just shell shocked by the cultural difference. <laughs> yeah. Coming uh, from Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. All right, here's the NFAB question of the day. It's a broad one, but I just need an answer. I'll I'll, I'll, st- I'll stick with you. Is that for me then? It's for both you and JT. Oh, okay. What's the number one reason, in your eyes? That Team USA has lost four MXDN in a row. Like, what's the number one reason? I know you can go with, like, oh, they just didn't ride well. But, like, what What about it? What's the number one reason? What's going on? USA won 100 years in a row. Now they've lost four. I think, uh, I think their Euros are stepping up. I think uh, okay, so it's that, not, that's it's pretty not much. The, it's not them coming down. It's and Euros then, coming and up. And then the Euros, they basically... Any countries they ride in Europe, it's their home, kind of, yep. because they pretty much know the track they're going to. They don't have to learn. They race a GP at one point uh, on it. And, uh, and like we talk about with Cooper, there's only one practice, one qualifier, stuff to learn the track and be like 100% fast. And I think uh, the Euros are, you know, th- the Euros are motocross specialist they they know how to do uh, a, a fast lap time because that's very important in this series um and the motocross guys in the u.s we are supercross riders great supercross riders amazing supercross riders that rides motocross and that's i think the the big difference you know if you had a supercross of uh, uh, nations. These nations, <laughs> you'll win with a with a, a Z team. You know what I mean, right? But you could win it <laughs> right now. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, and you going to their specialty on their ground, uh, a track they know, um, okay. and 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 I think they stepped up too. I think they're a little better mm-hmm. nowadays than in the nineties and and yeah. even if they were they're all they were scrub- like they're all scrubbing now you know yeah, all if that, there yeah. was a lot of legends in the nineties and the eighties too in Europe right but they were better here and I think we too focus on supercross here you know right. and motocross are different and 
and the last point is obviously the tracks track prep when you go to germany a few years ago the guys are lost bike setup is all over the place yeah you, you see denji's bike in in germany was horrible wow, and lomo too you know you go to lomo very difficult but you know germany was the track was choppy hard mm -hmm. you don't see that you, you saw that red bud in the 90s Angtown in the 90s or early 2000 mm -hmm. they were kind of like that yeah but you don't see it anymore here in the u.s you yeah. do everybody wants to do a millville and a red bud <laughs> <laughs> right? No, Any, you are absolutely right. They bring sand and washugol. Sand, wood chips, and they, water. They brought uh, thousands of sand in a... Uh, Redbird used to be all pack. Yeah. Remember in the yeah, 90s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dusty, shitty. Right. Now, Redbird is like Millville, and all the trucks are the same. Yep. So they I, they, uh, they only know one thing, one bike setup. Okay. And, and when they have to change and adapt to something else, they're lost. Where are the other guys... They know the setup, the change of uh, different soil and everything, yeah. and that's the point. I, uh, I'm not sure, but I think you took D JT's answer. JT? Yeah, I think... Because uh, you've, you, you've been going on about the Supercross prep for a while, about, like, you know, it's eight months of Supercross to four months of outdoors. Yeah, I think, I think that's a big part of it, and, you know, I have a handful of you know, European residents that call me an idiot, but that's fine. I feel like I know more than they do about that perspective. Um, but I also think that the Euro guys are much, much better than they were back then. And if you don't believe me, then go back and watch some of the, the old tapes that Racer X has on right now and look at the technique of those guys. I mean, they look just ancient in what they're doing on the bike compared to what RJ and Jeff Ward and those guys were doing. Right, but you watch now, and and they're basically doing the same thing. You know, everybody's scrubbing and this good technique and incredibly good on the on the bike with you know, their bike skills and all that. So, I just think it's a much more level playing field now. Um, and I think uh, you know, I think it's anybody's race every year now. You know, the the biggest thing I'd like to see is uh, you know America to get their best guys every time. And I know, I know Europe doesn't always have their best guys. I think France had their best team this year, but, you know, uh, obviously, you know, Belgium was missing a guy, Netherlands was missing a guy, and yeah. everybody was missing someone. But uh, I think if, if the race was a little bit held more prestigious, I don't know why that is, but I feel like the American guys look at it as a, kind of a hassle now. Um, and maybe that, that's just my perspective on it. But I think back, you know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, guys like Emig and these guys, they took it like they were really, really uh, serious about the race. And I, I think Barsha took it that way this year. I think he prepared for it and was dead set on doing well there. But I don't necessarily think that's, that's the approach of all of our guys um, anymore. And I think that's, that takes a toll on, it, on the race as well. So... I, but I think if I had to just point to one thing, I think the the Euro guys are just much more on the level um, than they were back then. Um, but if you take last year, for example, yep. Lavia, that's a U.S. track. Very similar. Yeah. Sandy, yep. uh, sand rollers. And there's no excuses. I think the guys, you know, produce what they should have done. You know, they, well, I you think know, Tomac would have won. I think Tomac was the fastest guy. Yeah, but that, Tomac crashed or whatever. And yeah, then, yeah, no, I agree. I understand. You know, but I think Tomac was fast. Like, Tomac was the fastest the, guy. In the last moto, he came back from far and, and, and was catching and stuff. But 
in those races, those type of races, you need to get a start. And we saw it in Erne, the last moto, if you, both of your guys with 450 Yamahas that start, that did all the all shot all year long, you not, you can't start outside the top 10 in, in a moto yeah. that important. Yeah. No. You know, and if, not, you look at, if you look at our team, I mean, there's no way that's our our best possible team we can send. There's it's just it's not. not I mean, but let's say let's put Barsha fourth on the start and Webb fifth. You know, it's a different ball game. Yeah. You know, yeah, I agree. I agree. With that. If if the the two Americans start in front of Poland, then you put pressure on Poland because you got a seventh in the first moto. Uh, you don't care if uh, Romain uh, win the race. Then it's a different ball game. And last year, you know, Dungey wasn't there. You know, it was MIA. Uh, you know, and uh, Martin got hurt. Uh, Tomac crashed. You know, yeah. it's. Um, I was just, uh, I just Googled, um, um, talking about the Europeans. I, I went to the Toshintal GP in 09. Uh, from, I was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. We talked, mm-hmm. we hung out. Here's what I wrote in my column on Racer X. The MX2 is just full of fast GP riders that all ride like Americans. They are scrubbing and attacking the track, and it is definitely different from the MX1 riders. The MX2 kids are a different story. They look like supercross riders, and I'm sure we'll be seeing some of these guys soon. And as everybody in America sees Purcell and looks for the next gem out of the land of Le Big, um, I said, uh, Frassard, Muscan, Roxon, and Goche all look to have futures in America. Who's Goche? Why did I say that? Did I mean Paul in? Yeah. I had to be, right? Oh, yeah. Why would I just, they why would I say Frassard, Muscan, Roxon, and Goche when I, I, I don't mean, know. You're, I mean, you're not really a journalist. So. No, yeah. Good point. Anyways, so I was right on three of them. Anyways, so. Uh, and Frasard just got hurt, so. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I, you're, I believe that's right. I, I think when you look at these kids, they see the videos. They they scrub. They attack. But there's, there's it's no, not about the scrub. No, the but scrub saying, doesn't make no. But way, what no. I'm saying is they ride like all the American kids and uh, aggressiveness, and they're on it. None of this sitting back and sitting upright and like you know what I mean. Yeah, they're just. Changed. I think yeah. uh, Euros got yeah. way better. You know, there's no and like I said. Motocross is their specialty. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they do. None of yeah. none of them really are good in Supercross. You know, Marvin, but the rest we don't know, and they actually don't care. Yeah, Coche. Yeah. I thought Coche when he rode for Star, he was too <laughs> big for the bike. Yeah, it was. It was. But decent. He, was he was decent. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, all right, that's the NFAB question of the day, n-fab.com. Check them out. Uh, you want a deal from them, email me using the uh, contact form on pulpmex.com, Jeep, truck, or SUV parts. You got NFAB steps in your truck? Why don't we get you some? No. Okay. All right. Fine. Be like Blade. that then. <laughs> um, um, and, uh, yeah, we talked about uh, um, Paul in a little bit. But, JT, what was your um, what was your biggest surprise of the event? Like, just any, anything. Just what what'd you think? Biggest surprise. Uh, I would have to say how much better. Well, I don't know. You know what? I, I was actually surprised with Barbershev, but he faded a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Townley was obviously, you know, the story of the event for, you know, on that level. But his his interview kind of makes me not want to talk about him. Um, Why? Why? What do you mean? I don't know. I just, you know, I think he's. Whatever. I, I'm not going to get into it, but... Um, the interview with me say, or the interview on the track? Yeah, yeah, no, with, with you. With oh, you, yeah. did you listen? Yeah. Uh, I read. I read it, yeah. Yeah. Like, what? What? I, what interview? It was a bit of a 
yeah. I don't, my interview with Townley afterwards. It's just like, what do you say? I I said to him, hey man, uh, um, you know, you wrote this track in '05, and you you know you put on a, a great show. And what is it about this track? He's like, nothing, just a track. I'm like, okay. I'm like, uh, you know, you really surprised everybody here, just like you kind of did back in '05. And he's like, that's just the American in you coming out. I was fast. Oh, okay. So you always you were expected to run with Ricky Carmichael, Ben? Was that just normal for you to run with Ricky Carmichael every day? Just yeah, and same as uh, same as this weekend. Everybody expects you to go out and get second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just kind of just rubbed me the wrong way a bit. He's... Well, and I I think there's nothing to be gained. It doesn't serve you to act without humility. I don't think. Yeah. Um, you know, every every big star. That's kind of uh, weird from him like, because talk about guys like Derek Jeter or guys like that. You know what? You know what makes them legendary? Humility. You you listen or you talk to any journalist that's covered them. Um, you talk to people that have been around them, and there's always that current theme. I just don't think anything is gained by um, yeah, you like, know, the absence of humility. Listen so, to that interview I, I did with him, DV, on pulpamex.com. It, I just it was weird. It's weird. Yeah, from Ben. I don't know. I, I don't. It seems, it seems like he's he's a pretty humble and nice guy. You know? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't thought know. I thought he wrote tremendous. And I went to get the scoop and talked to him about being tremendous, and it kind of came off like, uh, you know, like I'm like I'm should be getting, I should be winning, or I pressured Faber, Fever, and uh, I mean I'm just like, so this track isn't good for you? No, no, it's nothing. I'm like, oh, okay. Anyways, um, all right, let's do the X Brand Goggle tear off segment. X Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. It's the X Brand tear off segment. 15 second rapid fire Q&A. Rapid fire. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com. Choice of champions everywhere like Nick Way, Kyle Chisholm, Brock Tickle, Freddie Noren. You name them, they wear X-Brands. Jesse Wentland wears X-Brand. God, so many guys wear X-Brand. Kyle Cunningham. Great goggles. You want 30% off? Use the code PulpMX15 at xbrand.com, eksbrand.com. And uh, they got some new styles coming out and some uh, some sombreros if you need a sombrero. They got it all. So here's X-Brand goggle questions. Rapid Fire DV submitted by a Corey Moser. I don't know if you're familiar with him at all. Yeah. You, why do you have a stopwatch? Because uh... 15 seconds. That's what we oh, need. Ah, come on. Now, 15 seconds. Ridiculous. F you, dude. All right. Let's go, Gibbs. All right. Uh, first question is for you, Steve. What was the weirdest thing? Hold on. What? Hold on. Guy in the chat room. Okay. I'm from Australia, so I love seeing Townley do well, but I know what they mean from that interview. He seemed bitter. So this guy in the chat room agrees. If you listen to that interview, it's weird. If you say and JT say, I take your words yeah, for okay. it. Yeah, right. obviously. All right. I'm just trying to prove our back, our back us up. All right. All right. Steve. Yep. First question. What was the weirdest thing JT did during your trip? Uh, he's really hungry, but he won't eat anything. Like he won't, he's very particular about where he wants to eat, but he keeps talking about how hungry he is. And I'm like, dude, just go there or there or there. And he won't go there, but he's starving. That's not that weird though. That's more than 15 seconds. Yeah. I mean, in France, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like stay in like, Shape here. Here's the weirdest thing. I can't believe you went to uh, Rennes. You stay in Rennes, and you did not eat. Uh, we call it galette, but it's a, a crap. But with uh, it's crap. Yeah. yeah, it's crap. It's it's crap with uh, uh, like 
I don't ham and, and yeah. cheese and, and uh, never, mushroom and eggs. It's, never saw it, never heard of it. It's yeah. a specialty for, uh, from Brittany. Oh, really? never That's, heard of it? There were, there were signs for it everywhere. Yeah, right? it's so... No, I never saw any signs that said grip. What, what was it, grip? It, they call it galette. Galette. Yeah, yeah never, it's never. amazing. And then There's you a eat sign, like on every window still. It's it's everywhere there. I and never then saw it. Okay. The, you drink uh, apple cider with a little bit of alcohol, okay. alcohol in it in a teacup. The, it, it's not really a real teacup. It's like a little bowl. We were we were too busy at Poutine Brothers. Yeah, but you should have went to Galette, buddy. Oh, that's sorry, anyway. Um, here's the here's the thing that JT blew my mind with. And DV, you you tell me if this. So <laughs> here we go. It, 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 <laughs> He he's like laying out his clothes for the flight in the morning, and he says something to me about it, and I'm like, "Yeah, bro, I'm ready too." This is uh, Sunday night, Monday morning. I was up late typing and working. I said, "Yeah, my clothes are laid out here, like gym shorts, a t-shirt, and a hoodie, and my flip-flops." And he's like, "No, I I I change into clothes," and I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I JT wears a set of nice clothes onto the plane, gets up." Changes into some relaxing clothes to and, sleep in, and then change back. And then changes back, and he tells me everyone does it. Now, I, <laughs> not everyone, but it's not like you, you said, were acting like I, you know, was planning on flying to the moon the next morning I, with your facial expression. I've never seen anyone, and I sit up front. I've not sit in the back. That was that was supposed to be the answer for the weirdest thing. I know. No, I just came to me. I sit in the back. I've not sat in the back on the way to Europe. In years, okay, I get upgraded all the time. With I use global upgrades or miles or whatever, so I'm up there with those people. Okay, I'm up there. I've never seen anyone get into the bathroom and change an outfit. And JT's like, "Oh yeah, dude, all the time, all the time." You know yeah, that people is... in first class they give pajamas to them, right? They well, do. maybe that's a fact. Maybe and the robe and the robe. Okay, and stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Maybe, that's a fact. Maybe in the oh, yeah, like Gibbs would know. No, that's a fact. <laughs> I mean, I've seen you, it. I was you jealous. Fly, you fly first class, Gibbs? No, <laughs> I was in the back watching, um, very jealous. These guys. I've flown in the first class, and like, they're, well, they're business and first, the people call it different things. There's, yeah. You know, on United, I think they call it, uh, I don't know, I think they call it first in United, and I'm in business. Yeah, yeah, first is uh, yeah. It's a, but, an actual bed. But, okay, yeah, yeah, and I'm in business. But uh, did you ever do this, TV? No, only Did take, you ever do this? I take, uh, I wear sweatpants. Yeah, I have gym shorts. Sweatpants, and uh, I take an extra T-shirt. So so my t-shirt don't stink after the flight, and I changed right, my, my yeah. t-shirt. Oh, I, okay, exactly. I, a t-shirt is different from a complete outfit that JT's brings all on I do, the plane. All I do is take my jeans off, I put like gym shorts on, and I change my shirt. So then when I, you know, 12 hours later, 11 hours later, when I land all the way across the other side of the world, I can put my clothes back on, and they're clean, and I don't, you know, look like a homeless person. Yeah, so, I kind of do this, know, but only you know, for the show. Maybe I don't that's change crazy my for you, Steve, but I don't. Isn't because I don't, like I've that, never that. seen anyone do this. I, yeah, I'm, but, I'm not uh, ashamed to be seen with a, with sweatpants at the airport. Let's, let's put it this way. I, I'm wearing gym shorts 95% of the time. Yeah, but who I do travel. you need to impress? So, you got commando or no? No, no, not commando. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I fly up there. I watch these people. No one changes. Nobody changes, but JT. JT is the only one who gets up and changes complete outfit. This guy in the in the chat room says every girl does it. <laughs> That's funny. He says my wife changed clothes on the plane last time we flew to Europe. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Generally, like if you don't, like if you wear um, 
very like casual like gym shorts onto the the plane in business class, it's not really all that great. Like it's kind of frowned upon. Oh please, give me it a really, break. It is like uh, okay, Steve. No, yeah, you're the you're the the etiquette and fashion expert. I, I thank you, I'm thank sure you, sir. You're up to speed on this. <laughs> thank you very much. It's taken yeah. a long time, but finally you fucking realize it. Finally, yeah. Um, yeah. it's frowned on. Like please, give me it a break. Is. Okay. No one has frowned on me up there sitting there in business, you know. Um, yeah, I'm sure they I'm sure they haven't. I'm sure you noticed that they 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 haven't. I don't think you even noticed. You know what? I'm going to France in a couple My weeks. Way. Uh-huh. And I'm playing coach. Ooh. <laughs> Come on, DV. Just buy spring for the ticket. It's like 2 grand. No, it was oh, it was actually 4. Oh, it was 4. For business, uh, okay. Since I don't fly, no miles, no right. no, 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 no status, no nothing. So I went to. Uh, someone in the I chat took, room. Took, someone in the chat room says JT's got puss to slay. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he, that, that guy has a point because I mean, yeah, you're right, Steve. You don't need to impress anybody. You got a wife at the house. I mean, who, JT's, JT's not doing it to impress chicks. He's not doing it for that. How do you know that? How do you know he may not just pull he's some not. really I know hot he's not. French chick? No, he's not. He's doing it because he thinks that I don't know. He thinks French chick to, with he, a. I'll tell you why hair. he's doing it. Yeah. I'm tra- I'll tell you why he's doing it. He's he wants trying to look to be, good. He's trying to be like Tortelli. No, that's why he's doing that. There is no other. Tortelli does something like that. I think. That's an handsome fellow right there. He is a good-looking man. <laughs> He's a good-looking man. We got Tortelli questions. Um, in my opinion, that is appropriate behavior for that situation. When you're flying business class, it's not. It's not gym class. It's, you're not. <laughs> you're not going to run on the treadmill. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, but you're changing gym oh, class. So. Great radio, bro. What's the next question? I, I yeah, just I, JT blew my mind with this. He's like, I got my clothes, and he's like, and I'm like, okay, and then he's like, well, I'm going to change into these. And I'm just like, what? I just, you know, yeah. All right. JT, with all the traveling you've done, what was your favorite European country? You know what? I, you know what? It's, it's, that's hard to answer. There's so much to see in like Italy or France. Uh, but I, I really liked Latvia. I, I have to say, I really enjoyed myself in Latvia. But the history of Western Europe with, you know, Paris and Rome is, is tough to, to beat. Yeah, Rome is pretty pretty amazing. Venice, like, good God. I never been yeah, there's Venice. just a lot to see there. But as far as, like, something unexpected, I had no expectations or, you know, I didn't. I had no anticipation or I wasn't excited about Riga whatsoever. Yeah. But it was a pretty cool place. Guy in the chat room says, uh, Fly Racing is a legit corporation. Pulpamex, not so much. Uh, you know what? He's got a point there. All right, next question. All right, DV. If the motocross of the nations had been in, in any other country other than France, would France still have won? Yeah, I think it doesn't really matter. Like I said before, if it's on another country, everybody knows the track. They they race the GP there. It's never a new track, so they know they have data and everything. So. For Americans, every time they go somewhere in Latvia, they didn't know. St. Jean, they didn't know. They didn't know anywhere. Mm. So you have to adapt super quick. And like you said, DV, one 40-minute session. That's it. And then you go, and it's tough to change your setup, change everything, find a good setup. Mm -hmm. You know, GP is better because you have two practices and a qualifying race. So you can still change a few things, you know. Right. All right. Has there ever been a motocross of donations on a track no one's ever raced before? Side note. Yeah. Older. Donington. Mm. Zolder. Zolder. Yeah, Zolder. Yeah. There you go. 
Um, did, you, did you do the GP in Zaldero? Yeah, GP what? after after this. It was after. Yeah, the, the first yeah. the first after? thing was in the first ever race was there. All right. Uh, second question for you, Steve. Which team slash country invested the most money and resources into this year's motocross for the nations race? That's well, always USA. Yeah, it's, without a doubt. I mean, they got to get everybody there. They got to mm-hmm. get their bikes there. Uh, it was not the guy in the RM250. <laughs> I was going to say France because they they went to the track and had all this preparation. Yeah, I don't, had, think, like, I don't think I don't think it costs so much though. Yeah, maybe maybe not cost wise, but I think they put the most uh, effort, thought, and everything into it, like as far as planning. If anyone's listening to this and they change clothes on a on a on a business class flight, please tweet me and tell me that. Uh, tell me I'll if I'm crazy. Tell me if I'm crazy. I can tell you're crazy right now. Yeah, no, I just I'm just want I want to see. I just want to see what other people, what the society thinks is normal, because I can guarantee you it's not your not your thing, JT. So, all right. I don't think it's that. I don't know. Whatever. It's going to be tough. Next year is a Majora, too. Yeah, Majora. Very. Yeah, it's not getting any easier. No, yeah, old no, no, pack no, and just, choppy. It's, and... it's 17, dude. Glenn Helen. It's over. I think we could win next year. If we if we took, if we take our best team and we're, everybody's healthy, we can win. So, so what, the best team right now would be what? Malton, Denji, Tomac? Uh, I would have to say so. I would have, yeah, I mean, I think so. I think Barsha rode incredibly well, though. He did. I really do. He was into it too, like yeah. Yeah, that that was the biggest thing. Like he he wanted to be there, and that that's what I want. You know, I don't I don't necessarily believe that Dungey has wanted to be there the last couple of years, and maybe I, I could be completely wrong. Right. I just that's what um, I felt like being there. By the uh, way, J- I don't think he was completely into it. By the way, JT, we had Webb on the show. He's going to Sugo to race with Favre. And then he is going to race. Where the hell is Sugo? In Japan. Is that Japan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then he's going to race Lille, and DV thinks that Favre is also going to be there, too. <laughs> so <laughs> Cooper Webb's going to get himself a lot of Favre. <laughs> well, he's going to whoop some Favre ass at Lille. So, yeah. <laughs> he is, he is, yeah. All right. Uh, so, sec- oh, this guy in the chat room. I'm with Steve on an international flight. I just want to be comfy. Oh, thank you. All right. Next question. Well, I'm getting comfy. Yeah. Way before uh, this we subject off. is getting out of proportion. JT, can we talk about your minion? Can we talk about your minion? <laughs> no. Nah. <laughs> Over it. Hey, JT, some guy wants to know if you can put your hair in a man bun. I don't know. Uh, I actually can. I haven't ever done it. You can? can. Yeah. Some yeah. dude asked it for the guy that gives, and I wasn't going to ask it, but here you are. Uh, JT, second question. What country looked the sketchiest on the track? Uh... Either Israel or Morocco. Well, did you know? I didn't even know this, but they eliminate teams after Saturday's race that they don't even get the race to be final. And Puerto Rico. Yeah, they got last on Saturday. Yeah, because they race with three guys. They kind of have more than uh, uh, 13 teams. Right. So I I think they only take 13 teams. If there's 36 teams, because they don't put put anyone in the second row. Yeah, so I didn't really realize how many teams entered, or I didn't do the math. I'm I'm bad at math, but there's um, three guys. Okay. okay, so yeah, no, I understand. You but, can only take 13 teams, 39 yeah, riders. No, I, I got it, but I didn't know how many teams entered. I didn't do the math. And anyways, Puerto Rico, Michael Lee, nope, his two guys didn't finish, so he didn't even race B final. Morocco, no so he B-final. raced a, a practice and a qualifier, yep. and that's it. Yeah, went home. Go over there for 20 minutes and uh, well, 60 minutes. Right, twenty minutes plus two, and then forty minute practice. Israel could have used the Star of David. <laughs> yeah, 
right. Uh, before I move on to the next question, Steve, I just received a text from uh, my friend Alyssa, who's a fan of the show now. She said, I think Steve is correct with flying comfortably. Thank you. Is Thank she you, hot? Alyssa. Is she hot? Yeah, she's pretty cute. And is she single? No so, one's arguing so, whether you're flying comfortably Is she not. single no, or what? That's not yeah, the she point. Is. Okay. Uh, Everyone's yeah. missing the point. Yeah, I'm she not, has kids? JT, I'm no. with you. People are Good. Missing, JT, I like her better and better. I, JT, you're right. <laughs> People are missing the point, but I'm not. I'm still going with it. Okay, so well, fine. I don't is care this. about being right. I just, I'm flying comfortably. I promise you. I'm in gym shorts and like a, some kind of athletic shirt. Yeah, after you get no up and change. I was still talking about is, this shit. My Let's question, go. My final question for this is, do you change before oh, or after you take again. off? No, just before. After what? Do you take? Do you change before or after you take off? Uh, well, you when you board these flights, you business boards first. So there's a good hour before you take off. So I do. You know, once I get in and get my back put away and all that. I mean, there's Steve can vouch for this. There's a, so much time before you take off. Oh, when you're there well, all right, I agree or with if JT. you're uh, if you're on United uh, leaving out of Charles de Gaulle on Monday, you're there for three hours while they change an oxygen tank. So great radio. You bro. did that this week? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. All right, next question. All right, uh, second question for DV. Who or what is to blame for the Max Anstein crash? Max what? Anstein. How do you say it? Anstein. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I don't it? give a shit. I've been hey. doing really well so far. Don't give me crap on this last name. He, he can't pronounce Anstey, and, hey. and it's fuck you to us. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Can you spell it? Yeah, I can spell it. A-N-S-T-I-E. There you go. And then you say Anstein? You can't, you can't read anything. He's got dyslexia, but he won't admit it. I don't have dyslexia. Say, say sorry. <laughs> dyslexia. Say sorry. Do the, words, do the words vibrate. Do they move do They move on the page? <laughs> Not unless I've had about three or four shots. Uh, DV, who, who or what is to blame for the crash? Uh, pretty much no one. It's kind of like a, it's a bad, job, pla- yeah. bad place at the, the wrong time, you know, a wrong yeah. place at the wrong time. Uh, the lap... The, the the flagger can't do anything. Yeah. He doesn't. There's no crash. The guy mm-hmm. is rolling, but NC was all the way to the left, and that guy jumped almost off the track. So that's kind of yeah. Maybe the guy behind made a mistake too and jumped too much to the left. That wasn't the really the the racing line. Yeah, yeah. So I think the, it's not NC's fault because he was all the way out of the racing line. I think these nations should bring a fourth rider and be able to put them on the bike. I tweeted that. Did you? They're not allowed to do that. But yeah, it's I tweeted that. I said you have to have a alternate. You spend all that money to go yeah. there, they and all that, that time, and and you should be able to have a guy there. I I actually tweeted that, and then it screwed the the English team. It was great. It great was minds done. think alike. Yeah. Hmm. All, all right. right. Next question. Uh, third and final question for you, Steve. If now this is a sensitive subject for you, but if Stu doesn't win the Monster Cup, who does? It's not even. No. I know, but if you, if you had to choose someone. If, so he's, he's going to win, you say? Yeah. Yeah. It's done. It's the, over. The million? No, I don't think he sweeps. Has, he already, he's stew. he already has a trophy at his house. Who's who's there? Dunge? Uh-huh. Tomac? No, no. No, no. Maybe uh, Reed? JT? Probably? Who's going to, like, no, but interrupt Can- the Canard is at Monster Cup. Be racing Monster Cup. Canard? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Millsaps. Millsaps, yeah. I think, I think Stu's got him covered. Um, Reed, Reed's maybe racing, he Reed's said. maybe. Uh, yeah, it's just Stu. Yeah. All right. Can you uh, bet on that you race? You don't think Dunge gets in there? Not over Stu. No. Does Dunge yeah, win a moto? Stu has so much evidence that he's going to come out and win right now. I, I can see why everything's pointing towards Stu right now. Have you ever seen the movie Cujo? Did you not see the Rebel video put out? He looked fast. First of all, he's yeah, well, that's, first of all, he he's yeah. ripped. Okay? He's ripped. Second of all, have you seen the movie Cujo? I have. I don't see the reference, but. Okay. Sure. James is Cujo. 
He's been he needs wins. He eats wins are his meat. He needs wins to eat. He's been starving for a year. He is coming out of that cage at Monster Cup and it is over. I think Dungeon's gonna put him down. No. Hey, can we bet at a sports book on that race or no? No. No. You guys should put a wager How's down Paul for this. Gonna do? Paul Ann's not racing it. He's got to get knee surgery. Oh, he was racing, I thought. Yeah, he was supposed to, but oh. he told me after that he uh, he's going to get knee surgery, and DV kind of confirmed that. Yeah, he has a he, he, His knee is screwed right. up. He needs surgery. Paul Ann was supposed to race Monster Cup? That would have been cool. He got it drained yeah. twice. That would have been pretty cool to see. Knee, like, his knee needs a right. uh, meniscus mm. um, surgery. Mm. All right, next question. All right, final question for you, JT. Besides Tortelli, obviously, which rider is the best cook? How would JT know? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Okay, put, Steve. Put me on the list. Oh, yeah, you're, you're cooking? You're a cooking you, fool? You don't see my... Uh... No, he posts snaps. I mean, I see you on a blender with, like, green see, shit. You don't see me uh, post my uh, what I cook? I'm... No, I, no, I think Chiz can cook, but I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's all Brittany and he's just telling what, me. What would you say, Tortelli? No, oh, Tortelli is a great cook. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's excellent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, Tortelli is phenomenal. All right. Never knew that. Uh, final question for DVN for Tortelli the Tortelli went testing all day with Suzuki team at Ricky's Fuck place. Me, I guess. He went all day testing with the guys. Um, you know, whatever. Eight hours. Then afterwards, he cooked dinner for the whole team and whipped up a tiramisu. Berludi said that was phenomenal. He made a tiramisu? Yeah. That's one of the oldest things Yeah, to make. well, torts, bro. He's The tiramisu is really, like, that's just legendary for you, I know, Steve. Like, you can't get past the tiramisu. I can't get past that. A factory no, but, rider, but, a factory rider JT. tested all day with his team and then cooked them dinner with a dessert. Seriously, tiramisu is one of the most difficult things to actually do good. Tortelli, dude. That's what kind of guy he is. He never cooked for me. I'm going to call him. Say. <laughs> he, rode, he goes rides a bike. He kills, you guys didn't, he you guys didn't get suit. along all that well, did you? No, I'm fine. I saw my grandhead. We're fine. We talk. We, we don't hang out. We never really well, What about did back in the day, out. though? Was there anger back in the day between you but two? We always raced against each other. Yeah, yeah. It was like the biggest uh, rivalry. So it's... It was uh, difficult to hang out. Right, never yeah, on the same right. team, yeah, never on the same track. But we, we, we never had any problems. You know, never had. Any I just and I was really close to Roncada, and we had a problem. Uh, obviously, oh, we all you know, seen too. that. But um, heard around the world. I was, I was, um, <laughs> I was closer to uh, Stefan, but yeah, we we were on the. You know, that French uh, team, uh, youth team together and, and stuff. But we were always, you know, um, butting heads, you know, uh, it was tough. Uh, all I know is I went testing many, many days with Chad Reed. Not once did he make me dinner after and with a tiara. Did he buy dinner? No. He just never bought me dinner. We went to Ruth Crisp in Toronto two years ago. He ordered a bunch of appetizers that I didn't order. He ordered them. And then when the check came, we split. We had to split. <laughs> and I said, well, I didn't know. I mean, I ate some of the appetizers. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, Chad Reed, hmm. everybody, making me pay at Ruth Chris. You know, that's that's JT's low. Ne- JT's that's never going to hear the end that's, of that story. That's low, low from you saying that. What on the Paul Wimmick show? JT does not side with me in that argument either. 
He was. I fine. think he's pretty I, generous. Buy your own damn food. Buy your own damn food. Uh, I, by the way, speaking of that, JT, I owe you some money for our, our, our we split all the costs, rental car, hotels, and everything. And I think I owe JT yeah, about a hundred bucks, hundred euros or so, right? Lame. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll sort it out. There we go. Right, right. What's a hundred euros equal in American dollars? Like one thirty. One thirteen. No, no, no one twelve right now. One twelve. One thirteen. Oh, it's good right now. Oh, nice. Well, it's good for America. Yeah, yeah. It's shitty yeah. for Europe. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. All right, uh, final question. DV, what will Purcell's best 450 Supercross finish be in 2016 and his overall series finish? That's a bold statement. What do you got, JT? Or DV, sorry. Uh, maybe fifth best finish. Overall? Uh, of a race. Yeah, no, no. I don't see him going better than the fifth. What's your uh, series uh, finish? Six, eight. Okay. Excellent. And that has been. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, fifth sounds good. And five to ten in the spots overall. I mean, there's so many injuries and shit. Like, who knows? But, you know. With everybody, we're, everybody there, I, yeah. I don't see him really breaking the top five. Seriously, in Supercross. Who was the rider? Sorry. Christophe Porcel. Oh, Porcel. And Supercross? Yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it's kind of lots I I would agree with that. Yeah, never know though. He's uh he's crafty that one. <laughs> he's crafty. Maybe he changes his clothes in the middle of an international flight. Can you make a tiramisu? Uh, I, don't I know. doubt that. Tortelli was just a total package, bro. Two world time championships. Should have won a U.S. outdoor national title. Looked good. Cooks. Dress good. Dress is fantastic. You ever seen him dress? I don't national. What you he's a Scotia. Should see him dress in between. Should have won a AMA. National championship, bro. He when? was he was leading twice. When in '99, when he broke when he broke yeah, his he, wrist in Unadilla, he wasn't leading the championship then. I think he was. Yes, he was. I yeah, think he was. Henry landed on. He was leading the championship. Mm-hmm. Was he? And yeah, the Coke, uh, screw you, whatever. Uh, after the screw cav- wasn't a gravity cavity. No, yeah, uh, screw you, screw you. Uh-huh. That tabletop out of screw yeah. you, right? Yep. I didn't know he was leading the championship then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, he's a good dresser, too. He wears scarves all the time. G-Stall. He's a handsome man. Do you own any uh, G-Stall, uh, JT? I do, actually, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are you guys talking about? I would have put a Benjamin on this. I would have put a Benjamin that JT has a G-Stall What is G-Stall? G-Stall. G-Star. G-Stall is a Euro kind of like... Dressy casual uh, in a brand. Huh. I don't have any of that. What's it's kind of like diesel, <laughs> A-star. like a diesel, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but not as uh, not not as a Dutch. You know, like uh, all the Dutch wears diesel and everything. But G Star is kind of like Mark Blanchard from yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. he wears G Star, nice stuff. Uh, Pookie, I need some G Star pants. I'm, I'm not just, not I'm, even have A Star. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I can't wear a G. I have some G star, but I can't fit in. Do you them need anymore. a certain figure to wear it? Like, you yeah, need a, you need to be slim. It's pretty athletic fitting. I'll, I'll give you that. You gotta, okay. you gotta be a little. When I was like, so I'm uh, out. I'm out. In '09, yeah. when I was fit, right, racing GPS, I had G star. Now I can only put one leg in my jeans. <laughs> now G J T is a G, <laughs> G V is a Z star. <laughs> um. 
All right. Uh, JT, do you want to stick around and do X, uh, BTO, or do you got to go? What's your deal? Do BTO what? Uh, Gabba Gibbs. Sure, let's do it. All right, let's do it. BTOsports.com, Gabba Gibbs. BTOsports.com, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs, 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 At Pulp Mech Show on Twitter. Sends send us a question every week. Gibbs goes through them. Picks up the best ones. BTOsports.com. Use code Pulp when you're checking out to save on your order. Whether it be OEM parts or aftermarket parts or anything else, BTOsports.com has you covered. The nation's leading retailer for anything you need for your bike or body. JT, you're doing the BTO Sports VIP program still. That's all rolling. Yep, so. absolutely. Still got spots for Monster Cup if anybody uh, oh. is interested. Nice. Um, yeah, it's going to be good. That Monster Cup where you are not coming in studio on Monday? What, like I am you not. No, I have a, uh, have a meeting I can't miss on Monday, unfortunately. Mm, that's too bad because I had a free set of G-Star pants if you would have came in for you. Uh, well, I'll just have to go buy my G-Star then. How much are the G-Star pants? It's kind of like diesel. Know, it's like diesel, pants, like, so. like 150, 200 bucks. Uh, okay. Uh, before we get to these questions, uh, Riley wants some. Riley, are you there? Yeah. What's up, bro? What's your question? Um, well, first off, you guys got to ease up on Devin for his spelling. I, like last year, I had my high school final for English, and rather than study, of course, I just listened to you guys, and I passed. So he's not that bad. Um, secondly, do you, I don't know I what that has to do with me, you. though. <laughs> got a question for you. Um, kind of ridden my whole life but really starting to button down on this technique thing and i'm hung up on elbows up i know you've talked a little bit about that like everywhere i go they're like elbows up man elbows up like it i look at someone like trey canard whose elbows are ridiculously high i think then i look at someone like i don't know like tomac or someone like that is there like a good or a bad about that or I feel like elbows up is more of an 80s thing, DV. You never had elbows it, it, up. It is really 80s. You know, you, Ricky Carmichael, when he was uh, uh, riding a, a PC125, el- elbows up, balls really high. And then he showed up on a Honda. He had elbows down, balls really low, levers really high. It's really where whatever you feel the most comfortable with, just ride like this, like your your bar position, your, your lever position. It doesn't matter, high, low. You know, like we talk about it after Anaheim in this show. Uh, Dungey had his elbows so up and, and his lever so low, he couldn't turn. He cannot turn like this. You know? Riley, I can't and, take your phone right and, now, so I just have to listen. Your phone is, is jacked up, so just hang up and listen. All right. And... Uh, we talk about it. A few weeks later, we had Dungey on the show, and he said, "Yes, I, I, um, I brought my levers up, yep. and I felt better in the turns and everything." So it's more uh, the way you ride. You know, it's motocross. It's it's for everybody. You know, tall, small, chubby, skinny, uh, mm, levers, chubby. levers down, up. The balls bend different. It's not like a hundred meter dash, or you have to be, you know, yeah. one thing to be good. You know? Carmichael won. Travis Preston won. Yeah. Mike Bell won. Yeah. Right. So the the thing is, whatever you're comfortable with, just ride like this. You know, don't change because somebody tell you you have to elbow high. Because if you don't feel comfortable with the, your elbows up, then 
you, the, your natural thing is to ride with elbow down, you'll always be better with elbow down. Right. Me, if you put me like the levers all the way down, elbows up, like uh, Gary Berry yeah. would tell you to ride, uh. kind of like uh, Cooper Webb is doing, kind of, he's, he's riding like that. I, I would have never won a race. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, BTOsports.com. Use code PulpMX, like I said. And uh, Jason36 at AOL.com if you want to get on the BTO Sports VIP program, which is uh, a thing that, oh, geez, JT, you almost sold out almost every Supercross race, didn't you? It came close anyways. Pretty strong. Yeah, it was close. And uh, how's things at Fly Racing, by the way, JT? I got your, your appearance on the show tonight brought to you by FlyRacing.com. Uh, they're going good. Yeah? Just uh, trying to get back in the swing of things. I, I'm here this week, and then I go to Brazil for a week, so. Yeah. Get caught up and then leave again. Fuck Brazil, bro. Yeah. Are you going to get taken? Am I going to have to come down there? Uh, just throw some grenades. Just, you know, keep an air out. Okay. Throw grenades and, and uh, I'll throw grenades and you, and you can tell me where you are. Right. Right. All right. Let's do this. All right. Uh, first question is from Jonathan Bug. DeCosta reference in an interview French riders rode and tested at, how do you pronounce the track name? I don't want to fuck that up. Ernay. Ernay. Beforehand. How advantageous was that? Suck it, Marty. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit uh, this show already, so thanks for paying attention, Gibbs. But uh, um, um, I mean, it could it had to help. Yeah, there's no way, there's no downside. Well, right? Do they get the full track, or what was the get... question? Uh, riding at Ernay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously it helps. Yes, yes, it's 100, percent 100. percent When the Americans they don't know the track, they come up, they have 40 minute practice, and, and go to a race. Uh, uh, yeah, you can't know everything. You know, they they spent three days, uh, Roman and uh, Gauthier. They they spent three days. They did some training, some riding. One day they couldn't ride because it was raining, and then uh, Marvin went later after uh, after the after the nationals. Yeah, he went there and he rode the bike with the alternate with the Pacherel. You know, uh, I think Benoit Pacherel. Who's that? Is that was the sub, you know the oh, uh, really? You oh, ride the MX2 number yeah, six, a Yamaha yeah. MX2, uh, and they rode together um, after the the nationals. All right, all right. Next question. All right, Ben wants to know: Do you guys think that um, Roman Fevre, is that right? Did I say that right, DV? Close enough. Cool. Has gained much interest from USA teams since his last couple rides. Do you guys think we would see him possibly come over to the USA? No, no. Because I mean, unless he comes to Lille, do you know? Do you know? Uh, actually, he, he messaged me on the Facebook. Uh huh. Guys are tight. Last uh, we're friends on Facebook, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. DV staying in with the roots. And um, he was he had offers to come to race this season uh, in the US. Um, a couple things, maybe Rockstar. Um, Husky. Husky. Yep. And uh, he was asking me a bunch of questions about visa, insurance, and where to live, and right. all the basic questions, really. And then I replied to him and everything. And then a month later, I got that ride with the Rinaldi. But he had some interest already last, last year. He's, but he's, What can he do in Supercross? We need to that's, see that. That's the big question. Yeah. You know, all those guys, you can have the best guys out there. Caroli, you can... Bring him up here. What uh, what is he going to do for seventeen rounds? No, yeah. In Supercross, he's going to kill it outdoors. He's going to be there, mm-hmm. you know. But Euros, they they don't grow up with Supercross. Right. Here, like in eighties and schoolboy, everybody raced Supercross. Yeah. They race Minios, Supercross. You mm-hmm. know, Supercross is in your gene. In Europe, not anymore. Even 
I don't see Hurlings coming over ever. You know what? He impressed me. I saw him. Uh, I went to see. Uh, it was a couple of years ago. I went to see Marvin ride a KTM track. Hurlings was there riding a 350. See, I heard it went terrible. From the KTM guys. Yeah, but they don't know shit. Okay. All right. Sorry. I was there. My bad. My right. eyes, okay. my, my stopwatch, yeah. that day I was there, he was faster than Marvin. Okay. Mm. There we go. Why'd they say he had, that? Erlings had a 350, though. Yeah. And Marvin was on, on a 250. But that day, Erlings on the KTM truck, he was faster than Marvin. He, was, he, he looked a little sketch in the wolves. Yep. They were kind of like dry and uh, he was sketchy a little right. bit. But the rest, he was actually not bad. He was jumping stuff, sin bouncing uh, triples out of the turn. Okay. I was actually pretty impressed. All okay. right, next question. All right, uh, Nathan wants to know, uh, name the best battle you've seen at a motocross with the nations. JT, does he have, a, you have one that stands out? Best battle? Um... I have one. Okay. I'll wait until he's done. <laughs> you and who, DV? For a second. Uh... No me. I thought the race at Colorado was pretty good. Those guys with rocks in and Cor- all those guys were going at it pretty good. Caroli and Dunge were going at it for a few laps anyways. Caroli's ankle was kind of jacked up, but Um yeah, that's that's the first one that comes to mind. Anyway, DD probably has something better. Uh Tortelli Carmichael, Saint Jean two thousand. Yeah. I saw that on video. I think Tortelli won the moto actually. Did he? And Ricky got second. Probably ki- probably cooked up a TRM after. All right, next question. All right, uh, let's see. John wants to know, question for all, I'm sure he doesn't mean me, but if you could have been a part with any past Motocross the Nations team, which one and why? What is it? What's the question? If you could be a part of any past Motocross of the uh, Nations team, uh, which one and why? Can you imagine being a part of 86 MXDN with O'Mara, Bailey, and Johnson, and then just slaying chicks after when you go like 1-1-1-1-1-1, one, 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 you know? Would have been awesome. But that was the. It wasn't overall. Back no, then. Yeah. they went the, one two one two one two. There was. Uh, they were. I, I, pro class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were first at one twenty five, you had the one point or whatever. Right. They changed the, the rule later. Yeah, yeah. And he DV was part of a winning team, so he, that's the, his team. I mean, he could have another team. He would have wanted to be. You on. know, everybody wants to be in the U.S. team. Seriously. Any U.S. team. Or Puerto and, Rico. You know, like, uh, you don't want to be with uh, Vito Puro and Carmichael. You know, like... JT, would you have raced for Puerto Rico if they'd asked you? Uh, maybe, like, yeah, 2005, 2006, when I was, like, at my best. No, you know? I know. Or no, maybe I'm, a little later no, than no, I mean, that. I would have done it. At any time in your career. Yeah, like, you, you wouldn't have a thing about not racing you, you can, for... You can't say no. You know, you can't say no okay. to, to, to that. All right. No, I, w- I would have done it. I mean, I wouldn't have been that thrilled. Like, obviously, racing for the USA would be my dream because I'm obviously super patriotic. But just to be a part of the event, I probably would have done it. Right. You know, I tried to ride for the U.S. team. You did? Uh-huh. Why? When? But they... they... So, the history is you could race with... Uh, the license of the country. Of the country you're in, right. Billy Lyles raced for Italy. Parker raced for Luxembourg or something, or I had that backwards one. Yeah. yeah. So um, in 2000, when they did not pick me and I had a great season and stuff, mm-hmm. um, 
I, I went to Roger and uh, say, and we find out that the rule changed just around that time. Oh, it did, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't do it. Oh, I wow. Couldn't do it. How about Dino riding for Canada? Because he had a passport. Well, you just have to have a passport. Right, now. right. R- right. Reedy, Reedy could be uh, in the U.S. team. Yeah, he could, couldn't he? Yeah, sure. Why not? He's an American citizen now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, P Dub wants to know. It says for JT, but I don't know, you could probably answer this, Steve. He has a 2014 CRF 450R. He's got a full FMF uh, 4.1 exhaust with a Stage 2 hot cam system. Do you think remapping it will make any gains? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Is there anything you should give him specific? Because after this, I'll pass it on to you, and I got none for him. Um, Twist the throttle. Depends on what he wants to do with mapping, but it always helps. It's a, it's a definite. Uh, depends what he wants. He wants yeah. a big hit. He wants smooth. You can do whatever you want with a EFI. Yeah. If you know what you're doing. Do it. Yeah, and, and, do and it. if you know what you're doing, and you know what you want. Yeah. As far as your bike, whether it's uh, too gnarly on the bottom, or you want more bottom, or whatever. Okay. Uh, KT Money wants to know. Generally speaking, which country has the best motocross fans? JT's going to say America. Well, yeah, but uh, no, I wouldn't. I obviously, I you know, they're my favorite fans, but it's hard to beat I would those say, uh, I would say somewhere in Europe. I mean, it, it, they're just so much more passionate. Americans, it, American fans are much more reserved. You'll see, uh, you'll see in Italy next year is going to be pretty crazy. Is too. it? Yeah, it, Italians are insane. Fuck, I, they I, used to in the Dalnia Major. They used to write with um, uh, chalk. The, the name of the of their riders down the hill in lunch break, you know, it's like in early somebody would go on the track and put like Poland and Muscan with chalk like in the middle mm. in the big downhill. It's awesome. They, they're pretty, it's, it's, and uh, there's that big drop off in my drawer. Yeah, and nobody rolls it, so it was Putzal back then. So the name Putzal stayed on the oh. hill oh. all day. Yeah, because no one rode over it. Yeah. Uh, I think of those Bercy races and, and this re- and this past weekend. I mean, JT, didn't you get like I mean a little bit of goosebumps just sitting there, like with those fans? It was just insane. I wouldn't say goosebumps. I would say uh, okay, well, anger, something okay. associated with anger. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I like uh, you know it's um, the diversity of Europe. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Like you know, when I go to Redbud and I hear Redbud for like three days, mm-hmm. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. At one point, but when I go to uh, you go to a GP or any GP with big crowds, mm-hmm. you don't get bored by the noise. You know, like it's yeah. it's I don't know. Yeah, right. I really wanted our riders to shut those people up. I really did. <laughs> I have no problem with saying that, and I feel like that's you know I wanted my team to win. So every time you know those guys would cheer whenever they would pass somebody, I just wanted our, to I wanted punch to someone. The deafening silence of an American win. I, uh, man, I don't know. Like, I'm Canadian, but I just want to see a good race. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, you're, you know, I get that, but I don't, I don't you, think you're really what a fan enough of American. You know what I mean? You're not an American, so no, no, care, and your, your home country's not even there. So, no, yeah, and we're terrible, but I, I just, I just, I, I just want to see a great race. I mean, when Timmy raced, I was, you know, I wanted what, Timmy to what, win, uh, but you know. That's what I like about Americans. They they are pissed off getting second. Yeah, you know, like yeah. everybody is like these bitter. Co- these colors it, don't run, bro. You know, and uh, when we get second at these nations, I I was second in uh, Brazil and France. 
we were pumped, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. we're happy and like champagne on the, on the, <laughs> you know, and then when Americans get second, they stand in the background. All but place. it's all education, yeah. culture, you yeah. know, yeah. Americans are raised to win. You know, they, they do sports at school all the time. In France, there's no really sports at school. You know, right. if you want to do sports, you have to go to a club or do it on the side. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. here at my daughter, she's the same thing. She she does track and field, and they do against all the the school of Merida, Temecula. Yeah. They do the the track meet, you know, and they competitive. She got second. She the, on the eight hundred meters. I was pumped for her, you know. Right. And she was kind of mad, you know. My son, same thing. He <laughs> he loses something. He cries like he's bummed out. And I like this about America. Welcome to you know, America, bro. I, you know what? Yeah. And I wish French people were like this. You know, right. we, we, we're satisfied to get a destination when we get third. Or, well, or we had that great team in France uh, with uh, Purcell and everything. Yeah. You know? I'll tell you what. You guys are number one in crepes. Yeah. Number one yeah. in crepes. And you tell All yeah. right. Uh, Jack wants to know. Uh, it's, it's a two-part question, but it's the same thing. Uh, the new Ustream event, Manufactured Cup, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, what are your thoughts on it, and will U.S. riders be able to participate in this event? Uh, it's the same weekend as the Monster Cup. So no. So nobody cares. What is it? It's uh, motocross nations for manufacturers. Honda versus Cowie versus... Three CGB. guys, and they pick manufacturers. So... What is it? Where? I just heard about this oh, thing. Like, it's, uh, uh, there's a press conference. Today. There, there's a press release in there. What do you think of this thing, JT? Have you seen it? Did you did you pay much attention to it? I did. I... I... I read the press release and then I just kind of moved on. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It's so far away. You know, give, I, give I it to KTM, right? Kind of. Dude, it's like nah. It just it's Ustream being like, hey, look, we can make a shit ton more money for free. Where is it? I don't know. Somewhere in Germany, I think. In Germany? Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's at a, it's a soccer arena. In Germany. It's an OEM motocross nation. So you pick three riders, your three best riders. Is that a supercross race or? I don't know. Stadium race? I don't know. How JT's, much bigger? Are I think it's in a stadium. JT just blew me away with the stadium back. DV, how much bigger are soccer or football stadiums compared to like football stadiums here? They're smaller. Really? Yeah. No, well, it depends. Not, not Wem- Wembley but, is Wembley's bigger than a, no. You know, Wembley's eighty thousand. Yeah, but you go Michigan State. It has, oh well, yeah, uh, but well, NFL guys are. Yeah, but mm-hmm. all the biggest, the biggest stadium are college football uh, stadium. The biggest stadium is in Korea. It's 150,000 people. Hmm. But uh, and after you have like a bunch of U.S. college, and then you have Barcelona soccer team. It's 100 mm-hmm. or 98,000 or something. Your stadiums just look so much bigger but, when you watch. Yeah, them. you look, but. Like if you take like um, there's only sixty or seventy thousand people at uh, like football games, uh, like English Premier League. Some oh, okay. it's only forty five thousand. Jesus. Like the Paris uh, is forty five thousand Paris mm. Stadium. Wow, it's not that big. All right, uh, this one's from Brad. He says, Steve, any extra info on DraftKings with RCH? Did they pick him up as a sponsor? I don't know anything about that. What are you talking about? This guy wants to know. I guess DraftKings and RCH are doing something together. Yeah, yeah. Tickle, Tickle was advertising for. Oh, DraftKings. he was. Uh, yeah. Hmm. No, no idea. Don't okay. know. Uh, let's see. This guy's name, who I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Uh, when was the last time a fight actually happened at the Disney Nations? During or post race? Anyone of you guys know? Why would you pick this question? I try- That's a good question. No, it's not. Has there ever been a fight at a donation? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Who cares? I, I care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of them in the crowd. 
I'm sure there's been some in the Alpine Star. I saw somebody. I morning. saw a video on Facebook today. There's like a Belgian fan is in the middle of the crowd, is laying down, passed out. Yeah. Done. There was there, a guy swimming in the pond. Yeah, there was a guy by the first turn. Yeah. Yeah. Probably English. No shirt on. <laughs> pants. He took his pants off. Took his pants off. Dropped them to his ankles. Then was running around with his pants on his ankles. Jumped the fence. Ran through the water. Was mooning the the riders and then jumped back into the water and fell down and was sw- pretending to swim, pants the whole time around the ankles, underwear out. Yeah, yeah he has yeah. to be English. He was English for sure. Probably was Dean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, DV. What was your training like back in the nineties? My training. Your training. Uh, mostly, uh, mostly uh, road bicycle. Hmm. Yeah, I would ride. Um, Maybe 200k, uh, 200k a, a week, mm-hmm. easy. So that's 120 miles a week, mm-hmm. and then a lot of riding. Yeah. But and a little weights, but not much. But road bicycle, like yeah, 120 a week. Who would, you, who would you train with? Was there anybody you would train with? I would bicycle by myself. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't call like, Ron Ron up? Uh, no, you live far from me. Pichon? No, too far. Um, no bicycle always pretty much alone when you go to three hour rides like alone it's lame i have a big lake Mm -hmm. and then uh it's 75k and then um so i go around my lake around my house 75k yeah Yeah. all right no uh the final two questions we got is one guy wants to know if he could buy you tickets to go see van halen if you go you and pookie go see him in san diego and the last one is jd wants to know uh what college did jt attend what did what a degree did you obtain in GPA? I did not obtain a degree. I dropped out because I got a, a ride. Um, but I was going to. My plan was I was going to. I had a scholarship to uh, Santa Fe Community College, which is basically the feeder for University of Florida. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I would have went to University of Florida. Um, but then I basically got a deal at the end of '98, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, you're not going to be able to go to school." So. That was it. How many years did you go to school? Uh, almost two. Me and you have the same college level, so suck it, Steve. Yeah, no, you you exhibit great college skills every Monday night. It's fantastic. I try to. You should try to get your money back. Hey, I want to say hi to Jordan. I didn't pay uh, for nothing. Who? Jordan Burns from Triple uh, okay. X and Strung Out. He's li- I think he's listening to the show. All right. And I, w- I would I like to thank him for the tickets uh, uh, in for Hollywood. We yeah, played some Strung Out two weeks ago on the show. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to Van Halen with that dude. First of all, I think it's creepy when fans do that kind of stuff. Second of all, who the fuck wants to see Van Halen with David Lee Roth? He sucks. He's terrible. He can't sing. I wish Sammy, wish Sammy Hagar would come back. Have you seen him live? Yeah. Okay, well, you go. Um, all right, is that it? Lame. That's been it. BTOsports.com. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs. Use the code PulpMX when you're checking out BTOsports.com. Brayton Short and Millsaps on the BTO Sports KTM team. They will all be at the Monster Cup. Right, JT? Did I get that right? I'm pretty sure that's Shorty? the team, yeah. Yeah, Shorty? Okay, no, I just, I mean, oh, yeah. I meant Monster Cup racing, showing up at the Monster oh, Cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. All right. Um, all right, JT, thanks, bud. Appreciate it. I don't know how tired you are right now, but I'm starting to hit a wall a little bit. Yeah, I'm uh, struggling. I'm struggling. Jerk off. You did not respond to any texts for three, four hours today, so I don't know what is happening with you. But. Uh, yeah, I, I was at work. Oh, you were? Okay. Well, you, what, what, Steve doesn't know what that is. What was her name? 
yeah. Or his name. You, um, Chris. You, uh, well, normally you respond, so I'm just wondering if you were okay. If you were, you were texting me? Yep. Check the chat room. The second to I didn't last. Get, I, didn't, I honestly didn't get any text from you. You should check your phone because our group text. Well, our group text. It was our group text, but I was asking you uh, questions. You, uh, you text. guys group text and stuff? I left it. Remember, that's I, left cute. That, I left that conversation. Oh, you left it. That's right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you were pissed. No, you were pissed about your data rates. Like group Yeah, yeah. Well, you were texting and I can't get yeah, text. Yeah, that's cute. It, so I, I wasn't ignoring you. You don't, have, you don't have any group text? The only group text I get is from my softball team. That's it. Your softball team. Yeah. <laughs> Good game, DV. Way to leg out that triple. No, they tell me the... <laughs> The time, and then that's it. Time oh. of the game. No, I'm in about five, five or six group texts. It's awesome. That's yeah, cute. I'm in way too many. JT's in that probably a shit ton. So no, no group texts. Um, all right, buddy. Anything else from Mortal Crossing Nations you would like to tell us, or anything other thoughts on your mind? Uh, nope. I think the best team won, and I will save my anger for Italy next year. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, also too, uh, you went. You were also at A Star quite a bit. Um, thanks to the, those guys at A Star for oh, those guys were incredible. Did I mean, you eat a good pasta seriously. and stuff, al dente. Yeah, you know what? Every motocross nations and every MotoGP I go to, I you know I go hang out with those guys, and it's it's really awesome what they do. You know, I work for a competitive competitor of theirs, and I get all that. But man, they. Their hospitality is uh, is really appreciated. I think everyone who goes over there from America would echo that because we don't really have anywhere to hang out. So, did you ever go to the American cool. side, like I did? I ventured um, in there. I didn't. No, I don't have a pass, and I don't. You know, I don't really want to just burst in there. And that's so. it's kind of what I did. I didn't have a pass. No, I know, but you always do that. Yeah, no, they were looking for a special pass, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Wiener said, I'm good. Yeah. Jeff Wiener, I'm good. What does he do now? He, he's back at A Star. I didn't know that. The but guys, they, they go back, they come use back. Use that Troy Lee Designs. Um, and so I went in there anyways to talk to RV a little bit. And uh, RV will not do an interview with me or come on the show, he said, because um, people have told him that the only reason I talk to him is because I sell my interviews with him. So I make, mo- <laughs> I make, money, off, I make money off him, people have told him, and that's why I only want to talk to him. What, what if you were... What's the what's the big deal? I don't know. These these this is what happens. I think RV is slowly turning into Howard Hughes. He's gonna have Kleenex boxes on his feet. Who's who's Howard Hughes? He's a, a American millionaire back in the forties and fifties, yeah. and eventually went weird. Went totally weird. And I think RV's turning that way. So uh, don't look for him being interviewed. But we're good. We talked. We were laughing and joking, and he was making obscene comments about the American or about the American about the riders that were crossing. You were good stuff. until you called him. Howard Hughes and being weird. <laughs> well, when you say things like that, I, I'm gonna. I'm, I told him, I'm like, "What are you? Are you fucking serious?" He said, "Yes." So that's the only reason I want to talk to him. He said, "Is so I can sell interviews." Uh, anyways, oh to the black oh, market. Do you have Who him on <laughs> Yeah. What's that, JT? You have his interviews out on Craigslist. Yeah. Exactly. Almost you asked for them. Yeah. Exactly. Almost. I've never sold standing one. On, standing on the corner like the newspaper guy. Ah, get your fresh Barbie interview. <laughs> I've only sold Barbie interview. I've, Hold up the press. I've never sold uh, an interview with uh, Ryan Villapoto to anybody. Um, I have sold interviews with Chad Reed. I thought that was weird that he was there at these nations. The big black market for RV interviews. <laughs> ESPN call be looking for it. They're like yellow. It's like yellow cake. Um, Don't drop that stuff. Depleted, depleted plutonium or whatever it is. Yeah. Uranium. Yeah. Yeah, okay. What? Uh, what were you saying, uh, DV? 
Oh, why he was there? Yeah. It was his last thing in his deal to go there for ah, his team. Yeah. Believe me, he was not stoked. Yeah, I was surprised to see him there. Yeah. Uh, all right, buddy. Thank you. Uh, tomorrow on Racer X, Motocross Nation's uh, wrap-up show, JT. So uh, get ready to... Uh, Oh, we got more? Oh, we got more tomorrow. Oh, sweet. Oh, All right, awesome. cool. Can't wait. All right, buddy. I can't wait to, can't wait to relive, rehash this. You take, you, take, you take the shit so... You, you take it way too personal. You're not on yeah, the team, bro. Done. Hey, I'm going to get... I, I swear to you, next year, if we go and do this thing again, I'm going to get you Team USA wear for you to put on. Well, hopefully I'll have a rider and then I'll have my own shit. JT DV sees no problem with running Team USA stuff, even though he's not on the team. He has no I problem never with this. Done it. I think there's too many people. Don't put, don't I think, put me in that box. Uh, I've said, never done it. No, you haven't, but you said you would. You said you no, would do I, it. If I would, I would do it. I can get it. You don't think I can get it? I can get it. You said you would, if you have Fly Racing Rider on the team, you're running no, everything. No, that's a different story. If it's a Fly Racing Rider and I go make Fly Racing apparel or I have it made, hell yeah, I'll be wearing it. No. The story was Team USA apparel, the sweatshirts and T-shirts and stuff. You said there's nothing wrong with those people wearing it. That's what you said. We're not going to name I any said names. There's nothing wrong with them, but you're saying that I wear, I would wear it if I would, if I would, then I would. I well, mean, I would already have done it. We're not going to say any names, but you said there was no problem with certain people wearing that. Team I USA. don't think it's a big deal. I think if you want to, you know, support the team, it's just like people wearing football jerseys. They're you're, not on the team. You're not on the you team, bro. The, you think all those. Those dudes just crushing hot dogs in the stands are on the team? No, yeah. but they're wearing jerseys. You mean they're not on the Raiders? They're not actual players on the Raiders? <laughs> um, they, have the, they have that beer hat on, and they're just crushing you know, Frankfurters <laughs> in the stands? No, that's a different story, man. It's a different deal. How? Because they're just not – it's a different deal. You're not on the team. Let it go. I don't think so. I don't think the guy just eating that you know huge calzone in the stands with the Jeter jersey it's, on. I don't think he plays for the Yankees. Those are official team jerseys that they sell. This is this USA is only given to you know the team. The only people who wear this are the team members. They don't sell it. You can't buy it. Well, apparently like not. Dude, I have a USA sweatshirt. Yeah, it's from Latvia, but I mean, you I got can't, one. Uh, no, you can't. Uh, I'll wear the Latvia one to the next one. Thanks, Gibbs. Appreciate it. No problem. It. We're, I got you. We were wondering what you would do. Um, I'll be I, there. I think I just, if you're not on the team, don't wear the shit, DV, right? Yeah, I'm not a fan of uh, the huge crew, you know, the huge American crew going there all the time, you know. But I would like to see them go with the minimum. Two mechanics, a guy, a team manager, if you're not directly That's involved it. with the team, don't wear the Team USA yeah. stuff. You can wear USA stuff. No, no problem. You're proud of your country. But you're not on the team. Are you allowed to go buy the stuff that Koi was selling? I, well, I don't think he was really selling USA stuff. Right? It was just well, JGR yeah, sure stuff. He was. Wasn't it just JGR stuff? Almost it, well, that's, I mean, it was, that was what they had. Almost did you have to you pay to, to sell stuff there? I don't know. Sorby set it all up. I'm sure it was fun. You don't think there were American flags <laughs> on that JGR stuff? Sorby, Sorby yeah. set it all up. That's what Koi gives. Any funny uh, Sorby stories from from the weekend? Well, there again. Guess who was in all USA getup? Yep. Sorby, Eric Sorby, everybody, French citizen, living in France, French citizen, traitor, wearing full USA Tre- stuff, treason, traitor, treason. Hey, when Berluti would go over there for Burner or for Roncada or whoever, he would never wear anything but uh, he would never wear another country shirt. Yeah, but he's look, just like I'm not American. I'm not France. I'm not Australian. Jay Dungy did it for France. My mechanics always wear uh, Gothic. Jay was in France stuff. And wear what Team France stuff? Yeah. Okay. Well. I think that's cool. You know, like 
No, just saying. I, I don't. Do you think Gothic J wants American to win more than me? <laughs> Gothic's a special person. <laughs> he just wants to play. He just wants to play racquetball. He wants to play tennis and ride a Corona Dilla. That's oh, all you got that's a all hip replacement again, poor right. guy. Another one yet? Because yeah. the other one didn't work, right? No, I think he's getting the other one. Uh, or he got the other yeah, one. Yeah. I think he got the other one. All right, we gotta go. JT, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll talk. Right. We'll talk See soon. You guys. See you, man. We still have uh, stuff to do, or what? No, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one hour ahead where he's at. All right, CJT. No, 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 but the show, the show. What show? DV's over, dude. We still have the stuff to do here. Oh yeah. Yeah, is that okay? We got another hour, dude. Oh yeah, I'm fine. Well, okay. okay. I love. I would. I would stay here until six a.m. All right. Well, everybody, I love the sport. We're so, <laughs> I love ra- you, I love radio. Great me, radio. Let bro. me let me pull up your quote where you said I'm I am I'm over moto or I'm overweight I'm stepping Fuck away it. from moto. I I love moto. I don't like All to right. ride, but look, I love this thing. It's amazing. I like uh, I like it. <laughs> I want to be here. You're only here that's because my, you're you only know here what? because it, France won. That's it. No, yeah. That's it. I was, that's I was coming here. to Vegas before the freaking race. Yeah, but how many times have you been to Vegas? Since You're out of your year? mind, dude. Did you see the Trans World Slam? Vince no. Freeze taking out Michael Lessie for the win? It's called Slam. You gotta <laughs> slam it. That's got a great point. And then Mike posted something on Instagram. He pulled it down, though. He was very angry at his teammate, Vince. Oh, yeah. He took him out for the, for the dash for cash yeah, or something. Yeah, 5G shit. for the win. And Five, a magazine cover. 5G. You Mike know? went a little high. Vince came in. Yeah. And they, they, uh, yeah, they teammate. I heard they, they know uh, racing MCR anymore, and they racing Hondas next year. Well, they're on Hondas. I don't know if they're an MCR bike or what they're planning on calling it, but yeah, they got su- maybe they got some support. I read su- that somewhere. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't check anything, and I, I kind of like get um, bits and pieces of infos that I don't know if it's right or not. Right. All right. Last commercial break on the show. Pulp Metro presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Stick around. The great David Villeman's in studio. We're going to wrap it up and uh, touch on some more Destination Stock and uh, a few other things. All right, everybody. Stick around. Hey, guys. This is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. 
Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts and the craziest contraptions ever plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun in all there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the usa combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked up bigger than ever nitro gigana ramp this is truly a visual experience never seen before Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each, plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house, as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. 
all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno proven and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Enticknap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shearmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes with Cam Rich on the number 10. Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Barsh. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, is like you got to run Galfer. Do you own a KTM like Anders Short? Anders Short. Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. You go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com.
Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. attention let's talk about wheels wusa based in orange county california the nation's leading supplier of high quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport they carry the top brands like talon kite did excel as well as galfer and brembo brakes all the w wheels are built by the same guys that build chad reed's wheels whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels w can get what you need Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels. You're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. 
know these bars can take the abuse you give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Talking about love. Who's that, Ben? This is Van Halen. Blade. With David Lee Roth. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Check out sponsor deals on PulpMexShow.com. Get yourself some uh, discounts from all their guys that help us out so much. So, so, so much. Like Galford Brakes, official brake system of the JGR Yamaha guys. Barsha and uh, and uh, BTO Sports and JGR and uh, FMF Racing of course Donnie Emler Jr. on the show last week and DV FMF has always been there for you 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 see the the second time did you say? Uh, did you see the the United uh, by Power thing? I saw it. Uh, yeah, I saw two episodes. I only saw the first one. Yeah, it's good, right? Yeah, the first one was cool. Yeah, Verb, I like when they do Verb, this. Yamaha, and FMF getting together and doing their uh, their series, little moto series from the MXDM. Had a good talk with Donnie over there, and uh, yeah, it was good. All right, Race Tech, are you looking to eliminate the hassle of checking your air pressures each time you hit the track, or missing the feel of a spring fork? Racetech has released their spring conversion system for Showa uh, TAC forks. The easy drop-in cartridge combined with a Racetech high-performance spring converts your air forks from an air to a coil spring. Kits for the KYB PSF1 and 2 are in development and will be coming soon. Racetech.com for information on spring conversion system. Racetech seminars on November 7th to 13th in Corona, California. Racetech.com for more info on those seminars, which uh, most of the people in the I would say half of the suspension guys in the pits probably took at one point or another. How about that, though, DV? Racetech selling uh, 
conversion kits to turn air into into uh, spring forks. So guys are there's that much of a demand for it. Guys are really uh, really into doing that. So uh, obviously there's a solid demand. Uh, what's going on here? So I think it's a great there's idea. Serious shit going on with those guys. I would say there's serious shit going on with them too. All right, Mountain Bike Randy said this in. Here's the emails of the week. I got up live to watch at 3.45 in the morning, as I do every year, for the past 10 years ago, for the past 10 or so years. Losing this race was difficult for many reasons. One, we sent a hungry young team that had a good chance of blowing it with hyper-aggression on a small track, but we didn't. The French were heavily favored and had the fantastic chainsaw crowd in their corner, and they still had two big crashes. The two points we lost by were a result of a third moto starts, but the point total would have been good any other year to win. And the frustrating part was there we lost because there was no competition. The third place was distant third. The two crashes would have made a difference any other year. There were not enough good riders to get in between the French and the USA when they made those huge mistakes. Well, I mean, Randy's got a point, but guess what, Randy? When Cooper Webb stalled it, or when Cooper Webb went down, deeper competition could have hurt the USA also, as well as the French. I'm with you on the no competition thing, but it could have hurt either team. You can't really say it wouldn't. It would just have hurt the French and help the USA. So Randy's upset. Uh, Patrick sent this in. DV, overall, which riders are better, AMA or MXGP? <laughs> it's a loaded question. Great question, bro. <laughs> and would USA have done better if they had got the testing on the track that France had? So Yeah, obviously. We talked obviously, about that, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I'm French, but I'm a I did uh, most of my career in the U.S., and I'm a firm defender of U.S. Supercross, U.S. Motocross, you know? Yeah. So, uh, for me, on a personal note, um, if I had to choose, just because of my career and what I've done here, I want I want Americans to win everything, mm -hmm. dominate. It means, like, what I've done, it's was even better you know what i mean because yeah you know you know what i'm trying to say here yeah 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 but yeah it's it's the way it is they i think everybody is trying to speculate or trying a reason uh trying to find a reason why they didn't win it happens man it's yeah it's yeah. the closest they've been yeah in a long time last year they were four they got third last year they would have had four if simpson's chain wouldn't have broke with two laps to go yeah, yeah. so and then in uh, in uh, in Germany, they they kind of sucked too. Huh? Yeah, didn't ride well. Um, so, Steve C Cooper rode great and level headed. Do you see him moving up to the 450 soon, or do you think he'll ride two more years in a 450? Uh, Cooper Webb is just going to ride one more year, 2016 on a 250, and then he is moving up. So, and to which team he moves up should be interesting. If Yamaha's back with Chad and JGR is there, they're both going to want him. That'll be an interesting what, political what, We pull. talk about Webb, but what about Martin? Martin also, one more year. They, up. They're the same, right? Yeah. Same yeah, contract. Yeah, they are. They're the same, but I think there's going to be a bigger bidding war for Cooper in the fact that JGR has history with him, and they really like him, and they want him. History with why? Cooper Webb, he rode for them as an amateur on a Honda. When Webb was an amateur kid. He rode JGR stuff, suspension and motors. And North Carolina. And JGR's in North Carolina. So. And also maybe they... All those guys that may be banking on the fact that he might be a better supercross rider, too. Also. I think so, right? I mean, if so you, maybe his yeah. value is maybe better than Martin now? I think now? it is when you talk to people, but I don't know. Who knows? 
Um, Scotter said, um, hey, Steve, well, I was wondering what you thought of adding a team a team championship to the series. So you would have the individual champion and maybe take the top two riders of each team for a championship. It would be awesome to see PC go against Geico for a second, less prestigious title. Anyways, just wondering if it's ever been done anywhere or if it's the dumbest thing you've ever heard. Keep up the good work. Uh, Skylar, it's not the dumbest thing we've ever heard. There is a Manufacturer's Cup. We won it at Yamaha one year with you. You helped us win it, DV. We got some sort of trophy from the AMA. We had the most points out of any OEM. There is a Manufacturer's yeah, Championship. That's what I'm saying. We, we won it. it. it we had the tro- we, it you, doesn't really mean anything. In GPs, they, they do it. Yeah. You know, you add all the... I think they, they add what? The best... Uh, I don't know how they do the it GPs, but... They, they add the best brand of... Uh, in, a, in America. The, be, the best score of the brand... Promoto. Yes, right. That's where it is, right? Mm-hmm. And we got, and it's a rotating trophy. We had it for a year, and then Honda took it back. So, uh, Rick sent this in. Hey, Steve, just listen to MXDN Pulpcast. Great interviews and insight. Also, sounds like you enjoyed your trip to France. Good for you. Looking forward to tonight's Pulp Show. Thanks, Rick. Uh, thanks, Rick. Nice to get an email once in a while. Pulpcasts were a little bit late putting up. I apologize for that, but there's some good stuff in there with Roger and Barsha and Townley's interview, which was. Uh, yeah, um, I did have enjoy. I enjoyed my trip to Europe. I like DV. I like Europe, but in small doses. I appreciate the history. It's really cool that you're on your phone and not listening to me right now. Yeah, you like the history, okay. and then but you don't like it because what? I I like the cobblestone streets and all the There's churches. There's no Starbucks in every corner. Oh, that fucking sucks too. But um, I don't like. Why are hotel like JT's and I bed? There was they were four inches apart. Look at the bed we had. To sh- look at you know. Yeah, it's two twins. Like, or we're not gay, okay? So we're what not. What hotel was it? What's the name of it? Uh, Mercure. Mercure. Yeah, Mercure? That's, a good, that's a good chain. That's our beds. It's like a EBs are called. That's a, yeah. are called. A, okay, are called. that's our beds. Okay. Yeah. That's not cool. So book a king next time. You can cuddle. Also not cool. Those aren't cool. Those urinals. No, they're cool. I like those. The urinals out in the public are cool. Yeah, Gibbs. Have you seen Gibbs? Have you seen these? No. Yeah, it's cool. The, no, you so know some, what? So you know what? In so a country some, of freedom, if 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 you want to take a leak on a 15 freeway on the side, you can't. You have to find a gas station for 100 miles to go to the bathroom. So in some, France, you just whip it out. Just go on, yeah. on, in the dirt. It's so, fine. So you okay? So you and your, then they make a big deal about Janet yeah. Jackson showing Naples on on on, what, on the your, football game. So what's the big deal? We really, see Naples for like a really, shampoo at the, in a commercial in France. I feel France. really bad for asking you this, but what's your daughter's name again? Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. So you want little Charlotte? Yeah. Walking by. Some dude with his That's better out. than me. I, I pee my grass every day. But outside. she doesn't see it? Yeah, she sees me. She sees you peeing in your grass outside? Yeah. Your daughter? Yeah. yeah. Steve, what's the difference between that and just a normal urinal in a, ba- on a bar? Uh, because people don't walk by this. People walk this by This is you. in the public. My son is peeing in the grass all the time. What's so the big deal? Dude, I peed this outside is, your house like 10 minutes public. ago. This is the public. People walk by and see you you're way, just you're, sitting you're, there. You're being way too American right now. I you're peed on the side way of your house too, and your neighbor dude. looked at my dick. I didn't have a problem eh. with it. You, you're really like a very, very Ted Cruz right now. Bro. You know Ted Cruz? You're Pookie. very, very Ted Cruz right now. Pookie, come up here. I thought she was going to bed. I think she's downstairs still. Okay. Meatloaf. P- Pookie. Coffee. Um, if anyone heard, I'm that. gonna get her opinion on this. We're gonna get her opinion. It on doesn't this. matter. She's American. Uh, we don't want this. 
<laughs> it doesn't matter. She's American. We don't want this. <laughs> I like that. We should cut that as a as a as a noise quote. <laughs> she's American. It doesn't, she doesn't matter. matter. It's we just being. You don't. You can't right? see anything. Put, put but the, the, those in GPS. Put the those are uh, uh-huh. those are like th- those are portable. I don't know. Uh, which, I don't know which urinals, one that is. Yeah. You know, like a portable party, but a portable yeah, urinal. Hello. What about the DV says? There's no problem with that urinal. <laughs> in the public, like he says, Charlotte, like he has no problem with little Charlotte walking by some dude relieving himself right there. There's little guards that block what you know, you can't see from the sides. The, like, do we have a she sees a brother ha- appeal all the time? have a door like that slides close. No, nah, come on, it's not this, a big deal. This is jacked up. Don't this they is have- jacked up. Yeah, what if there was a toilet listen to and me. you could see the person, L- like, you could only not see uh, from here down, and I was just sitting there, like, uh, peeing. That'd be so weird. You, you need to do that sound too. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about the, the, the founders of this country? Did they pee in the urinal, or they pee outside anywhere? Peed right on a tree. Like okay, George Washington we go. wanted it. We've come American. a long way since yeah, then. Yeah, Washington peed on a tree somewhere. Did you go to jail? No. No, no big I'm not deal. you should go to jail. No big deal. Hey, look, uh, little girl. There's a man emptying his bowels over there. Typical American. No, it's extreme. It's like peeing against a wall. It's fine. But you shouldn't do that either. You shouldn't be peeing in public <laughs> against the wall. You two American, Ted Cruz. You so so. You're perfectly fine walking in ancient Europe. Uh, night, the roads are from I've, 1853. In, in, we, That's why we, they have them. We see that in France all the time. I, do, I, 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 I was I was born into it. So it, okay. it doesn't affect me. I have no problem whatsoever with this. With, with your daughter seeing somebody. It, it, do, it, no, it's uh, not. No, it's not. You know, she's going to have to find out. She knows her, her brother P standing up. It's fine. He doesn't close the door every time. Boom. You know, like you know, it's like you guys are way too much Ted Cruz right now. I, I don't know relax. what that means. I don't know. Ted Cruz is a conservative okay. from Texas, really conservative. Uh, you know, against gay marriage and everything to the extreme. Yeah, super extreme. I don't give a shit about gay marriage. Um, they, but can, they can be miserable like everybody else. Go but, ahead and get married. But doesn't France? <laughs> but doesn't France, um, to their record, have the nicest porta potties ever? Going to a bathroom is a private moment. In, that's why bathrooms are made with doors. If, if it wasn't I, private, I peed in, in uh, Le Big's uh, lawn yesterday. So why? No okay, deal. but nobody saw you. Okay, no. Doesn't like, matter. Like I get that too. Like I pee at the motocross track with my door open or whatever. I get that. Okay, when you gotta go, you gotta go. But it's a private moment. Otherwise, they wouldn't they wouldn't put doors on people's bathrooms if this was just okay. Everywhere you go in a bathroom, there is a door. There's doors in bathrooms. You have stage fright, don't you, Steve? Why is there no door? Uh, did, Why is this okay? Did you, so, you okay with no doors in the showers at the gym? There's no doors in the Boom. guys. Are you, are you okay with that? That's I, I don't want to okay. see it. This is that's, right in front of everybody. It doesn't matter. Like, For that's, me, that's it, showering. That's not relieving nah, yourself. Yeah, but. That's different. You know, I don't want to. Uh, Unless you're showering. I don't want an Asian uh, two inch uh, penis, hairy, uh, taking a shower <laughs> next to me. I don't want. Okay, I don't well, like it. Okay. And it's at the, every gym. Okay. Every gym, everybody okay. is naked. Uh, you, you you play team sport. You take showers. Everybody naked. Pookie. What's the big deal? Pookie, help me out here. I You're can't. not naked I, here. I can't help you. You mm. can't see anything. Yes, you know what the guy is doing. She's agreeing. But listen to me. When of she when is. you get in a portable party, you know, with paper on your hand, you know the guy's gonna take a shit. 
Mm. So what's the point? You know this guy is paying. So you know, it, but you don't see shit. You don't see anything. It's like, not a problem. Look at my okay. payments is killing it right the, now. Uh, God. The uh, this is another thing. I have a so, this so, is another problem I have with Europe. Why don't you have a shower door that goes all the way across? Yeah, that, that's 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 uh, I don't like that either. Okay, all right, all right. Because <laughs> everything gets the, wet, dude. Everything gets wet. It's yeah, water everywhere. The shower curtain, no shower curtain. I don't understand. Yeah. It's a design flaw. Uh, my other. Compl- I have a problem with with the shower in hotel rooms. I do, in France. Okay, yeah. I, another problem I have is uh, egg on pizza. What? Egg on pizza. Don't order it. Sunny side up eggs on pizza. Awesome. Are you fucking serious? My favorite one is uh, in uh, Timmy's house like that. It's like that. It's good. I like little pizzas on Did my pizza. Did you log pizza. the problems on your phone? Is that what you're looking at? Yeah, it's going to be. He has, my, he has a be, folder. He has a folder in his library. It's going to be in my column He's tomorrow. Like, I'm putting all the problems down on paper. He started up a whole new I album like on his saying problems with France and started taking I pictures like, of shit. I like Europe. It's cool. So I like it in short doses. He doesn't doses, like to see guys peeing uh, no, in public. No, no, no. I don't. Absolutely not. I don't want to see guys peeing in front of me. I don't want to see girls peeing in front of me. No pooping in front of me. I'm good with, like, go take care of your business. We don't need an open urinal where dudes are just peeing. Obviously, it's legal if it's there. So there's no I'm problem sure it's with legal. It. It's just a custom that you guys would do. That's super weird and super weird, super jacked up. So, I, I don't get it. It's convenient. It's good. <laughs> it is. Why don't they put a porta potty with a door there? That's convenient too. Just That's put more a, room. Put takes a more money. Potty. There and then you're but good. here and those things. There's it's three of them, right? Yeah, it's that's three, three of those. Yeah, it's three, yeah. three, three units in yeah. the one unit. Yeah, that's, that's cool. money saving. Yeah. You know, they had those. They had those when, really I, when I raised GPS at the gate. They, that was super convenient for the riders. Yeah. So we don't pee in the, the yeah, yeah, doghouse. <laughs> that was super convenient. They should do that in Supercross. Just import it. You make money. Okay. This is uh, very cost efficient um, too. So again, I like going to Europe. I go there a lot, but there's just some, there's some weird guys, stuff. Yeah. You guys got to fix. Yeah, but dude, I, I think you need to. You know what's also weird? Like, okay, and 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 uh, what's this? What's this? Riga? Riga was like this last year, and Rens was like this. Ren, 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 Ren was like this this year. We're staying right downtown, and like, for example, Friday morning before we went to the track, we want to go eat. Nothing was open. This is downtown. Busy downtown Friday. So they, Friday. Friday. So people are working. No breakfast? No breakfast. Nobody nobody, t- nobody goes to breakfast in France. We don't. You eat breakfast at your house. Well, I'm at a hotel. I'm six inches away from JT. Yeah, but <laughs> hotel is breakfast. Yeah, they do. We d- okay. Yeah. But we wanted lunch the, or whatever, but yeah. Yeah, but you cannot have lunch at 8 o'clock in the morning. It, no, it, this it, was 11. This was 11. 11 is the same thing. It's closed. It opens like... Okay, well, God bless noon. America because shit's open. Shit's open. Whatever you want. Yeah, but you guys I get, have weird... I can, get, I can get a Chipotle right now. Hey, I never see my parents uh, going to breakfast or having breakfast. They have a cup of coffee. They take a shower. They go to work. You know, that's it. You I guys, mean, oh, let's go to, to brunch or whatever. Yes, if you go to <laughs> Paris, there's nice brunch and stuff, but... No, you open a breakfast place in France in downtown Rennes. You're gonna shut the door after a month, <laughs> and also nobody's gonna be there. Uh, coffee place could not find a morning coffee place open. You go to a bar. This bar they open at six o'clock in the morning. It's a bar. A bar. Okay, because we yeah. were looking at some coffee places that no, were closed. It's not coffee shop in France. Like in those areas. No, there was coffee shops, but they were closed. You go to bar. You go to a bar. Of course. So after I piss in the public, I'll go to a bar for coffee. It makes perfect sense. Yes. 
Yeah. And, and coffee, right. you go to yeah. a bar, After and, my, and they after, have coffee, okay. and the bars have croissant, uh, pain au chocolat, chocolate croissant, and uh, they have the newspaper. And all, all the people go have coffee in a bar. Okay, after... And you can have a shot, too. You can drink alcohol, too, if you want. Yeah. But. After I get out of my shower where everything gets fucking soaking wet, I'll go piss in fucking public in front of everybody with my wang hanging out, and then I'll go to a bar to, eat, to drink coffee. Perfect. Sounds like a great Make, time. And, and, and have a Welcome croissant. To and, a croissant, croissant. and read the newspaper. That's a great fucking country. I, uh, I go, that's what I do when I go to France in the morning. I go to a bar. I have espresso. And they usually, the bar usually do uh, cigarette, uh, full bar, coffee, uh, croissant, C- and then uh, cigarette, and yeah. then uh, press. Your breakfast right there. That's and then uh, newspaper yeah, and yeah. magazines. Yeah. I just wish everything was open all the time, like America. Like six o'clock at night, it's you just a ghost town. Just you know, open everything. You know, people that work in France, they have rights. You know, you're not allowed to work on Sunday. Yeah. Because it's rest day. If you open a business on Sunday, you get fined. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, no, I, you know, they, they have uh, working Yeah, like right. your family. Like your here, f- here you get fired saying, you know what? Fuck you, you're fired. Like Donald Trump said, you're fired. Done. <laughs> you have nothing. You have, you know, yeah, that, yeah. you go home and you're no, done. No, doesn't it seem it, like the Americans. In France, does, you, right. you can't do that. The know? Americans, like, uh, they, they live to work. And in France, they work to live. Or European. Europe, they work to live. Yeah. Like, family's important and not working is cool. In America, it's like, I need a bigger house, a bigger car. I got to work 12 and you, hours. And you have to right. pay your debts, basically. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to commute two hours each way to work, you know, spend you five hours s- in the car. You never see that in France. Right. It's, but you see in, people in with my their dogs. There are people with their dogs hanging out, pissing <laughs> everywhere. In my neighborhood... You know, I hear the guys leaving at 4.30 in the morning. I'm sure they go to L.A. or work. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like yeah. Every day. Yeah. You like, You're in your sweats watching ESPN, 70 degrees. No, at 4.30, I'm... Yeah. So, you know what? When I do like a, a all-night poker session, yeah. and I come back at 6 a.m. or something, or 5 a.m., I see all the cars <laughs> going to work. I'm like... Suckers. We, we have a, a way different <laughs> life, you <laughs> you're, know? You're like, thankfully, I could tw- twist the <laughs> throttle. I knew how to go Whoa, like this a lot. That's crazy. Uh, last email from Chris. First, his Mike Babcock, his name is, it says, First, thanks for putting on a show today. I'm sure you are jet-lagged. Yes, I am. And it's cool you spend some, your own dime to you go to these events. You don't care. You were in business class. You didn't ride. So you, you're fine. Oh, well, I didn't change my clothes like JT. Pookie, do you change your clothes when you take a flight? Mm-hmm. You bring a, a, a spare change of clothes. Not on the flight. Yeah, JT changes them on the flight and thinks I'm weird for not. <laughs> uh, it's cool you spend your own dime to go to these events so you can really get the best information possible. If spending your own money to cover a sport doesn't equal good journalism, then I don't know what does. Hey, DV. Do you do? You, oh, yeah. I'm out of like a grand from this trip. Uh, Racer X paid for half my flight, and I had to pay for the other half, obviously, and in hotels and rental car and everything. DV, I was the only American media guy there who was a writer slash interviewer of riders there were four me are you listening to me yes you're, you're only only writer there so yeah. there was four media guys there from america i don't count jt right he's a full-time fly racing guy three photographers and me the u.s media like what's going on guys why didn't they go there because Dunge wasn't there. What's up with that? So no Transworld, no... Nope. no, no, no Vital, no Transworld, no Motocross action. action. 
No. Uh, Keith Earl? Dirt Rider? No, Dirt Rider? Nope. Nope, they're too busy screwing JT out of the shootout coverage that, coming up. That's that's the new era of uh, journalism. They send, you know, they send uh, or they hire somebody from there to take that's photos. That's what they did. No, yeah, they had. Yeah, yeah. They, they hire a bunch of photographers from there. Yeah. It doesn't cost much. Those guys work for a bunch of companies. And then, you know what? They watch it on TV and they write about it. But that you can't write about it when you don't go to the races. Like you can't, you don't know what's, who's going backwards, who's going forwards. Like it's like a, it's the world of Google News, the world of 2015. It's the way it is. You know, you don't send reporters for such a small event that's going to take only what ten pages on your magazine. Well, you know how much I'm just those, saying, like, I if mean, you send look, everybody there, you know how much those ten pages going to cost compared to the other. I, I'm just surprised pages? that I, I'm, I was the only dude there to talk to these riders because you're passionate about it. Well, you know, they can talk about them. They can talk. Uh, they call their cell phone tomorrow, and then they'll be fine. I don't know, man. I think that was pretty sad. And I mean, these guys are my friends, so I don't and I don't agree about them, this. But yeah, that's right. how they do it. They just don't go. They send a. Uh, all they need is photos, and then they fill the blanks with what, whatever they know and what they saw and, on TV. And on top of that, I'm I'm out a thousand bucks personally, out a thousand dollars at but least. You, but you're balling. I'm not balling, bro. You, but you made money uh, doing Vilopoto interviews. Yeah, yeah, selling all my <laughs> Vilopoto interviews. You're right. Uh, all right, this guy also said, uh, second, I just wanted to say you're totally right about confidence being a huge factor in how well someone rides. Barsha was struggling bad the last two years. It was also, also it was almost uncomfortable to watch. And then the rains came at Bud Creek. Fast forward to September, and he's passing the fastest riders in the world in front of 60,000 fans rooting against him. Oh, that's another thing. Ustream said there was 80,000 people there, I think. No, there's not. Oh, fucking on glue. There was probably 20. No, way more than way that. Dude, it's not that big of a place. It's, it was they were 40, packed, but... 40,000 40, easy. I'm telling you. You think there was the size of Jack... No, Jack Murphy's... What, is Petco Park 40,000? More. More. Petco is more than 40? Yeah. It's not that big. You go to uh, Angel Stadium, it's not that big. It's not that Angels big. is 42, right? Uh, maybe yeah, 40, yeah, 42. Four, no, it's super good. It's 42. 42. So, yeah, run that. All right, that's been the Racetech emails. Racetech.com. Please use the code PulpMX2015 to save yourself at Racetech. Get your suspension oil changed. Get uh, get your bike tuned in. What did you think of that guy, Pookie, that had your sign? That was cool. Did you see that, DV? Miss Pussy. Miss Pussy. <laughs> Miss Pussy. No, Miss Pookie? Did, I don't know. Where is Pookie? It didn't say <laughs> Miss Pussy. No, no. That would not yeah. have been cool. No, I thought the, the guy said, I miss Pookie. No. Sorry. Oh. Mm. Angel no, Stadium seats 45,050 people. I said, and I said 45, right? You did. You were 50 off. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was counting Supercross attendance. Supercross attendance is lower. No. Because they blanket off sheets. sheets. They, they uh, cover Find sheets. an excuse. Find an excuse. Okay. Find um. Excuse. Hey, you see my crepe? Look at the little crepe holder they gave me in France. Oh, it's like a pizza place. so good. Yeah. It's good, right? Nutella? No. Two dollars? Butter, butter and sugar. How much Avec bourré azúcar. Oh, she, yeah, she loved herself some... Uh, no, du, du beurre et du sucre. Yeah, that's what I said. That's not what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Pookie, are you with me on the pissing thing? Please that's just tell gross. me. Dog. Okay, thank you. Okay. No, she, just, she's American. She's going to say that. You guys are grossed out about a, a nipple on no. national television. No, not. not at all. But, I'm loose. It was like oh, I know. Not that was loose. like a d- diplomatic uh, world incident. Come on, guys. No, just, I'm with you on that. It's bullshit. Yeah, but just just no, open look, up. Look, just because there's bit. porn at 10 p.m. on French channels. 
Basically, softcore porn. 10 o'clock, right? Hi, you bitch. Yeah. There is some here, too. Um, Don't you have Showtime or HBO? Yeah, I guess. Actually, yeah, all those shows now, like Game of Thrones and then her stupid new show that she likes, just like porn. Watch Orange and, uh, Orange and New Black. Ooh, yeah. It's insane. I watch that show. It's like naked chicks all the time. Oh, really? And Why some didn't I, you tell me about and that? And some I don't want to see them naked. You know, I watch it all the time. No, I know. Why don't you ever say, hey, you should watch this with me. There's naked chicks. <laughs> uh, all right, racetech.com. Here's an email segment, 702-586-PULP. Uh, Gibbs, you got hammered this week. Uh, people were not I mean, happy with you. Voicemail segment. And, uh -oh. um, you said email segment. It's voicemails. Um, what? You said emails. These are voicemails. Yeah, voicemail. 702-586-PULP. Are they sponsored Give by Racetech? Give us a call anytime. And, uh, nope, no sponsor. Mm. And uh, that was the email segment from Racetech. I there think I go. said that. Yep, that's what you meant. And uh, call anytime. And these are the best of the best. And uh, let's, let's go. Let's All right, play let's it. do this. Uh, listen here. That some bitch, that goddamn Gibbs, <laughs> I got an idea. You know, I'm calling here a while. I've been calling for a long time. I want to come down there for a little bit while you're on there and talk to that some bitch and give him a dick to be sucking. <laughs> he certainly looks like he's good at sucking dicks. That's not real. And after he's done sucking it, I'm going to smack him up a little bit. So you let me know. I hope you play this on the air. And then, uh, you know, just let me know and I'll come on down and we'll... Well, but a little talk what about the fuck are you doing? Dick sucking with that fucking damn freaking figure, goddamn kid's little bitch crying like a little girl all the time. Can't take nothing. He's a bitch, and we're gonna treat him like one stuff. Y'all let me know, and I'll make my plans to come on down. You know what? I'll pay hey. for his fucking ticket. Let's Seriously, do this, dude. Sounds like a good time. You, you know this guy? No, no one knows this piece of shit. I'm more offended by this. Than the the urinal. The urinal? <laughs> okay. I'm more offended by this voicemail. I know this drunk. Than hick. somebody taking a leak in their urinal in public. Seriously. You're mad because he's insulting somebody. Like that's why. Yeah. That's like, I mean, I think okay. there's other ways to come out, dude. Like shit. That was bad. Hey, I don't want. Great show. That was pretty bad. Yeah, no, it was. Show. I'm actually uh, been listening to your show since uh, first started. So that's how long I've been with you. Uh, I think you did a fine job, and like I said, if I don't like it, uh, I'll just try to get my money back. Then again, I don't pay nothing for it, so I guess we're good. Uh, the reason I called is uh, I was wondering if uh, you could address how much it costs to uh, do the Ricky Carmichael School, uh, where he has those rides where he has uh, you know the people that come and help Stanton and uh, Emmett and stuff like that. Maybe you could go over what the... Uh, uh, fees are for that, and maybe if you know what, even the uh, guests get paid to work with him. And the uh, other thing is maybe the Baker's Factory. What that costs, the rundown of, uh, you know, how much it costs if he gets a bonus, uh, you know, if his rider wins. Because, you know, I know uh, Ryan Villapoto actually was second choice. Uh, Dungey was first when he uh, offered it to Dungey that the money was too much. And maybe you could go over that, the ins and outs of that. And I uh, appreciate it. Thank you all very much. And uh, I'll be listening on the archives. Uh, Alden changes, charges different amounts for different people. I'm really sure. I don't, it's not open to the public. This guy seemed to act like it was open to the public. The Carmichael thing is 500 bucks uh, per student. And I guess they're killing it, man. They for keep, two days? Uh, yeah, I think so. 
they're adding more and more schools all the time. They're going to Australia, going to England. I was talking to Fro about it a little bit. So um, at the Disney Fro was. Did in. he say anything about me? Um, I think he did. Did he say to tell me hi? Yeah, I think Why so. Why didn't you tell me? I think I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, he was there, Fro. It was good. Um, yeah, so 500, 500 bucks for the RCEH. I don't know about Alden. It's all different, and it's not open to the public. So. Hey, I was just listening to the most recent pulp show, and I just thought it was funny because I was thinking to myself, that that was the worst Van Halen song that I'd ever heard. <laughs> and uh, that as soon as it stopped playing, you came on and said that it was one of the most underrated Van Halen songs. I just like to call and disagree with that. That guy's a dick, man. That song was epic. <laughs> Sammy, in his book, said it was one of his best songs also. So suck it. Sammy loved it. Mine all mine. Mine, all mine. Yeah, I remember when you played awesome. it last week. That was good. Oh yeah, it's strong. So that guy goes to the voice book. You know, honestly, that <laughs> song's really not that bad. That's actually a pretty good song by them. Hi, um, can you do me a favor, my um, yes, my relation to um some music business and stuff um is really not allowed to be picked up, and he's waiting for um some stuff at his house. Hmm. He can't go somewhere so he could get some kind of grease report with um. Pavitica rats and people um, jumping up and down and trying to look through things. Oh, and by the mm-hmm. way, Kensington Market is Black Market. Mm. It's Toronto. What is this? Now you can put back everything it's crazy lady. Took. Oh. Toronto? She's still around? She's still around, bro. She's still calling a lot. She really talks about real stuff? Mm, yeah, yeah, when she's not yelling and screaming. Yeah, I thought she just No, screamed. she generally speaking yells and screams. I played this one because it was... Oh. Calm and rational, but still made no sense. She's good. Whatever she's on, I want to try. Maybe one she's day. single with no kids and hot. I'm sure she's single with no kids. Not hot though. Hi, this is Danny. I have some problems with kids. That's fine. Called in a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He had me on hold. It's not my fault, dude. We're all old right now. What a dick! He hung up on me. We're on hold. You right. guys are all Danny. Oh, Danny's not here. And Gibbs calls me weird. <laughs> I don't know why, Danny. Seems like you're pretty normal. Yeah. Um, sorry, dude. Hey. Listen, hey, for anybody that's out here that's wondering, um, like I don't control when you get on. I just put you through and let Steve know what's coming up. And if he decides he wants to put you on, then he puts you on. Yeah, if someone asks a dumb question, I don't hey, one. Yeah, no. I mean, I'll hey, entertain you and leave you on hold for an hour and a half, but if you're asking a stupid-ass question, don't, don't expect to get on. I'm sorry. You have some uh, great uh, listeners in that show. These are our listeners, bro. Yeah, they're our fans. They're fans of you, DV. Hey, did you see... They're the ones who are saying, get more DV on the show. Like, we want more DV. These are these people, like Denny. Yeah. Did you ask DV why he unfollowed us on Twitter? I told him you were heartbroken over it. I went, I went on a unfollow thing. I unfollow everybody on on Instagram. But you only follow seven people. You follow no, Divi, You unfollowed. You followed seven people and you unfollowed me and Pookie. I follow five people on. Uh, yeah, it's five. I checked today. Yeah, yeah so you just had yeah. to cut it down from yeah. seven to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah my seven, five. seven was too I just, many. I went on an unfollowing thing. Just, uh, have, but it was just us. It's Why a, did you unfollow me and Pookie? I followed. On Instagram, I followed everybody at one okay, point. But I'm Only my Twitter, kids. Twitter. And then on Twitter, I kept my own soccer team, Viral MX. Yeah, you cut me and Pookie. That's what you cut. Yeah. You cut two. No, I cut everybody, and then I put that because I want soccer news still. 
I follow DV. No, but when I'm, you're you not, know what, you're, I, I'm gonna follow you if you want. You know because <laughs> I don't follow DV? people. He has no reason. No. He, he was busted. No, he, it's he was not busted. like I, it's like I don't want to know people's. Bi- I don't Pookie know. Pookie was very because honored. I'm annoying. Just say it because like you're yeah. fucking annoying. That's yeah. why I unfollowed you. Listen, bitch. And then I follow you with <laughs> the, the the fucking. Uh, oops, sorry. The 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 fiasco with the uh, um, Watson. I was over it. And then uh, why would you unfollow me because of that though? <laughs> I mean, I. Yeah, I have no no reason. I was just pissed, and I said, you know, fuck. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. Why does Pookie gotta be an innocent victim? She was very happy to be one of your elite seven. She was very stoked to be in the super seven group. Yeah, no, it's because I don't care what people do. I know, but you were. But here, so we, we can't. We're not playing that podcast that you did with Watson. That will remain unapproved. Unapproved. No, you won't. It's done. That was a fucking dick move. I agree. And then you know what? That's that's not acceptable. And I and I'll never talk to him ever again. DV is now following you on Twitter. I just cut a note. No, yes. no, putting you, 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 you. What yeah. about me, DV? Will you follow me? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> I'm in the super set. I'm, super I'm really not interested of you tweeting and your tweets, dude. Really. I don't post shit. That's the thing. You won't see nothing from me. Oh uh, yeah. No, I don't post shit. Dude. You tweeted like. 25 times today. I t- tweeted three times today, and that was it. And it was about my phone. You retweeted a bunch of stuff. DV, DV, I retweet a lot of things. DV though. would not be pumped with your tweets. DV would. would I, I retweeted uh, fucking no, Kiefer at LACR. He doesn't like anything, though. Yeah, yeah DV point. doesn't like anything. I don't like retweets. DV, like go ahead, follow me, and then unfollow like me. Retweets. Just give me a little bit of pleasure. I don't give a shit. Weaver, like, tweets a quote. It gets deleted right away. Oh, like a motivational quote? But what if it's something really awesome, like yeah, spread no, love no, and love will spread? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my things. That was the reason right there. Yeah, the, the Wahlberg shit. I'm look over at, it. Look at his look. Like, we what the found, fuck are you talking about? Because he knew what I was talking I know. about. The yeah. Wahlberg yeah. shit. Hey, yeah. I... I unfollowed her too, and then she blocked me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she fucking, blocked me. We came down to the bottom of that one. Quick. I had to, I had to uh, I had to praise Donnie Wahlberg to get unblocked by my wife. Yep. So I get it. Did you? I had to. to yeah, get... I made him tweet out Donnie Wahlberg is the best Wahlberg. <laughs> Pookie, you're following 367 people. Seriously. I'm a social butterfly. I can't I can't do that. I'm like I get over it. I'm 362, so I mean. Do you ever think those people that have those apps that say, "Hey, you've now you've now been unfollowed by this person"? Do you ever worry about those people? I guess you never would. I don't give a shit. Seriously, I, right. I block a bunch of people all the time. Like I told you, I block over almost 300 people on Facebook. Every time I post something in public, the guy make a bad joke or he's, he think he's funny and he's mean or he's, he's like an idiot, gets blocked. You know, <laughs> so I've done it too. I can't. I can't. I can't say. I, I was done it. I was stoked today. I hit a thousand followers, and then like within an hour, it was back to nine ninety nine. Yeah, you tweeted all about so it. Bum, man. I was, <laughs> like, see, I was like, let's see how long this takes. It's the, not going to take one long of the at reasons. All. I don't want to follow you. you I don't care about followers. You, and you don't need to follow me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who follows me. DV's his own man. Follows Racer X, his soccer team. Vital. Vital L'Equipe. That's the like a sports newspaper. Yeah, yeah. A French sports newspaper, uh, Racer X, Vital, my home soccer team, that, and that's it, really. In a way, you follow me because you follow Racer X, and I tweet for them a lot. In a way, yeah. All right, let's go voicemail. Let's do this. Come on, kids. 
What's up, Pop-Up Max? It's Matt. Uh, uh, you're, I'm listening to the latest show. You're talking about Southwick coming back. And it is. I was at a uh, race with NEMX uh, a few weeks ago, I think the last weekend in August. And I was getting ready to go down for B practice, and they announced it. Keith, uh, They had the, um, the announcer guy say that Keith Johnson can confirm that the National will be back for next year. So just wanted to, like, even add more fuel to the fire with that. So... Love the show. Yeah, Southwick's coming back, bro. So do I, DV, do I have to dump my sandbag? Where do you stand on that? Spread it to every other guy. Yeah, it doesn't, it's not uh, legendary anymore. So just take my sandbag and <laughs> just dump it like, oh yeah. Just <laughs> dump it in your backyard. Uh, well, uh, some, Kiefer was saying take it back to Southwick <laughs> and give it back to them. Should I do that? Yeah. You should. Yeah. It's cool, though, that's coming back. That was a great Yeah, race. it's good. It's a good track, for sure. I agree with that. They're awesome. dropping Utah and getting Southwick. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a positive addition. No way. Utah Take was a, awesome. And it's going to be the last three are going to be um, uh, Bud's Creek. Uh, Indiana uh, is still the last one, but it's going to go like uh, Unadilla, Bud's Creek, Indiana. The last three. Hey, so Steve. Bud's is way later. Steve. And also Unadilla. Unadilla is in mid-July, uh, right? No, Unadilla is going to be at the end, mid-August now. Oh, yeah. It's going to end. The series is going to end one or two weeks later hmm. because of the way the calendar is and it's pushed back one week or something. So, Labor Day weekend, maybe? Yeah. Again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it used to be, right? It was always Labor Day. Steel City. Yeah. 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 Steve, why don't you just take the Southwick sand and dump it on the track that you won your four motor uh, Manitoba titles on? Isn't that a sand track? No. No, it's not a sand track. No. You I can't mean, write. Hey, dude. I saw that video of the Supercross on the KX80. Yeah. That was sick. The outdoor Dude, race. Right? I fucking showed Blair Morgan what was up, didn't I? Yeah. Did you know that was Blair Morgan? Yeah. yeah. I saw the comments or something. Yeah. That was sick. You were literally sitting down a little too much. Well, I was six feet, feet tall. In the <laughs> uh, uh, Eddie Ray was in here a couple weeks ago, and I didn't even remember this, DV. He talked about – he's a good rider. He's won Loretta's titles and stuff. He talked about him and I entering uh, the Southwick Invitational the week before. You know the the national. You you did that a couple times. One uh, uh, one time once. I did it, yeah. and uh, I guess we entered we entered the race together. And he said I smoked him. He said he never saw me all day. Hmm. He said I passed him and took off. Eddie Ray said that. Yeah. Oh jeez. I didn't even remember it. You know I beat uh, Dowdy at that race. In one moto. What about let's talk about me beating Eddie Ray though. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got. Second I remember before. Eddie Ray racing Supercross and changing tires for Dunlop yeah, yeah, at the yeah. same he time. You talked about that, yeah. I remember that. He he would never race the night show because uh, he was busy changing tires. He didn't want to get points for Loretta's and all that. So. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Right. Did you see the picture of Evan Ferry scrubbing that PW50? No, I don't think so. Dude, every time, every, it's it's like it's literally very impressive, every, like how low this kid has his fifty. Every time I see a video of him jumping, the, I'm I'm scared. I see his kid like he jumps some big jumps. Yeah, bro. Sixty-five. Is he is he good like uh, nationally or? Uh, he was top ten uh, in his class. Yeah, Loretta's. Loretta's. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, and he's supposed to be uh, from people I've talked to, not Timmy. Like he's better than that. He just kind of has trouble with Loretta's a little bit, but he's better than that. Um, just you know, whatever pressure or track so style or whatever. So, and TV's closing his computer up. All right, let's do. You it. said you were going to end the show at ten. I guess he's done with Moto it's again. Ten. TV's done he with Moto 10:30, again. Actually. It's fine. Let's All go. Right, let's, let's go, go. Let's let's to this. six a.m. <laughs> for the jet lag. Hell no. Hey, Paul Shell. This is Kurt from Indiana. Big fan who's always trying to increase his uh. Moto knowledge. Not trying to beat a dead horse, but um, I just want to get this straight. So Diana, 
running across the start straight. Uh, that's right up there with uh, Ryan Hughes pushing his bike across the finish line at Steel City. And, um, Close enough. of course, lifting up an LCD board. That is basically the equivalent of Scott Summers lifting up an XR600. So in, in Moto Legends, those are all right there and equal. Just wanted to get that straight. Thanks. I, I think he's being sarcastic. Pretty much. I think he's being sarcastic there. So Yeah. Is she going to be Mr. Ross again? Uh, I don't know. There was a, she was talking about how like there's a little vote thing where you can vote for Are her you following her? Chick. Are you following her? No, she was on the show, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, what about... Uh, and yes, I am following her. Uh, how's your relationship with uh, Mrs. Dungey? Ooh, here you go. No, huh? it's fine. It's dude. Don't even bring that shit up. Man. Don't even <laughs> we, bring we it don't, up. We can't talk That's about like that. That's like five months old, and it's it's yeah. No, dude. Sorry. <laughs> but I did find the video of Evan Ferry scrubbing this PW50. It's on Vital. It's like the first thing. Do it. Hey, Steve and the crew. Hey, great show as always. Um, I just want to let you guys know that uh, all 500 t- CC two strokes dinosaurs still rule the earth. We're all getting together on the East Coast, August first, 2016. At Burning Rock, West Virginia, they got this big park there with tracks and trails and everything. And uh, we so far we've got about 5,500 two-stroke guys from across the country who are going to go. It's a five-day event, and uh, we just want to get the word out. Uh, there's a Facebook page called 500 CC or 500 two-stroke group ride, and you can find us there and get more information. Please uh, put it out. And uh, thanks a lot. Thanks for the thanks for the reps. Appreciate it. Bye. 500 two-strokes, bro. There you go. They're coming back, TV. The reps. What's that? Get a 500 two-stroke, TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get, I get right on that. Actually, I talked to Glover in uh, Glen Helen. He wants me to come and race the vintage... The, vi- the vet vintage nations thing in England? I don't know if this nation or the vintage race or whatever it was. In England or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah vet, vet, vet MXDN, they call it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Bale did it last year on, uh, like, Thorpe's old bike or something. <sighs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Yo, bro. This is Ryan from Arizona. What's up, bro? Just calling you about a few things. First off, a few weeks ago, just want to let you know you didn't sound pathetic at all trying to get some praise for what you do. Thank you. You are the fucking man. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. Only a few things need to be changed, though, Steve. <laughs> First off. A few. Fucking guy. We get it with the whole crazy lady thing. We don't need to hear any more bullshit rambling. So I think everyone can probably agree that that's just a waste of time at this point. The other thing is uh, pretty much need to get rid of Devin. <laughs> I think that's uh, probably not as attainable as a crazy lady, so we'll just start there and then work on getting rid of him later. So, Devin, you're just a little fucking creepy, so knock that shit off. Anyways, next question. Be Pacific, Dick. Two years from now. The motocross nation is going to be at Glen Helen. Do you guys think if Josh Grant, you know, has rides for the next two years, that he will be selected? <laughs> if he's angry. If he's angry, this that. guy even asked that and, question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's some we'll people that. You guys think. All right, later. What, what do you, you think? You, you can't help this guy. <laughs> you can't help him. He, mm-hmm. he, he went so far out that you can't help he's him. Done. He has, he's you have to let him go. Is that a block on Facebook if some guy <laughs> says that to you? Yeah. Or Twitter? DV, a, if you say DVD, should Josh grab you on the Disney team at Glen Ellen, you block him? I might. He's <laughs> <laughs> borderline 86. <laughs> 
Right. No, this guy is. Yeah, I, I'm with you. All right, let's do this. What the guy, fuck are you on. doing? Just good stuff. Get tired of it. Listen, why don't you just have a new rule? The guy can work the board and do the sound drops and whatever else, as long as he just keeps his mouth. <laughs> what what were you doing? What happened that all these people? I, there was another, Dude, I there know. was three more that I didn't run because eventually I'm like, okay, like I get it, people. But what did you do? What know. show are they talking about? Dude, I don't know. I'm not. I think no, maybe the last two shows I will maybe a uh, little bit what? more talkative than usual. Gibbs doesn't bother me. He's bothering some of these people on voicemails. Yeah, but who gives a shit about these guys? The guy who said he needs me to he needs me out here to ask if Grant should be on the U.S. Donations team. I'm just wondering what you did. If you don't know, man, I can't fix the problem. You're my boss. You're my manager. You're supposed to tell me what I need ooh, to do and what ooh, I can't Matthews do. Matthews is a manager now? He's a CEO. Manager, he's a boss CEO. and he's a manager. Yeah. CEO. She's the boss over there. Let's face That's it. Right. Well, she's the you boss after goes. he clocks she's, out. She's wearing pants right now. Ooh. What does that mean? She wears the pants. Oh, yeah. These are them. She changed. She was in first class. She changed. <laughs> <laughs> Steve wears the cargoes. Right? Come on. Really? Or bring Patrick back. Come on. Patrick. 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 Peter? Patrick. Yeah. You're an idiot, dude. <laughs> Patrick. Swayze. Patrick Swayze or Patrick who? Hey, Vegas strippers followed me on Twitter at Vegas Club. <laughs> They're trying to get the end for Kiefer. They know it's your birthday coming up. Yeah, really, Ooh. right? Uh, um, get Patrick back, though. Yeah, we'll, we'll call Patrick yeah. right Patrick, away. Patrick, Patrick was insane. It was great. Tits. No, oh, I don't know Patrick. Oh. Yeah, Patrick. It's Peter, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's from Austin. Loved watching the TV coverage this weekend. Loved the racing. Thought our guys uh, did fantastic. Very proud of them. Uh, question, uh, does this rank as the best um, motocross the nation's performance by U.S. team uh, where they did not win? Uh, just curious. Get your thoughts on that. Uh, second question is if you guys, you and JT, made it to Normandy. I think you mentioned that in a podcast. I'm just wondering what your impressions were of that, and if it gave you any perspective on the the racing and, um, you know, since the proximity was so close to where, you know, so many people gave such sacrifices. Yeah. That kind of made it, you know, the overall <laughs> event more of a coming together, uh, kumbaya type thing. Yeah, my perspective uh, is stay off the fucking buggies <laughs> on the on the <laughs> beach. Great job uh, with the show. Here we and, go, Ted Cruz uh, again. He's we'll back. Later. Uh, t- thousands of people died on that beach. Get your fucking buggy off of it. Ted Cruz is back. I, I don't know who this Ted Cruz is. Uh, I don't even know the difference between Republicans and Democrats. I really don't. You that oh stupid? Well, I'm not stupid. <laughs> that stupid. <laughs> I mean, I don't like. What viewpoint do they hold? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't Come know. Come on, Stevie. You like, know that. Like, who's for abortion or against it? Like, I don't know. Or who's who wants gay people Cons- married cons- and who Conservative doesn't? are against okay. abortion. Well, conservative, They're, that's different than Republican, right? Yeah, that's Republican. See? Okay, so you're you're changing things on me. In no. Canada, we have a conservative party. But, but there, is, there is, like, liberal Republicans... You know, more yeah. like uh, Paul. Yeah. Or you have conservative, conservative Republican. Li- Democrats. You have, you have Ted, right. Ted Cruz, you know. Yeah, yeah. you got to follow this shit. No, nah, I can't vote, so I can't, you know, I don't follow it too closely. Uh, I know Donald Trump's an idiot. <laughs> I know that. 
Um, <laughs> That's the, probably the funniest but, shit. Uh, listen, yeah. So <laughs> fucking the Normandy thing was cool, but stay off the beach with your buggies with thousands and thousands of okay, people. Okay, Ted, we got it. And we got uh, it, Ted. what was the other question? And, and we oh. don't, you don't want to pee in public. Okay, Ted, we got it. The yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not for relieving your it, bowels in public. My it, bad. It, it's a motorcast show. DV we don't like care you, about who pees DV, who. DV would like you to just shit in public. Go ahead, drop your doors next time you got to poop in a Walmart or Does a the Kmart. Does woods count as public? And just poop away. Just what? Does the woods count as public? Okay. The, woods. the best MXDN team, best American MXDN team to lose. Yeah, that has to be it. This it has to be. What about? I was thinking about this. What about 2003 with Tim Ferry? No, it's more uh, Carmichael, Ferry, Hughes. I was on that team. What's the Ferry's uh, moto calls? We only had one moto. It was really fucking weird. One moto format. That's it. How stupid was that? It was the only year they ever did it. <laughs> You're looking at me all weird. Where'd you go for that? What? Zolder, Belgium? Belgium. That wasn't. That wasn't the one moto format. One main event. Mm-hmm. Wow, I don't Best two out of three scores counted. Ah, yeah. So, the, so yeah, the the results has to be way different. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to find. Uh, no, it's it stops at 2004 on the Ustream uh, website. Yeah, but it's okay. not it's not the same scoring system, so you can't compare. Okay, so what about this? Emig, Lampson, and Dowd in '97. It's uh no Emig more, was more, two more. time champion. More. What about in ninety six? They lost in ninety six. No, though. they won in Spain. Jerez, Spain. No, Jerez. not ninety six. Uh, ninety five. Ninety five in Slovakia. Was Emig, Kudrowski, McGrath? Larocco. Larocco? Larocco, right? I don't know. Belgium won, right? Smash yeah. and stuff. But in ninety seven, Emig was supercross and motocross champion. Lampson dominated one twenty fives. I was there. I raised that year. Okay, that was well, my first nations. All right. They had more than sixteen points. It has to be okay. Right. And what ninety seven? Wasn't that the year that Emming did has that that famous that infamous photo of him coming into the? I corner? think you just said Emming. 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 No, that's Australia. The Engstings okay. and Emming. But uh, okay, yeah. Back to this guy. Yeah. So okay. Well, you know what? Like you said, you in the current in the current scoring, this sh- with sixteen points, that, that has to be it. right. That has to be it. I like the year that Tim Furry went when I was on the team. How many points did you have that there? So, uh, it was different scoring. Yeah, different no, scoring, so it's tough to compare. But, yeah, I can't. It stops at 2004 on the site, right. so it has to go, go well, back to the archives. I can go archives. back and cycle those archives. I'll look and cycle those archives. Yeah, look at uh, 90. Look at 95. Why, why did you just roll your eyes at me, Pookie? Because it's 11. She's <laughs> over it, dude. Look at the archives. Whatever, bro. You gotta Is be. That Blake Shelton <laughs> on that sports show right there? Shh, stop talking. Ooh, Blake Shelton. Look at that. Let's go. Can we do this? Hey, Mathis. I was just calling to give my two cents about the show from a couple weeks ago with uh, Bowers and Brady S. in studio. Listen, Bowers is fine. Bowers with Brady S., not so much. Um, of course, Bowers isn't as good as Keeper. This was a show that you tweeted. No, can, can this you, was the show you, you tweeted. Stop? I'm going to skip this show. Yeah, I'm not going to listen to the show if you have a, a monster girls or girls uh, in a bikini somewhere doing some marketing stuff for a company in this fucking show. <laughs> it's not. They, so Brittany they should is also they sh- no? They shouldn't. No, no. Chicks, no. No chicks. The chick... Yes, if you have uh, a Jamie Little or... Jamie uh, Taft. Yeah, those, you know. Yes, I'm okay. Like uh, a marketing girl in a, in a, you know, shaking yeah. her yeah. ass on a dark side video. Fuck no. No, it's a no. 
don't, don't the, who 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 does the casting of those shows? Hot lap. We don't care what they have to say. Uh, I, I don't do. give a shit. I, I do. Well, you, you like to, to look no, at them? No, do, go on new porn and you'll see chicks with. Powers was wanted to come up and bring his fiance. She can sit down. She can answer, and she and she doesn't talk about moto. Okay. We don't oh, care. Please. What? She has an interesting perspective of the sport. Who cares if she wants to talk? It's fine. We're not going to ban Brady because we're not interested in anything she has to say. It's about to be a 45-minute no. conversation I'm, right now. It's a motocross show. We need, a, you know, facts and, 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 and stuff, you know. If you – Janie Taft, she does a great job. She mm -hmm. can come on the show, talks about, you know, the inside of uh, – a TV program and right, what right. stuff. It's interesting. Okay. The rest, you put a monster girl here, I don't give a shit, you know? <laughs> they take selfie with duck faces all day and they shake their asses for Dark Shark on the video. I don't care. I don't watch Dark Shark video. I watched one in my life. I'm like, is that... Then you've seen them all. It's the same one. But I think they're yeah, all the same. it's the same one. And you know what? I look at this and it's a bad image to the sport. When a big, uh, for me, a big company... You have said this before, though. You're, uh, not, you're not pumped on that. A big company like Monsters should, or Rockstar shows girls like this. You know, I'm, I'm conservative. I'm a liberal. Okay, okay Ted but Cruz. on this, I'm really Ted Cruz on this. <laughs> you know, I'm really Ted Cruz on this. Very Ted Cruz on this one. Yeah, very. I don't, I don't like it. All those guys, they, they're so happy to take pictures with them. So and with, I don't like with, it. With Charlotte, do you watch what she dresses? Or not watch what she dresses, but do you? Charlotte, like a few years ago, watched Supercross. And then uh, the, she sees all the, the, I don't know where it was. Yeah. See all the mechanics with beanies and, and the fucking <laughs> jackets and stuff. They're freezing their asses off on, on the starting line. And then Charles goes, isn't she cold uh, in a bikini holding the sign? I'm like, <laughs> go in your room. Don't watch this. It's not for kids. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's not yeah. for kids. I'd rather have Duke Finch. With with the ponytail? red, white, and blue uh, AMA yeah. shirt. And it's ponytail. Holding the fucking board. Went to a than, I went to a strip club with Duke once. Then Diana, you know? Yep. Me and the Duke. And I don't like it. I just, mm -hmm. it's it's not the place for him. It's not. Right. Seriously. Okay. All right, you don't see, do you go to a baseball game? It's a family show. Motocross is a family show like a baseball game. Do you see naked chicks there? Don't get me started because the, no, the chicks that, that send the, the t-shirt at the baseball game, yeah. they have uh, Jersey baseball uniforms. jerseys. Yeah. They don't have bikinis on. So you were, you and I can agree that when Feld introduces their Supercross Ed sh videos, SX Ed, and uh, I'm just pathetically, uh, uh, it's um, horrible over it. I'm, I'm a CEO of this. I'm a CEO of Monster. I'm like, it's a no. It's huh. degrading. I don't like it. Did anyone learn off those videos? Do you P see somebody Pookie, at a, Pookie uh, was upset with you a minute ago saying you don't want to listen to these chicks, but now she's on you for saying no, it's degrading. I'm not upset with him for saying it. I, I know. I'm kidding. For I'm joking. you, I think it's fine if you want to open your show up to more different kind of people, especially if they're hot like Brady. Yeah, but you can't see him. What's the yeah, downside? Well, I can see her. Well, yeah, it's not going to In the Apple presentation of uh, the iPhone success, you don't see a chick in a bikini waving well, an iPhone. That's... Um, that's apples and oranges, but the baseball reference is Literally. good. Baseball, you know, the, the baseball the, reference is good. It's baseball, you bring the kids. Yeah. It's super cross, you bring your kids. Yeah. You know, you don't see that at a baseball game. Why do they do that? They just try to appeal to the lowest common denominator? I don't know. I don't. I just. 
What I think, I, and you know what? We're, it's late. Everybody says chicks sell. I don't know. They don't. Right. All right. All right. Let's do this. Bird keeper is the best. Seven deuce deuce is great. Um, I'm glad DV is no longer on the show. He's a douche. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Blow me. Blow me. <laughs> Way, so, he said um, he, you were a douchebag. <laughs> he said, I'm glad DV's not on the show anymore. He's a douchebag. I have heard that one before. Okay. <laughs> Tell me right. something I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Yeah. I'd, I'd have DV on every, every week. I, I, I love having DV on the show. I thought DV retired from Moto. I was very bummed. So, I thought we, who were we going to get first, DV or Ping? It was going to be oh, the ultimate showdown of who would not come in the studio, but DV's got him covered. Oh, yeah. We got a date for Ping, though. We got no, a, we got I don't want to hear. I'm not writing it on my calendar. <laughs> we got a new date. Don't talk for, about it. I'm not nope. cleaning any bedding for him. We got a new no. date for Ping. Mm-hmm. He's coming up. So, Tech Cruz, <laughs> Ping. <laughs> I gotta Google this guy now and watch him. Watch some videos and stuff. All right, see this. Bowers is fine. No problem having him back. Just you know, stick the girls. Leave that to the Valentine's Day show. That way, everybody knows not to listen to that one because that show really sucks with all the girls. I love this guy right here. Just a minute ago, he called you a douchebag. It's the same guy? Yeah. Same dude. <laughs> Shit. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. The only other thing is, uh, what made that show so bad was that Gibbs thought he was a co-host. We don't want to hear Gibbs. Gibbs is not a co-host. He's not funny. And to say he's not smart is an understatement. The best part of that show was that he didn't say killing it the whole show. That was the only positive killing I it. <laughs> Killing and it. Your comeback is always, well, if you don't like it, then don't listen. Well, here's the problem. Let me break it down for you. Okay, break it down. Your show is like a monster girl's ass. You got to have it. It's it's awesome. No one right? has to have it. Gibbs is like a zit on that monster girl's ass. I'm still having it. And you're not going to get rid of that ass because of that zit. So I thought that was a pretty good metaphor for it. No, it wasn't. And, uh, you know, I'm sure... All the guys listening will be able to relate. To so that. he doesn't so like the chicks, but he likes the ass. Just, uh, yeah. Pretty much. You know, without without the chicks on the show, it's cool to have Pookie on on the show every now and then. That's to right. No monster girls, but it. with monster ass and, and zits of course on her it. drops are funny, but you know, just keep it moto, like the, the one dude said on there. I do All the right, drops, like, Dick. <laughs> hey man, so you gave me my fix last week. This is the pole team. <laughs> this guy's awesome. My fix. It was cool. You know, a little bit of kefir, a little bit of kilo oil. A little bit of anti-napping studio. It was awesome, man. I woke up this morning. F you, dude. Fucking shit, man. You said you were going to deliver. I hear there may be one today. Fucking better be one today. Right. There better, you better hope there's one today. I'll find you. Come on, man. Just just give me a little bit. Just a little bit to tide me over. Just a little bit. I flew from I flew from France yesterday, and I have a stupid show tonight. So I, I'm here for you people, okay? Killing it, dude. Um, I swear to God, I was hoping for this show to be like, I was thinking nine nine thirty. Two guests. Impossible. We only had two guests, Pookie. Impossible. We don't need guests. We we are the show. <laughs> well, I, uh, Villaman is the show more. I like will it. put money on it right now, Steve. We will never see a nine thirty show. Uh yeah, I don't know, but normally, but tonight was going to be a, a jet lag, two guests, you know, in and out with DV, and it's still eleven twelve yelling right now. At DV. Um, That's what happens. What dude. I don't understand is I've, people have told me, like, hey, I don't listen to your show. It's too long. And I'm always like, but do you need to get to the end of it? Like, just listen if you want to. Listen to the interviews and then, you know, quit anytime you want. Like, there's no penalty. Nothing happens if you stop it early. 
You won't distract yourself. Yeah, yeah. just if you if you, you don't I don't listen because it's too long. Okay. Well, maybe just try to listen, and then if you don't like it, or it's too long, just turn it off. Oh, people, fucking people, I don't understand. Um, all right, everybody, that's a wrap. Cooper Webb and uh, Chad Reed on the phone. JT on the phone also, and the great David Villeman, your former motocross AMA motocross and Supercross winner, GP. This guy in the chat room, get Kiefer back on. I miss Kiefer. He was in fucking last week. I know. Like Jesus. Kiefer, uh, Kiefer, said, Kiefer said he called you for the shootout again. Yeah. And you're like, no. Nah. <laughs> he said, I put you on the cover, he said. Yeah. I'm like, no. I'm not in shape. I, I don't ride. I haven't rode since that shootout. Since the shootout, right. <laughs> so I'm like. And it's funny, though. You and JT, JT did it, you know? And you guys had the same fucking comments as far as like, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of riding. <laughs> I was all over it by the end of the day. Yes. Yeah. JT's comments, though, for the bikes are the best, though. Um, and so thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Check out sponsor deals on com and try to save with our sponsors. Thanks to btosports.com and Fly Racing for presenting it, as well as Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAT Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTMParsExpress.com, and Nitro Circus. Nitro Circus, DB, you going to go to that one? It's coming up. October something. You what? Nitro Circus? Take DV Jr. What is it? Uh, the date for LA. Let me get it. Seven uh, Eleven in Anaheim and Six Eleven in uh, LA, Staples Center. Six Eleven. Yep. Uh, November sixth. Remember the dates, Pookie. <sighs> November sixth and November seventh. That's when you got married. No, no, no. It's a long story. I was screwing up the he dates. He messed up the dates on he there because he realized they're, they were, they're like European dates. They're written in European dates. It's 6 yeah. 11, whatever. So and he thought some of them had already passed. 6 November. Yeah, which is, <laughs> which is the way we do it in Canada. We go day, month, year. Well, in America, yeah, month, day, screwed year. Up, yeah. they go they go other words, yeah. the other way, and it's stupid. So and I, they still use uh, uh, pounds and gallons and yeah, miles. Yeah. yeah, that's ridiculous. Whereas, like, metric system is just, like, 10, 100. That's the point. Like, yeah, yeah. Gives a shit, dude. We're never changing. We're never converting. Deal with it. Gibbs, you would struggle with it anyways. No, Gibbs, I so. wouldn't. I'd pick it up. Yeah, because you've picked up a lot of things. I, I have. I've up. picked up quite a bit. Um, DD, thank you, man. It was a surprise to me when you said, hey, I'm coming to Vegas when are you having a show. And I wasn't for sure going to have no, one. No, no. I said, I said, I'm going to Vegas. Yeah. Do you have a co-host for Monday? And you said, I don't have a co-host, and I'm going to do it Tuesday or Wednesday. Yep. And I said, I can do it both nights. Yeah. No, that's good. Thank you. It's a surprise. It's awesome to have you. So for the people that say I came because the French team won? No. You were coming anyways. You B- can't give me. Bite me. <laughs> It's not the case. That guy, the poor guy who said, I'm glad you don't have DV on anymore. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> He's awesome. back, bitches. Um, I want to hear a voicemail from that guy next week. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, DV. It's always fun. Appreciate it. Pookie? Yeah. <laughs> are, are, yes. we, are we going to bed, Pookie? Time for bed. Right, let's go. Um, let's cuddle. I thought he would have been asleep by 5 o'clock. Bro, I'm doing this for the fans. He's a I care about this show. He's a machine. Look at the yeah. bags fans, under his eyes right now. You know, like I really do. I was busy flying. You know, I should have changed my clothes on my flight yesterday, but I didn't. <laughs> Thanks to Swisscore and Moser. Moser for the question. Swisscore for all the technical work behind the scenes. We appreciate it. Thanks to our guests. Like I said, uh, Cooper Webb, Chad Reed. Awesome to come on. And, uh, of course, Jason Thomas, always a big part of the show. Gibbs, thank you. Hey, no problem, man. I we, appreciate uh, you. 
We might have a show next week. I'm there. Or if not, we're on the next week. I'm there too. We're on. We're off. One of the next two Mondays. I just don't know which one. You know what, dude? I'm just gonna show up to your house. You tell me to go home. This off weekend. What? You've had so many shows this off season. It's crazy. Because I care about the fans of motocross. Yeah. You should care about me. This Saturday night, tragically hip. I'll show you what I care about. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. See ya. Oh, DV, thank you. Something I want to get off my chest. Thanks again. That's Thanks, about that summer. Thanks, Steve. When you went Thanks, away Steve. to community college, I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. You could hear me if it got into your brain somehow that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.